Hey, what is going on, everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and uh, who who do I got with me here today? Uh, Devin here, of course. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going pretty well for me. How about yourself? Doing bit good. Uh, it's a bittersweet episode. Um, it is. It is because because we started it late, right? Because yeah. three minutes. That's why we. Well, we, yes, we, that and and other other things. Well, what other thing is so bittersweet about this? Oh man, are we getting into that right now? Are we? Yeah. I mean, this is going to be, I guess, the last podcast with me and you, uh, the last podcast kind of in this form. Yeah. Um, so kind of things are changing, you know what I mean? Yeah. For like good reason. But you know what? It's been a it's been a really good ride. It's been two years. It has been over two years, yeah. actually. It's so. wild. Yeah. Ending on number 55 for this, you know, era, which is a good number, I feel like. It I is. I saw that and I was like, hey. It yeah, is. I'm okay with that. You know, I kind of wanted to end on episode sixty. Yeah. Just, just to have you know, just, just I to be that. able to divide by ten. But uh, I'll take fifty-five. So. All right. All right. Yeah. But uh, it's not just going to be me and you today, though. No, it's not. We do have uh, someone else on the line, and I guess who, who, whoever this mysterious person is, uh, could you please reveal yourself? Hello, everyone. This is MVG coming at you. Hey, hey MVG is here. Uh, we're, we're, do, <laughs> we're doing well, you know, getting off to a late start, and that's why this is such a bittersweet episode. But, you know, <laughs> no, aside from that, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. How about yourself, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys for inviting me back on, on this show. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Oh, no, it's awesome. Uh, I definitely, when this was kind of like ultimately decided, it was one of the, uh, the first things I had thought about. I was like, we need to get MVG back on because personally, the shows with you on are, I think, probably my you know, top few shows uh, that I, I've done. I would say that, yeah, respectfully, I would say you're, you're probably the favorite guest that we've had on here. So we're like, you know, it'd be nice to have you as, as the final guest as well, too. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And it's been a minute since I was on last. I think last time I was on was like October last year or something. So I'm 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 psyched to be here. And yeah. thank you again for having me on. No problem. No problem. No, I, I know it's one of those things, honestly, the reason why we haven't had any guests since we ended up changing up stuff is because my fault my fault uh we used to do you know hangouts and everything and then i've just been lazy to like set this whole thing up here doing it through discord or whatever else and uh then i was like you know what for the last show i still don't really want to set up because i'm a little bit lazy but it's cool i'll make the sack i spent like 10 minutes setting this up and i'm like cool i think we're good yep awesome well hey again thank you uh for having me back i i, I love the show man so it's bittersweet you know bittersweet uh episode but it's going to be awesome so i'm looking forward to it mm -hmm. yes because yeah. overall like we've already talked about last time you are not planning on ending mod chat no in no. fact it's going to come back better than ever i'm hoping so i really hope so I'm yeah i'm very I, confident i don't mind divulging a few details about that so essentially to anybody that does not know uh we talked about this for like 30 minutes in the last episode episode 54 but to kind of recap real quick Devin is going to be stepping down as co-host and I kind of decided to take that opportunity to also bring mod chat offline and I honestly just want to take a break for a bit so I have my reasons for doing that but essentially I want to not do mod chat for a few months but I do plan to bring it back in more of a video podcast form as opposed to a live stream podcast form and I have some ideas for it as well, too. So I'm sure we're probably going to see you back on the show, Devin. MVG, I'd love to have you back on the show as well, too. And uh, sure. it's, it's still going to be here in audio and video form. So for anybody who is, you know, strongly for one of them, don't worry. You're still going to get your satisfaction. It's just 
just give me a little bit of a break. Give me some time, and we're going to reboot Mod Chat. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it will be a good show again. Yeah, <laughs> and I've said this before as well, but I personally am stoked to get back to actually listening to Mod Chat because I listened to Mod Chat before mm-hmm. I ever became a co-host uh, for quite a while, actually. You did. So, yeah. I mean, um, for those who don't know, I was following you a decent bit, quite a, I mean, almost, almost like a year before <laughs> we actually met. And so, um, you know, crazy times. Uh, it's all come full circle now. I'm going to be listening to Mod Chat again. But I'm excited for that. I'm excited to consume that content again, you know, and not have to be a part of the creation process. So. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And I'm looking forward to just doing it in less of a streaming mm-hmm. thing. So. Mm-hmm. Should we address uh, Katsu Kyogen here, who just dropped yes. $10 in the chat, which is very appreciated, like always. Katsu Kyogen, we've seen you many times, so um, also bittersweet. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he just said here, just wanted to stop it and say, hey, tomorrow, PC, and now MVG. Wait, did I just hear something about this being the last show? What else will I listen to at work? Hopefully, in a few episodes, like in a few months, more mod chat. But right. thank you very much. And that's, you know, yeah, I, I want to drill that into <laughs> you said it, but this is going to be available still through like any podcast medium. That yeah, I pay. Hey, I pay for the podcast hosting. Mm-hmm. All right. I pay for that. Yeah. So I better make use of it. <laughs> so uh, it's going to come back and um, I think it's going to be awesome. So um, you, look, you've been really looking forward to taking a break and uh, yes. I'm ready to take a break myself. You know what I mean? I've got plans for kind of like my future and maybe we'll get into that. Maybe a little bit later after we get through some of our topics, because we still do have topics. We do. Yeah, I'd like to hear about them too. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, totally. Um, we don't even have that many to go over. No. Um, I don't know if there's anything we want to run over real quick, or should we, I guess, well, want to talk about what I guess we've been dabbling in the past month? Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, th- this episode, for anyone that doesn't know, we're going to be doing, God, the donations coming out. We'll get to them real quick, but um, for, for anybody who. didn't know when we were talking about this in the last episode uh this episode we are going to be planning just kind of take it a little bit easy Mm -hmm. so in fact there there wasn't even a whole oh we have drinks yes yes we do have drinks yeah so christmas has come early the christmas episode (laughs) has come early yeah you got a few months ahead of time it's nice (laughs) exactly because i'm not going to be doing a live christmas episode so yeah we get to do this but yeah in short not only because of that we also kind of want to send this out with a bit of a bang and just kind of do in a relaxed way and such but um also, just on top of that, uh, news has been a bit slow this month, which because of all the circumstances, I certainly don't mind. So we're just going to come in with a small handful of topics, and then we're kind of just going to talk about whatever the hell you all want us to talk about in the live chat. So it'll be, uh, it'll be fun, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Devin, what are, you, what are you drinking here? I uh, have, I believe this beer is from California, Dogfish Head Great Brewery. It's okay. a um, I'm not a big a beer sour. person. So this is that. I mean, I would almost be interested to get your opinion on it. But it's a sour beer, and it tastes very unbeer like without actually getting to that sweetness of like a cider. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely still full beer. You know what I mean? Because ciders are kind of like they're not really beer, right? Yeah. Um, but they taste so nice. Yeah. Well, they, 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 except for one I had that tasted like an olive. This one's too sweet for me. Do you want to? Would you like to taste it? I'll try it. Sure. You may have the first sip. All right. Free cool. germs. All right. All right. It's not bad, but I don't think I would drink all of that. No, I always get bored of beer about halfway through. I like it a lot. I understand. MVG, have you had sours before? 
Uh, I don't think I have. I'd be curious to try that out, actually. It's definitely, it can be an acquired taste. You actually took it better than I think most people do. Uh, like a lot of people are like repulsed at first and I wasn't really a fan it actually took me going to a beer festival and trying like 12 of them in a row and I finally was like alright MVG uh, are you drinking on anything I guess what are you drinking on first oh no let well, MVG go sure sure okay <laughs> no I'm, I'm I'm not really that that exciting tonight guys I'm drinking uh, kombucha so what are no you alcohol talking about for me kombucha is exciting <laughs> kombucha probably has like half a percent of alcohol in it, it has it has trace amounts i believe and I, i've heard stories that you can get like effed up on kombucha if you drink enough of it <laughs> oh man that's a lot i, of I don't think i'd drink that much of it that, that'd be a gut wrencher by the time you get there <laughs> oh man all right so what about you uh mr mario you i grabbed this heart this hard seltzer here which i'd never purchased this before but i got this white claw hard white seltzer. Claw. <laughs> yeah so you were making fun of it now i've had the truly ones before and i'm doing this because one it actually tastes nice and two well like the one i've had of this and two um i'm trying to do my keto thing again so mm -hmm. i can get away with drinking a few of these because they have two grams of net carbs and yeah. that's about it that's so. good yeah no and, and i've never actually like had one so it could be oh you really can try good. mine if sure. you want hold on let me open this it's damn really thing. good for all i know but I just seen a lot of memes about there like frat people that frat dudes that drink this, and so I thought it was. Funny. I'm not a frat person at all, so I don't know anything about the memes, but that's that's not bad. Yeah, it's kind of my my feelings towards it too. Mm -hmm. Not bad. So. Uh, I, I mean, again, I don't know if I'd go out of my way to purchase those, but if they were available, I would drink one. Understand. Just to let everyone know, uh, disclaimer as well too, respect your local drinking laws, all that stuff. Yeah. Everyone in here, we're in the U.S., we are above the age of 21, so Cheers. we can drink. Hopefully everyone else is going to stay safe. Let, let me do the dumb stuff here. <laughs> and, uh, and, this, and I'm not driving after this. Yeah, you got so, a ride. Which is awesome. Thanks to my girlfriend. She, is dropping me, she dropped me off and is picking me up, so we're all taken care of. We are responsible. Yeah. You're telling me so this is... I, I, I have a question. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you mentioned the podcast is taking a bit of a break. Yeah. I, have, I have a very serious question to ask. You're not going, not going to be coming back on Mixer, are you? No, no. It's... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Did you get I mean, bag? Look, okay, so look at this. I've, I've styled my hair, all right? I oh, used man. some product. I combed it. I styled my hair, but I'm not going to be dyeing it anytime soon. I'm not going to be doing the ninja thing. Um, this is step so one. No. Yeah. No, I'm not going to be doing that. It's it's going to be coming, for real though, it's going to be coming back in video form, mm -hmm. but not streamed. That's I don't hilarious. even know if I'm going to do a premiere of it, if it, but we'll see. That'll be exciting. I'll be looking forward to it. Oh, well, thank you. So should we address these donations real quick before they get too far behind? We should. All right, this first one. Um, do you know who that is? I do not. That's Mr. Aiden, dude. <gasps> oh, Aiden is snap! So what is up, Aiden? Really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Five dollars. Lighters on lock. All right. Yep. Thank you so much, Aiden. You could have left a message, but He's good I know you're in the chat and now you're watching and he is good people. He is awesome people. That's, yeah. That is the homie right there. And then Tristan, of course, the homie as well, too, always coming in with the two dollars. And he says, got to drop my last two dollars in the oh, chat. Man, thank you for those two dollars. I have to like, watch <laughs> out for the drinking because I swear I'm going to get choked up by the end of this. <laughs> I don't know if I, I've had practice. I've gotten. I'm not an alcoholic, but I've gotten drunk twice this week already. Oh my goodness, so. Danny. And it's a Wednesday, I know. My life is pretty good right now, but it's just I felt like drinking, so hmm. I don't know how that goes. It happens. You're an adult. You can make these decisions. And honestly, exactly. you're like one of the most responsible, like infrequent drinkers that I've I guess maybe not ever met. 
but usually if like anyone that is around your like level of drinking that I've met don't drink at all. Hmm. You know what I mean? I guess. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So. I feel that. If you've gotten drunk or have, have drank at all twice this week, then I don't think. Vodka gets the job done really fast. It does. <laughs> Be careful with that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, lots of chat going on. This is this is amazing. It's too bad we don't have that like on the video. But yeah, nah, but it's all good. If you go to YouTube, you can uh, do the replay, right? Yes, I don't hide that. Right. <laughs> but anyways, um, I don't know if there's anything else that or the modding this. Yes, we're kind of having a slow start, but that's okay. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I, I, want, I want our guests to go first because I, I feel like I don't want to feel like we're over like we're, we're overreaching on here or anything. But uh, MVG, what what modding stuff have you done the past month? This is something new since we've uh, since we brought you on the show that now we try and kind of open up with the stuff we've done in the past month. Cool. Yeah, for me, not really that much. The only thing that I'm dabbling with, and I, and I don't really have much to report on, is this thing right here, the uh, Genesis Mini. So you know, I did a did a, a preview of it yesterday and now i'm really starting to see if i can hack this thing so i've already tried the obvious things plugging in keyboards and and flash drives and stuff like that i've had a little of interesting uh results with different flash drives so i'm just kind of okay. going down that rabbit hole but the, right now i don't really have much to report quite honestly but i'm kind trying to see if it is to what was going on with the playstation classic when it first yeah came out. yeah so i've opened it up took, took a look at the board there's no easy kind of entry point from a usb perspective in order to you know to mount anything on it so i'm just trying the obvious stuff at the moment but hopefully more to come there we'll see all right uh, otherwise man that that's really about it i've i've been pretty busy as you guys know over the last couple uh, over the last month with travel and stuff so i haven't had that much time i've obviously been keeping my switch updated with latest atmosphere and and messing around with with things like sis clock and stuff stuff like that but otherwise not not really that much going on i was oh god all right the burps are starting already don't laugh at me devin i was i was gonna ask um since you've updated atmosphere isn't the faster boot time so much nicer yeah it's 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 outstanding and it, i don't like update every iteration so it's been about four or five revisions since i last updated and i'm really i'm really liking the new one it's it's really good nice yeah i'm, I'm behind on that actually before today i had um ubuntu still on this thing okay um, and i didn't play with that too much since then um and then i got updated uh, or i switched it over to running android with the switch root stuff right on yeah I think for uh, for me, with anything that I've done modding related, uh, I've definitely finally gotten to dabble into uh, Lineage OS on Switch. I don't want to give my thoughts on it all too much because we have an entire thing dedicated to that. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really messed I swear there's been some little things I've done here and there. I guess, guys, would this count as a modification? Uh, my girlfriend got a car, and I installed a car stereo in there for the first time in years. That was really yes. fun. You okay? So you'd count that MVG? Would you count that as a mod? I, I would. I would count it as a mod. Installing car stereos, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. 
Yeah, I, I still, that's something that for so many years I keep telling myself I want to invest in, but priorities just have never aligned perfectly well. And, you know, just stock systems and new cars are, aren't horrible. Yeah. But um, I need to. Just she had a tape money. player, so, you know, we had to upgrade off that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think, funny enough, I've done more car mods, if anything, this month um, just because of that. Because I did the just the deck install, got her set up with a nice Alpine deck, has pretty much everything she wants on there, which works out. And uh, then what was the other thing I did? Um, also, I ended up refurbishing her headlights on there. So I guess another mm. mod improvement, maybe? I don't know. Kind yeah, of, sure. I've, I've been such a normie this month. Mm. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Sadly. And what but, about you, man? I mean, other than the Switch stuff, uh, that's that's most of it. I mean, I've been on, on a, a coding grind still for months and months. I've been working on uh, learning a bunch of... Um, bunch of stuff all kinds of front-end technology uh so maybe i don't know maybe we'll get into that more later maybe at the end if it, people want to hear about it but yeah just i've been doing a lot of coding um been very busy there's been stuff like i don't know it's like almost every day for the last few weeks i get a, a day off awesome feels nice which i do i have the next two days off actually nice so that's Real gonna nice. be good got stuff to do but you know mm-hmm uh, so I'm excited. Yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. involve work, so that's awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, I think I've got all my obligations put aside. I, you know, I have the ability to work from home, so there's always like the the fear that you know if there's a fire, I might need to get pulled into something. But cross my fingers. a fire is in like production servers. And yeah, stuff. fire, not like a literal. Because no. I was thinking of like your apartment setting on fire. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, like uh, yeah, some production support issue. That's, okay, there you we know, go. For whatever reason. I'm the man to, to solve the problem. But, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen. Hopefully we can chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I guess I did. Um, um, I guess I did mod that PSP. So I got that all. Yeah, the PSP that I gave you. Yeah, so right on. that's all updated. Um, I haven't really put too much on it because, uh, yeah, I just waiting for, waiting to figure out what I want to do with it. I gotcha. But, yeah, um, that was fun. It was fun getting back into it. It was like super easy. It was almost too easy. I know, right? Um, <laughs> and it was kind of quirky, I guess, how to do it. You know what I mean? Like having to boot into the temporary custom firmware to gain privilege access to install the full custom firmware, which then you, you know what I mean? Like, yes. It, it was kind of an interesting. Yeah. PSP is still fun. Yeah. I love it. Really do. Still, still probably my favorite console for modding, just mostly because of nostalgia, but um, it's a really nice one. Yeah. The only reason why I'm not using a PSP now is because I'm using my Vita for a game that I'm still playing. Yeah. So those those anime visual novels, man. I know I was playing with the PSP, and I think I might go revisit uh, some games. Hell yeah. Think about it. Hell yeah. But anyways, um, do you think we should go ahead and get into this? I'd be down for that. Hold on. Before we get into that, though, right before this, MVG, I'm sorry because you're, you're over there over here. I don't have anything physical I can pass on to you. But... I did miss your birthday last month. Oh, I guess. I, I mean, totally forgot about that. I spaced on it. It's, I saw it on my calendar, and then I still spaced on it. That's fine. I'm not a big So I, I apologize, person. but I decided to get you a present. Now, I didn't wrap it because I'm very low effort, but oh. happy b- late birthday, Dad. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, very freaking cool, dude. <laughs> that is super cool. I actually, what was it? It was, 
Tell the people what this is well, yeah, for sorry, anybody who's listening. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. This is for the people at home. Um, you can see on here, and if you're not watching, um, this is Digimon Volume Three. So it's like the first uh, season, the first like set of main characters and whatnot, Agumon, um, and all that jazz. Yeah, I can't remember how many years ago. I was trying to think, but like a number of years ago, I watched like this whole entire first season, and then like a little bit more, but we didn't get too far into the next ones. Um, there's like fifty or sixty episodes in the first season. Really? Digimon, which is crazy. Damn. 30 that's, episodes. So that's volume three of yeah. it looks like season one, and yeah. that's a three DVD set right there. Yeah, it's a I lot. I went completely out of order because that's the one I found in town. No, that's right? cool. That's super <laughs> cool. I, I love this show. Um, it's super cheesy, so it's like, you know what I mean? It's got a little cringe factor, but it's awesome. For those of you who don't know, I do. Let's see if I can get it on there. Um, I have a yeah, yeah, we can Digimon see tattoo. Um, so that's the main character, Ty's crest, quest, uh, the crest of courage. So... Yeah, I like Digimon. It's really cool. That is awesome. Thank you so much, dude. No that problem. was very unexpected. Happy late birthday. Thank you. You definitely did not need to give me anything. I, it's not. I didn't even think twice about it. I definitely did not hold it against you whatsoever. So that's above and beyond, and I appreciate it. You know, in all honesty, it was one of those things. I was in town. I was at a shop. I saw it, and I was like, hey, Devin. Okay, here. Yeah, right. <laughs> those, are some, those are some of the best ones, right, where you're not really even trying too hard. Exactly. It's like, I know. <laughs> That's very cool. Thank you so much. No too. problem, man. No problem. MVG, did you ever watch Digimon? It probably was, you know, a little bit uh, young, or the the content was a little bit for younger audiences, I guess. But yeah, can't can't say that I ever did. But that's an awesome gift, man, and and happy uh, belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I would say, like in general, like a lot of people equate Digimon to Pokemon, and um, I would say this compared to Pokemon, uh, like the TV show is a lot better. Uh, okay. I find it a lot more entertaining than Pokemon, but the video games and the card games, they're not on the same playing field. Um, Pokemon definitely like uh, superseded them in a, long, uh, a lot of ways. But the show is very, very good. I do want to actually sit down and watch the Japanese um, with subtitles mm -hmm. because apparently it was targeted towards an older audience. They were kind of like dumbed it down a little bit for American audiences. and like, That's not the first series I've heard yeah. that's done that. So um, I, I'd like to go back and watch it in Japanese. But this is awesome. This will be good. I don't really have like a huge DVD collection or anything like that, but this will be – I'll keep this thing. This is, uh, this is perfect, dude. Thank you very much. No awesome. problem, man. Happy you could enjoy it. So. So. On that note, let's go ahead and put this right here for now. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, that shows up nicely. All right, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, people are just going to come in like at this point and be like, why is there just a brand new Digimon right there? Uh, why wouldn't there be? Exactly. That's what we can say. <laughs> All right. So now, 30 minutes into the show, should we get to the first topic? Yeah, and question, <laughs> can one of you take this initially? Because I'm running out of magic, like, magic Ooh, sauce here, so... Uh, sure. I, I mean, I can, I can start it off, but, right. um, MVG, have you dabbled in this at all? I guess what we're talking about is switch root, uh, the Android port by switch root, I guess it really is. Uh, I don't think switch root is the project. It's the team. Correct. Um, so switch root has released basically a lineage OS port for, uh, the switch. Really cool. Have you taken a look at this MVG? I, I have not. So, I mean, I think you guys will probably need to run with this one. I mean, obviously I know what it is and I've been reading up on it. I just haven't had the time to, to kind of go through the steps. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm very interested in, in, in your thoughts and experiences. I've, I've heard it's pretty well done, but I've heard there's some limitations and some issues here and there. 
but you know i want to hear about i guess what you've done on it so far and 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 what doesn't work too good absolutely yeah and i haven't even gotten like the full experience yet i'm actually trying to download an emulator now funny enough i didn't get to downloading that because i got sidetracked with someone i'll get into in just a second um First of all, I noticed that it works very similarly to uh, the Ubuntu build that I had used, L4T Ubuntu or uh, something like that, which was also made by Switchroot, so probably like built on some of the same foundation and boilerplate there. Um, so when you boot into this, you actually go into Hikate, go to Launch, and it's not really like you, you don't have a payload option. I think it's in like uh, configs or something like it's, that. Or, or uh, it's it's like other configs. I think yeah, that's something like what that. it is. Yeah, and which by the way isn't isn't the new Nix that new theme? Isn't that awesome? Um, I told you I'm you running on like a. Uh, are you talking about the Hikate? Thing? Yeah, I told I've seen it and it is awesome. But I'm running on a really old version of Hikate, oh. and I didn't bother to update it <laughs> just because I was lazy and I didn't want to. I, I I was working with it as few moving parts as possible, not to like mess up anything like if i needed updated i would so i'm actually re working with a really old version of hikate which is good because it works um that's good i've noticed that, i mean uh some of my issues with the ubuntu build were uh around the keyboard the virtual keyboard not popping up very reliably and that seems to be a bit better on here um overall this has got a better touch interface obviously because it's built around smartphones and kind of tablet stuff um, it's using the NVIDIA Shield device tree, or the, the NVIDIA Shield TV, maybe? One of the two. I don't know if it's the Shield or the Shield TV. Uh, it says based on the NVIDIA Shield TV trees. Okay. So, yeah. Um, NVIDIA Shield TV device trees is running on very similar hardware. We've talked about this before, actually, because mm -hmm. of the Taker 1 system on a chip. That's what the NVIDIA Shield is running. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it works pretty well. I had a weird issue where my purchases aren't showing up in the Play Store, and I can't tell like what that is. I haven't troubleshooted that yet. I haven't like looked up a whole lot, but my purchases aren't coming over, and I'm signed to the same account. So maybe that's something to do with the OS. Maybe an update will fix something. I don't know what the heck that would be though. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, don't um, I might even get into a little bit of this while we're on the show here. Um, yeah, I've seen like people running like GTA, Vice City, and mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff. Have you gotten that far yet, or no? And I would like I have you. You have I have. Yeah, you... I played the first few levels of Max Payne, and it was fantastic. Were you okay? So you're using an emulator? No, I, were... the the Android app. Oh, the Max Payne is an Android. Yes. Oh, yeah, Rockstar's it. actually released a decent amount. They're seventh, well, sixth and seventh, gener sixth generation games. I want to say um, for Android. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Joy-Cons still work the same way so like you have to like sync them up through Bluetooth right? Yes and then when you do that sync it is different between syncing on Android and syncing uh, on Horizon OS so whenever you get into like your regular Switch operating system they do have to get repaired unfortunately. Right. Yeah and then even with that it's like even when you have them which I expected this but when you have them physically connected to the Switch uh, they are in Bluetooth they're not in like you know the Right. Regular setup mode, I guess. So I'm just holding the sync button on the side here now and uh, pairing very easily. Mm -hmm. It r r operates very smoothly. I was kind of looking for any lag, and I kind of saw it as soon as things were getting booted up for the first time, but it's smoothed out so far. A lot of that you can also resolve by changing the battery profile, so you can allocate it more, uh, mm -hmm. like, more processing power and all that, and it's better. I have noticed after a few hours of running it, I had mine running for about two days or so, but then after, sometimes after like a few hours of running it, it does slow down kind of a 
typical Android thing that can happen. You restart it, it's fine. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, there is several different modes. It looks like five different modes. It starts from balance. There's uh, performance, which is going to be probably clocking at max speed constantly. There's quick, which mm -hmm. is probably just more aggressive. I'm sure there's, like, conservative and all that, um, which is really nice. And I think that's a benefit of using Lineage OS as opposed to, like, stock Android, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I might try and get, like, a game booted up here or something like that here in just a moment. But um, for now, it just seems like it's working well. I'm probably going to play with it a little bit more. I'd like to do a little bit of a... Uh, maybe you can talk about this. Um, even Especially like a, an Android game, I'd like to see the performance difference between that and like an emulator. Right. It might even be better just because, you know what I mean, it's... Well, I know some of the games I have, like I got Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, Max Payne. Uh, none of those games can really e emulate on Android right now, so you got to get the Android builds of them. Um, but yeah, with my experience with Grand Theft Auto 3 and what was the other one? Um, with 3 and Max Payne, uh, I was having little to no issues. I did install the Shield of Fire zip. I installed the, what was it? Um, the Joy-Con fix zip which is recommended mm -hmm. so you can use L3 and R3. I did see that. I did not flash that. Yes, I flashed that. Uh, I flashed Magisks as well, too. I did And not. made sure the manager is running on there, all that stuff. There's a lot of manual stuff you have to set up initially. Um, one of the things I don't like, which, I mean, it's, it's in beta right now, so there's a lot of things that are going to be missing, but uh, USB OTG does not work. So I was using it, in, I was using it as a tablet, essentially. And I noticed that, um, you know, it doesn't work on there, so you can't use a OT, like a USB Type-C to USB Type-A and then plug mm -hmm. in a flash drive. That's not going to work. The only way you can really mount drives is if you are in the dock. And I've seen people use stuff such as, uh, what was it, like such as using Magisks and then using Drive Mount, I want to say, or Stick Mount. I think that's what it's called. Hmm. But uh, people have used that successfully uh, with little to no issues. Um, so it's just kind of transferring things back and forth can be a little bit of a pain on there. And uh, I already talked about, you know, the performance I was kind of dealing with and such on that. Uh, one thing, the screen is a little bit iffy to me. Really? And that's just something I noticed where uh, the keyboard can be a little bit laggy or like sometimes I'll like type C, for example, and it types it four times. Uh, so typing on it is not the best, but overall, for some of those, especially in beta, it works really well. And when I was playing the games that I was playing, uh, it felt extremely comfortable to play on the Switch with the Joy-Con setup. So overall, I'm still extremely impressed with it. Okay. Have you guys installed Dolphin yet and tried GameCube stuff? Ooh, that would be nice. That would be the first thing I'd be going for. Okay, I installed Dolphin. But because I was doing it in in portable mode the whole time, and there was no USB OTG, I wasn't able to transfer my games. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and I didn't do it through FTP, unfortunately. But I've I've seen like Drastic and Dolphin seem to work quite well. Yeah, and I've seen someone running Super Mario Sunshine, and it seemed to seemed to be pretty good. I just haven't seen like anyone that I know running it yet, and give a good account of how it actually runs. Yeah, I definitely haven't gotten that far. I'd like to play with it. Uh, I'm probably going to adjust the battery profile off the cuff because uh, I was just even trying to like navigate Chrome a little bit and stuff like that, and it definitely starts to slow down and chug. Mm -hmm. I'm sure with uh, OS updates, it'll probably get better, but yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and one thing I can tell you guys is I have a Shield TV, which obviously is more powerful as far as specs go, and Dolphin runs pretty good on that. It's not it's not perfect by any stretch. There's some games that run at full frame rate, like you can run Mario Kart Double Dash, no problem. But there are some games that just chug like Eternal Darkness. So I would expect a lesser level of performance than that, but it still should run pretty well. Gotcha. Now, um, one thing you'd probably have more history on this here, but with Dolphin, when you use it, um, is it is it the type of emulator where they're kind of just trying to bring everything and level it up, I guess, evenly? Or are they trying to focus on specific games and getting them up and running like that N64 or Xbox? I, I, th- I think Dolphin has always been about compatibility. You know, like they're not interested in like putting in hacks to make games work or make things faster. I think they're all about, you know, getting the emulation as accurate as possible and then kind of optimizing. So I, I, I think the emulator, and I think that stands for the Android port as well, which is pretty damn good. Like when I first set it up on my Shield TV, I was very impressed. I thought it was just going to be just another throwaway Android port of a, you know, a PC-based emulator. But you can tell they've put a lot of a lot of time and effort into it. That's really good. That's, That's really fantastic, good yeah. Especially because of how prevalent Android is. It's becoming a very common medium, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yep. And it also makes me happy in the same kind of way that, uh, you know, the, ret- or the Raspberry Pi has gotten so much attention, you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that alone has probably been good for the emulator scene over there on Linux. Um, and just having that available is just... It, it, the ability to have prevalent or emulators is just so easy and so prevalent. Mm-hmm. Now I am seeing you right here. You, you were trying to bring down the, uh, the, yeah. the top menu bar and you were scr- struggling a little bit and that's not really your fault. It's just kind of how it's set up on there. Yeah. So one thing I, I know, shout out to my homie, David. Um, I actually shouted his game out last month. It was uh, back to her. He's one of the main developers on there. And I remember he had said, what is that? Oh, Oh, I didn't even know my volume was up. But oh. uh, Pokemon Crystal is working. Fantastic. And the Joy-Cons work <laughs> right out of the box. Don't nice. even have to configure them. Real um, nice. Emulation already. Solid. All right. Um, cool. You gonna but, finish the podcast for me? Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> MBG, it's just you and I now at this point. I'm just gonna be in the corner playing. All no, right. but 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 for real, what happened was uh, I, I remember right around when the switch launched my friend david was telling me yeah i'm actually disappointed because there's no uh there's no internet browser on here because i was really hoping to have this set up as like a cheap tablet when i'm not using it as a gaming system so i could you know play spotify or just look up like a recipe when i'm in my kitchen or something but since it doesn't have that i won't be able to use it and now you can do that with switch root but because of the little things that i've talked about and even like the the screen type stuff and everything it's just it's not that nice to use it as an actual tablet so one thing i do want to see though which i think would be funny is when people are starting to turn either like tesla infotainment systems or shield tvs into switches i think that'll be funny to see if it ever <laughs> happens i don't think it's gonna happen but it'll be really interesting to see if they end up booting up horizon os that would be fantastic <laughs> I mean, technically, it's possible, but I think there's the you know the the slight problem of the you know the firmware that that needs to be figured out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hardware-wise, I mean, it's it's almost there, right? If you think about it. But once they 
they got to get past the firmware problem. Of course. Yeah, that would be interesting, though. I'm sure there would be one thing, just obviously because they don't have any kind of source code. Who knows, like, what quality that would ever actually uh, be able to get to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it would have a lot of limitations, but it would be neat. Yeah. Before we get to the next thing, we might as well address this uh, donation. X41 donated. Yeah. He said, hey, boys, can't stay. Just pop in and say hi. Uh, hi to y'all and that we're going to miss you on here. Devin07. I don't know if the 07 was a typo, but that no, rhymed. no, no, 07. It's like doing this. Oh, oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, do you see it now? Yeah, yeah, I've never actually seen someone use that. Well, thank you for showing me a new, uh, not really emoji thing, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, like I don't know what you call it. It's almost I'm like the cat a emoji. Drunk, by the way, already. So. <laughs> I'm a lightweight. Like I actually I fully admit part it. of the reason why I chose the uh, sour beer is because it's a lot lower in alcohol content as compared to like an IPA, which I normally drink. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I was able to pace myself a little bit better. I understand. But I'm happy for you, Danny. <laughs> I'm happy too. But yeah, thanks so much, X41, a huge friend of the show. I still, at some point, I'm going to install that mod chip. I still got the mod chip. Yeah, yeah. Lily has not eaten it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Neither has my girlfriend's dog. Um, he's really good, by the way, about stuff. He doesn't really chew electronics. But that's I'm good. Thankful for um, So yeah, really appreciate it. Um, five euros, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's like 20 bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's probably more than that now. Yeah. Shout out to the yeah. economy. I think Brexit has something to do with uh, all that. I don't... Brexit is just... I don't the, know much about it, but I, I think it has something to do with... The thing that sounds like cereal. Uh, ...valuation of the, <laughs> the currency just because of the way that foreign currency trading works. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Lovin... Lovin? Lovin? said uh, Calmoji, and that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Calmoji um, is kind of the, like, where they, ha- I think they use a lot of Asian countries where they, like, make the, uh. almost, like, it's kind of like emoji art. I just had a character. It's, like, parentheses yeah. and stuff like that. Like, the yeah, guy I know flipping the table. About. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if that would be considered a Calmoji or not. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continuing on the Switch stuff. Yes. Um, so, we got the... The Mariko, finally. Yeah, uh, MVG, how much do you know about this? Uh, I know a little bit. I mean, I don't know that much about what's going on, but I will tell you that they were officially released, the, the new Switches, the Switch revision, last week on Monday. Yes, they were. And I was I was actually in Australia the week before, and I just, because they, I think initially they released in Hong Kong and Australia, first in the world and i just missed it by a couple of days so but yeah they released last monday there were some people that were getting them that had them and then you know more information came out Spawnwave did a video he did a great video on it actually and he took his apart almost almost immediately and i I kind of suggested take some high-res pictures of the the chip to see if it's indeed a new cpu which it turned out to be correct which is the you know the Mariko chip, or Mariko chip, whatever you want to call it. I've, and, heard, uh, I've I, heard both pronunciations of it. Yeah, I, I say Mariko, but people say Mariko as well. So I sent that info to Cyrus M, who was very interested, of course, and he wanted to know more. And I, I guess the thing that we don't know is, is it actually 16 nanometers or is it still 20? And until we kind of get that thing x-rayed, no one really knows, but... I'm sure we'll find out here soon enough. But yeah, it's running 801. Cyrus M confirmed it, even though 
I, I don't want to take credit for this, but I actually I DM'd him the the firmware revision, so I actually told him what it was, and awesome. uh, the um, the battery life has, has been improved. So yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty awesome revision of the Switch. I, I do feel like it's I you know it, I feel like they could have done a little more with with what they had. They could have boosted the clock speed a little bit, but it seems like they didn't go down that path. I think they just kind of favored improved battery life and obviously patching any security holes, which was very important that they mm-hmm. did that, of course. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for this chip. I mean, you know, there's already been some questions asked about, is this thing hackable? The The quick answer is no, it's not. But, not not present know, day, at least. Right, not, not present day. Well, uh, and it Cyrus might... M made a pretty, I think it was Cyrus M made a pretty bold comment. Like it was Cyrus M. Um, yes. Like this is likely not going to be hackable, and, and probably good to set like a precedent so you avoid the ETA win. You know what I mean? Onslaught. <laughs> but he was pretty certain yep. about like this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna be hackable anytime soon. It's very unlikely. Um, I, I think so too. Uh, and it, it, I was initially going to pick one of these things up and just do a review on it or whatever take it apart i just but I, at the end of the day i don't really need this because i i play my switch in in docked mode most of the time anyway i mean I, I take mine on the road i guess sometimes when i'm traveling but it's an interesting revision i do wish they had boosted the performance a little you know i've, I've certainly done some overclocking tests with like sys clock and stuff with 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 my modified or hack switch that i use so but I think, you know, obviously that was not the intent. Really, the intent was to, A, you know, patch the security hole and, B, provide a better solution as far as battery life goes. And, you know, I think that the new revision does both of those obviously very, very well. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm glad this is out there, uh, no doubt. This is probably one of the few products that I've seen that made quite the like battery upgrade without marketing it as a new revision at all yeah it's I mean, all the nintendo never said anything about it it was all the community who's been pushing it and it wasn't just modders it was just even regular people who are big switch fanboys mm-hmm. as well too yeah it's been i've seen it on like a lot of really popular tech youtube channels this is not like a, a super niche thing like people will get it that's new revision i've never seen a product make a difference quite like that without any kind of change because i feel like yeah, I that's be... a... oh go on go ahead sorry no yeah. i was gonna say that that's a serious boost in in battery life you know almost double from what i'm seeing for, yeah for for anybody who's who's out of the loop because we haven't said it either so the initial switch it was anywhere from two and a half to six and a half hours the new switch the mariko revision is four and a half to nine hours that's insane. That yeah. is an insane boost. And it's not a bigger battery either. It's just the optimizations that are on the board itself. I saw a, dis- a brief disassembly and like to the naked eye, it looks nearly the same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the, uh, none of the internals have really changed. You know, the fans are all in the same place. The board's based in the same place. Like it's a really small revision that made a decent difference. So yeah, it, it it's really interesting. Because as a layman Switch user, if I had no idea about this difference, you know what I mean, and I had a buddy that got a new Switch, I'd think my Switch was almost broken or something. Yeah. yeah. Really messed up. Like, wow, like, 
yours lasts like nine hours or like whatever, like mm-hmm. mine, you know what I mean? And then you get someone who, if they're playing a conservative game, you're playing a Zelda game and you don't realize the difference in, you know what I mean? Four you and a half be, hours on Zelda is immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could be like going that. two, three hours on Zelda while someone else is going like six and it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some serious, serious battery life. Is it enough to buy, you know, upgrade to the new revision though? I, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm. It's. It, it is. Probably. I'm not going to do anything anytime soon. But I think it is tempting for me. I do have the two switches. I think it'd be mm-hmm. nice to like uh, get well, every, rid of. Everyone in here has two. Uh, in this. In this call here, everyone has two switches, yeah. right? I think so. Yep. All right. Yeah, and yep. I'm. I've pre-ordered the light as well because I think the light is more more of an interesting system than the the new revision at this time I've, i have to say this quietly i pre-ordered the light as well but it's not for you, me it's for my girlfriend did you get the pokemon edition or no 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 i'm i'm getting just like one of the regular versions because it's going to be closer to some dates that will work out well enough so gotcha yes yeah that's, <laughs> that's a good idea yeah but um i think the light is a little ridiculous i'm I... sorry but the lack of like TV compatibility at all is kind of stupid because I don't see any reason why they do that other than like soft reasons. Like it's got to be like software blocking the HDMI so, compatibility. So I'm going to tell you this. There are like my girlfriend, this is going to be an optimal system for her. She likes a switch. She thinks it's cool. We've talked about it on here. She just like, I just got her a Vita. She loves it. She, I offered to get her a switch. She said no because she only wants it for handheld mode. She's not going to hook it up to her TV ever. She just wants to play in handheld mode and have it as one piece, and that's it. And for people like that, the Switch Lite will be good. On top of that, the big price drop is because it's a, it's a third less. So even one thing, I think it was John Riggs, shout out to him, who had said this on Twitter. Um, if let's say there's a family who around Christmas time, they're getting switches for their kids. They have three kids. They have to get three switches, let's say. That's almost $1,000 in hardware alone. And that's without having any of the extra stuff, any of the games, any of the uh, screen protectors, no micro SD cards, nothing like that. They're going to save, for for the same price as two regular switches, they can get a a whole third switch if they're going with the light models. I'm not saying the light is a bad thing. I'm saying okay. the lack of I'm HDMI output, <laughs> the lack of HDMI output, unless there is some hardware thing where they are saving money somehow, but if it's like the newer chip, mm-hmm. it's got USB-C still, mm-hmm. it maybe doesn't fit in the docks, but there are like, you know, external dongle style of docks that could be developed and probably already exist. Yeah. If it's just a software limitation that's blocking the HDMI output, I'm going to be a little upset. Because I think it's hardware. Um, you, you think so? I'm yeah. thinking it is too. Well, what's your reasoning on that, though? Um, let's just say that I have some inside info about it, and it's it's basically been hardwired out. Wow. Hmm. All right. Yeah. And I, I Exclusive hope... leaks on Mod Chat 55. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're saving money on that. I hope that's part of the cost savings and not, I guess, a, an instilled limitation for some reason. Because I just I don't know. Do you what... all think it could be restored? I don't know. I, if it's a hardware thing, maybe. I bet you someone's going to do it, but probably not worth it. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if it, will, if it would ever will actually display via HDMI to a display other than the screen itself. All right. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Hmm. 
Interesting. Well, I'll be excited to see it uh, in people's hands and yeah. get a breakdown of it. I was going to say, kind of backing up a little bit to answer your previous question, I did think of getting one of these new Switches the Mariko models because, mm-hmm. like, this one obviously hacked up. It has the beautiful DVD logo on it. Spent hundreds of dollars just to do that, all right? Um, <laughs> my regular Switch, though, the one I, you know, I have legitimate games for, I go on the eShop, all that other stuff I connect online, uh, that one's hackable. I've run Unsigned Code on it one time, and that was to verify that it was not patched from Nintendo when I got it back. I just ran Hikate, and then I exited out of it. That was it. So it is hackable, it's, in, it's unbanned, but I don't use any type of modifications on it. I did think of possibly swapping it out because GameStop's actually doing a pretty good deal where if you trade in one of your current switches you can get 225 bucks and trade for it that's a great deal it is an excellent deal yeah and i i don't know if it's just only towards the new switch or what because even thinking of that it's like you could just it would be a downgrade mind you but if you want to you could trade your switch for a switch Lite if they're just if they're going to honor that Either way, seems they're... like they're doing everything they can to get modded switches out of people's hands. I really think so, and I well, I don't know if Nintendo's in league with GameStop to do that. Um, Which almost makes me wonder why, if they're doing that, then why wouldn't you market the new Switch? Yeah, you know what I mean, like maybe hey, like get rid get rid of your old Switch because this one's got way better battery life. They're just not doing any advertising to entice people in that realm, so that seems kind of... Well, Nintendo is also the same company. I'm going to bring this up into a YouTube front here, but they're the same company who will strike down and block tons and tons and tons of soundtrack videos, but don't provide any type of way to have users legitimately listen to in-game soundtracks. So Mm. it doesn't really surprise me that they don't really know to market this here but either, either way on that i have thought of getting one i'm not going to get one because honestly the i'm not i'm not excusing it it's just for me for me as a person when i'm using the switch like my switch portably the battery life i can work with it has not bugged me i've never said oh i really want this to have nine hours it'd be nice if i had it but right now i'm okay with what i have so yeah so i'm not in a rush yep. but it would i don't actually know because i've been pretty pretty good about um uh online stuff with this switch this switch might not be banned i don't know i've never ever pushed it in any shape or form to figure that out sure so That's i don't know if, if, it, if it happened to be unbanned i'd be tempted to get sell this one I'm towards this one had, oh, <laughs> sounds good you're probably not banned i mean i think unless you were you've installed nsp yeah, files sure. and stuff you're probably in pretty good shape i don't think i've ever actually installed an nsp i know i did do a couple xcis but like everything i did was very offline and i did dns blocking immediately um as soon as i could um i haven't installed anything from the eShop. i've never even opened the eShop. i've done very little anything like nintendo service wise i've played yep. game online um, I actually haven't really played any games. It's really, and I know that this can still get uh, flagged, or I think it can. Uh, like the most I've done is I played some retro arch emulators for a while, uh, and then played around with Ubuntu and, and Linux. Or, I mean, Ubuntu yeah, there's probably Android. good. There's probably a good chance that you're okay. Yeah. It sounds like you've kind of done everything above board, at least as, as best you can. I mean, if you, the XCI thing may be a a, a potential red flag, but. It's really more about the NSPs that, that, that we're really coming down on. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I've installed NSPs on my modded Switch, so mine is... I mean, I haven't tested mine 
because mine's been in airplane mode. SP installed on mine. <laughs> I did that for a while, but I took it off because obviously the new atmosphere is, you know, much better at that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know if there's like a really easy, reliable way to check and see if your switch is banned without like risking getting banned in the process? <laughs> no, no, you just have Log to into the eShop. Yeah, and and really with that, I guess I can. I mean, I can tell you how you can clean up your system and see or how you can kind of mitigate it. But with an actual check, no, you just gotta log into the eShop. And even then, um, if you log in, you might be safe for anywhere from like a day to set to a week. So yeah. It depends on like because when they now, don't they don't game ban you they when, when you, you said, go online they flag you and then they ban you once they review it right you said Walmart like was X- taking oh go on sorry no, I was gonna say it's like the old Xbox Live thing before they started banning immediately that's yeah. what they would do and I wonder if like Walmart would even know to look for that right if you're going they to wouldn't. trade it in I really doubt they're going to be like. Dude, I've traded in, like, the last time I traded in consoles to GameStop, the, yeah. the chick didn't even check to see if the system was working. She was obviously there, not really caring about anything, miserable with her day. Like, I traded in an Xbox One and a PS4, and she was too annoyed to set up the Xbox One, and she just looked at me and was like, does it work? And I said, yeah, it does. She's like, okay, fine, I'll take it. Wow. So a lot of these yeah. places don't <laughs> even really care. Yeah, so I think even if so, like, I could probably get away with it. I just... I would. I'm not the type of person to um, try and work over people online. You know what I mean? If I'm selling a product online, I'm very, very straight up about what it is. And um, so, but I'm sure someone out there would buy a band switch. Um, maybe I'd even I, offer it up I to mean, someone like Cyrus M. Like, hey, cheap. I was gonna say there's even people who are in the market for band switches. Like I talked with on my last mark. My last episode of Mario's Minute, I talked with Skeletor on yeah, there. Yeah, I listened to that one. Good episode, by the way. Oh, well, that was a good so episode. Much. Thank I you so it. much, guys. I really appreciate it. That was a fun one to do. Yeah. Um, but no, in there, he had said that he actually bought a band switch from someone discounted for a couple hundred mm-hmm. bucks because there was somebody who they were getting online here and there, and their switch got banned. And Skeletor was like, well... I already have a switch that I do dual booting on and everything, and I'm trying to not get banned on. It'd be really nice to have one system that's already banned, so I don't even have to worry about accessing the eShop because I can't. So there, there is a market for banned switches as long as they're exploitable. Yep. Yeah. And if I was actually like, I was a little late to the game for getting my second switch. Was behind you, but I was still like early enough that it wasn't a hard find. You know what I mean? And I got it for a reasonably good price. And actually, I only got the switch with just the unit, no charger. No Joy Cons, so I think this was like eighty bucks. Like it was a steal uh, at the time. If if you are a, a somewhat dedicated Switch owner, and by that I mean like you've bought another pair of Joy Cons and you might have another dock on hand, um, yeah, you can get away with just buying the tablet. The mm-hmm. tablet alone is not that much. I don't have a second dock, but I do have two pairs of Joy Cons. So even then, I like I wanted to sell this with uh, a set of Joy Cons. I've literally got the original gray Joy Cons traded in with that. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Not gonna do it anytime soon. I, it's not worth my money at the moment, but it would be nice. I mean, just have a because I don't think I'm a Switch Lite user. It would be nice to have better battery life just to do it. Honestly, because sometimes like I leave my Switch in sleep mode for like a like um, a couple of days, and that'll that'll drain the battery after a while. And if mm-hmm. I could like double that, like this double the standby time too, if not better, maybe because of the nanometer. Uh, change there is supposed nanometer change maybe it's even better in sleep we don't know um, and I, I haven't seen a lot of tests on that yet but that would be nice yeah 
I thought it was hilarious that Digital Foundry did their overclocking video with a hack switch. I, Yo, saw I haven't that. seen that yet. I need to I, see I know, that. I, I saw you post about it. I haven't seen the actual video, but that is hilarious. Well, well it's funny because they connected online. Well, I mean, obviously they didn't connect to the eShop, but they obviously <laughs> connected to Square Enix to pull down Dragon Quest Builders 2 user, user levels. Right. So I was like, how ballsy can you get, guys? Oh, yeah. you know, they probably they probably did the downloads and everything and then rebooted into custom firmware and did all that stuff. I would and, say so. I mean, I don't think yeah. they they would have done it the other way, but, but I mean, they're the, basically saying, hey, you know, we've got a hack switch. We're going to run Sysclock and, you know, run these uh, user-defined Dragon Quest builders levels. And you know, that's not, that's not the first time the Digital Foundry has shown mods. Uh, like, I don't think no, they've done anything with, like, jailbroken ps3s or anything but i know with like the vita for example i found out about the uh i think it was called the fail mail exploit that mr gas and a few others had created it was on yeah. firmware 3.17 i want to say and they were the ones who they, they were the first people i ever saw who actually covered it yep uh richard ledbetter the guy that runs it you know the older dude he's he's kind of a bit of a hacker as far as i know he's kind of up with all the stuff that's going on in the in the scene so he, he's always got and one eye on what's going on and where he can he's usually using modded systems as well mm-hmm. like do you remember like they don't do it anymore but like their background used to be like these ikea shells and they had like dev kits and stuff behind yes, him. i remember, remember that? that i know exactly what you're talking about yeah i mean they had like xbox 360 dev kits and like i saw a gamecube one back there and it was pretty funny to see one that night. stuff one of my friends showed me this, but uh, who is it? Ben Heck. Did you know that he actually, I, I think he did a teardown of Xbox One dev kit. I did not know that. That yeah, would be interesting. It, I think you can look up like Xbox One teardown. It was the original model, but he slides it across his desk. It has the stickers and everything on it. And I remember nice. like, one of my friends was the one who showed me he's kind of dev kit obsessed. And he's just like, man, it's not fair how they go after all these little people, just random people online for people who have dev kits. While this guy has millions of subscribers and he just showed his dev kit to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> ben Heck, though, that's like a throwback, dude. I haven't watched his videos in so long. I remember his like Xbox laptop videos yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude is a genius. Yep. Those were awesome. Yeah. I, don't I know he's... someone who has that laptop, by the way. Really? What? Well, or one yep, like it? Yep. Basically, uh, like made by him. Yes, I do. Well, I don't know if he still has it, but I know someone who had the laptop. Let's put it that way. Good to know. That would be something I'd like to get my hands on. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like red, red ring by now. Anyway, I would hope not. Come on, Ben. Uh, I don't think <laughs> he's doing the Ben Heck show anymore, though, and I I don't really know it from the show. Um, but I know he was on one or two episodes of uh, Pad the NES Punks, like his his solo podcast that he sometimes had guests on. Um, yeah, I think not so common that was it. And he had talked about like, yeah, we're thinking of we're we're wrapping up this time around, and yeah, I'm gonna stop doing the show. And he he had a lot of qualms about it. Like for example, he said like, you know, he was under a few deadlines and such. And I know we're kind of going off topic on this, but. One thing he was talking about was like, yeah, one thing I didn't like is occasionally we would get sponsored by, let's say, this single single board computer company. And then the project that we actually wanted to do, we were actually pretty limited because since we're sponsored by this company, we have to use their stuff and their stuff might not be up to par with the project that we're trying to work on. Yeah. By the way, I don't want to 
derail too much, but I feel like no, if we, we have don't... not gotten to these other <laughs> donations. Let's get to them. like forever ago. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Let's get to them. Yeah. So Anthony, um, like way back, like, I don't know, like 20 minutes ago, said, "I will miss your live streams. Enjoy your videos. Thank you so much." Anthony. Obviously, talking about my videos. Yes, no, I'm just kidding. I miss your videos. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. One of these days, uh, which I think we might get into, but you know. Maybe in a different way, I might start doing YouTube again. I'll, the, I'll appear shirtless on your videos. Maybe. Live yeah. stream coding on Mixer. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There you go. Maybe. Do it with the, start, do with the input, because I think Mixer doesn't... Don't they have the thing where you could have your audience input stuff? I don't know. I've never actually looked at it. I think they do. I think so. Yeah. But, um, do that with coding. I know that you they have some coding stuff on Twitch, but I don't know what how popular it is on Mixer. You know what I mean? Maybe I could be like new to the platform and... Do it, man. There, you know what I mean? Do it. You're finding a niche that you yeah. can carve yourself out on. You need to do this. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we'll get into more of that in a little bit. Um, so yeah, thank you, Anthony. This is awesome. Um, I can't really say we're going to be like upgrading the live stream stuff anymore, but hopefully this will still go to good use for mod chat in general. You know I, I mean? hope so. I need to figure out what and, the hell to do with all this stuff. I spend yeah. too much money on it. So. Hey, I mean... <laughs> Sure, it'll be nice. I'm sure. I mean, we've obviously kept it in good condition. So if you, well, thank if you, you wanted to get good, or you sell it and get money out of it, I'm sure you. Could. I'm not selling it. No, I, I like it's this. good gear. I like this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get some good use out of it. Well, thank you. Um, and then there's also WC Anyways. Yes. Friend of the show for sure. Um, is that Australian two dollars? He donated you... Australian two dollars, which is about the same as two American like, dollars, right? No, man, it's no? like thirty cents American right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really Why bad. Why is our dollar so bad, dude? No, actually, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going, I'm going the wrong way. So he did two Australian dollars. Yeah, that's like, that's like, that's know, like a, a, that's a like a buck, buck fifty or something. Some, yeah. Uh, okay, I know for a while it was about one on one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was one to one. Probably, I don't know, like three or four years ago now. That sounds. About I just right. came back from Australia, man. I had like a ten dollar bill in my wallet, and I went to exchange it at the airport, and they're like, "We can give you six dollars and thirty eight cents." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, well, I just I guess I'll it take it. Right now, it's like one Australian dollar to point six eight U.S. dollars. Oh, so they so two thirds. So so okay, so they ripped you off a little bit, but that's because it's the airport exchange, like yeah. currency exchanges that do that. Um, yeah, I mean they always they always skim like two percent off the top of that as well. You know. Yeah. But yeah, WC uh, Anyways, friend of the show, seen you there, seen you on Twitter, awesome to see you right now. Insert witty comment here. I think you succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we're caught up on donations for now. We do have a lot of people in the chat, which again, I want to point out, like, this is awesome. Yeah. I guess we're not really going to have another live stream, so you can't say, like, you know, a advertise joining the live stream. In the no, future. no, I can't. But, but we appreciate you being here now. Exactly. It's awesome, man. You get to see my damn drunk self, I guess. I don't know. I'm really... I got the... <laughs> shout out to Epic Martin. I got the... Well, that one, Martini. I got the HD Touch right now. Wait, MVG, have I told you about that before? Oh, my gosh. Nuh-uh. Okay, so when I get, like, the right level of drunk, I swear, like, everything... If you see me, like, touching my hands and stuff, it's because, like, I feel more detail with things that I start touching. So I've called it HD Touch. <laughs> <laughs> Danny. What? You're a lightweight... I um, am. No, I really or, or, am. It's called it's called drinking on a budget, okay? That's true. No. But I, also the thing is I don't drink that much and I'm mostly Arab. And I come from a heritage where we don't drink. 
because that's did you bad. guys eat anything before the show oh yeah i, I had, did i, I had, had some dinner. delicious meat i made sure i was like uh, i was very hungry and i knew i couldn't uh go without eating not only would i be very hungry but obviously wouldn't want to um, <laughs> drink on an empty stomach and that's also called drinking on a budget well danny what i'm glad you're feeling good Thank you. I'm personally where I don't even know if I yeah. want HD touch, so like I'm, which, I'm happy. Which, by the way, I want I really wanted to bring this up. So MVG, one of, one of the last times we talked, I, I got some beef with you. All right, we got to talk Uh-oh. about this. Yeah. What did I do? What one of I the do? last times we talked about this, right? So you you told us you were listening to you you were just chilling, mind your own business, listening to the the December episode of Mod Chat. Okay. And you seem to be offended by my drunken burps that I had. <laughs> Oh, yes, dude. Dude. Wait, there's okay, they're not drunken burps. They're all of your burps. Dude, there's burps, and then there's like, I don't know what comes out of your mouth, man, but it's not it's not a burp. No, because I, I remember we were talking about I just died laughing when you mentioned it, but you were just like, yeah, no, like for anyone that doesn't know, so MVG was saying, he's like, yeah, I was like, I had it playing in the background, I was working on stuff, and all of a sudden I just hear this like, Ugh! And I was Dude, like, what the fuck? It sounded like you were the lead singer from like some grindcore band or right. something, dude. I, I don't know what, what was happening there. Mastodon lead singer in the house right now. <laughs> I, for, for what it's worth, I you weren't the only complainer. I did have my girlfriend complain about like I kept going to the bathroom because you know that's what happens when you drink alcohol. Whenever I'd come back, I'd see her and she's just like, stop burping. Stop burping, I've literally please. seen your girlfriend say that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I mean, I was—I don't think I ever came off as offended, but like, I think I like basically pulled you aside early on in our friendship, and I was like, "Danny, this is okay. You've done this like twice now. Is this for real, or is this just? Are you just messing around?" And you—I mean, I've—I've I've known I mean, you long I, enough that. Yeah, and I wasn't like offended, man. Like, I was concerned. No, I know, right? I know, I know. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should call a doctor or something or get you some help or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's something else. And I think what you told me is that, like, you just, when you feel it coming, you'd rather just, like, get it out as quick as possible. I just kind of push it out, which I, I have suppressed recently. I've been more conscious of it because it was starting to get to the point I was doing it unconsciously. Yeah. Well, yeah. You don't want to be doing that on, like, a support call at work. No, no, not trying to do that. Although it's one way to get off, it's one way to get off the call quickly, though. That is no. true. Although, <laughs> although, I did disturb some people at work with my very authentic fake vomit noises. Ooh. Isn't it the same thing as the? No, uh, no, uh, man. It's like it's it's a lot. Wait, are they more? Do they sound more like vomit or less? Because your burps sound like you're about to. <laughs> no, no, it sounds it sounds like someone's about to vomit, like. I had uh, somehow people were joking about throw up and they so I went somehow under the radar. But people were joking about throw up and stuff in like the area I was in, and I just let out like a real loud fake vomit noise, and people were freaking out. They're like, "Oh my god, who was that? Who was that? Who was that?" I wasn't saying anything. I was just like chilling in in my little area. <laughs> the director comes out and he's like, "Hey, who's making that vomit noise?" <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I don't know either. And he just looks, he's like, just just wags his finger and just he's walking off looking for this person. It sounds like who high made school, the vomit dude. noise. I, I, lo- I love how he said it was a vomit noise and not like, you know, the, the health of someone potentially, you know, vomiting. 
He, I would say, the, yeah, he wasn't concerned at all. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, because I guess he, that. I guess he didn't, I guess he didn't smell anything. He didn't see anybody crowd around a certain area, and he didn't hear like a splash to the okay. ground. You know, well, at the same time, when I hear my girlfriend's dog in the other room making vomit, noise, oh, and that's I'm not... horrible. It's like we wake up at like two in the morning, and you just hear like, <clears throat> yeah, like that. <laughs> but I don't, I don't go like. Who's doing that? Stop that. I'm like, oh, crap. This dog is about to vomit. Like, I think if I heard that at the office, I would be, like, extremely concerned. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. That's just that's just a day in the life of me, I guess. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I've known you plenty long enough. I don't even know how long I've known you at this point. It's, <laughs> I guess, oh, well over two years, two and a half years, probably. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, it was 2016 we met, so. Okay. Okay. It's yeah, been, like, wow. three years. Wow. Because it was probably like years. in the summer-ish time. It was of, summer-ish, yeah. Because uh, yeah, we were the weather was nice when we went to the arcade or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was freaking. Oh, yeah. It's been a while, but yeah, I I can confirm that I've never. There is no slipping. It's not like Danny ever slips and has a normal burp, and I catch him going like <laughs> ah, like you do burp normally. No, like it it doesn't happen. It's just how like loud it is, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have. I guess I have really loud sneezes that I can't control. So, Oh, uh, dude, I I do intentionally loud sneezes to really annoy the piss out of people. It's hilarious. <laughs> really, dude, mine. Like, I I'll just. I'll, dude, I will amp it up to be, be as loud as possible. I love it. I almost want Aiden in the chat to like comment on this because he like knows it very well that like, I uh, I always almost always suppress my sneezes somewhat. Mm-hmm. Like if I just let them go, I basically shout. Dude, in gotta, like, let him, gotta let him go, man. Get get him out of there. Don't, don't so, try to suppress him. It, it feels so good. Like it feels so horrible to like try and like suppress it. And I don't know. Yep. And they all come out. Like I don't. Uh, I've never had a sneeze like come out my nose. Like huh. there's never been pressure. It's always out my mouth, which attributes to like the shouting. Yep. Factor. So in like tenth grade, I had a computer programming class. I scared the shit out of my teacher multiple times with my sneezes. <laughs> Not the burps. It was the sneeze. I would sneeze really loud, and she screamed. How did the burps go over in school, actually? Well, I didn't do I didn't do the forced burp until a few years ago, actually. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that was kind of a new <laughs> thing that developed. But interesting. Yeah, funny enough, my 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 doll my darling dog Lily has even learned from me too. Yeah, I've seen videos. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know, MVG. Have you have you seen the Lily burps or not? No, no, I haven't. Dude, I, 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 think, I need to. I think one of the best things was there was one day I was like girlfriend and I and my dog were all down in the basement watching something, drank something super fizzy. And of course, giant burp comes out like, like something like that. (laughs) And she freezes. She's looking like this, like she juts forward and freezes in subspace. Like she's trying to get over what just happened. About five or 10 seconds later, Lily just walks over to us and goes, <laughs> it's it's nice. incredible. Yeah, I'm just like this is the best dog. It's like a burp off or something. Exactly. Yeah, and then she just screams She's like, "No, I can't deal with this." And it's like, eh, "It's Lily. She's learned from me." So like like owner like pet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it is hilarious. And there was that one too where uh, I saw a video of her and she burped and I swore it was in slow motion. Oh yeah, where she was just like like that (laughs) it was the strangest thing (laughs) i feel really bad for the audio listeners on this one but 
it's, who have, it's really who have to deal with all the nasty burp shit. Yeah, <laughs> with with less context. Dude, <laughs> this, this, is, this is entertainment right here. It is. <laughs> Truly. Did True. we have a topic that we were like still in the middle of? Well, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say the very last thing. That, oh, hold on, hold on. I need to bring this up, though. All right, so for our visual listeners, this oh, is all. Hold on, this is off my Instagram, all right? This was what Devin's talking about right here. Oh, nice. That that was. Oh really? Is that all it was? Yeah, that's it. That's I feel. It. I feel like I don't know. My, my it memory. It looks kind. Of, I think maybe because of the low frame rate, it looks like slow motion. But yeah. So okay, you have have you seen the the really low slow motion videos where like it'll be like fast like full speed and then like right when something happens it'll slow down yeah. real slow that's what it looked like to me because her tail is <laughs> wagging and then like basically stops and she does this burp motion and, it, and so it looks like in my like and i think i, I saw it like because you repost on twitter when you post instagram i think stuff. so yeah so like i think i saw it on twitter and i was just scrolling by in a timeline real quick and i saw that and then yeah you told me that it was like full speed and i was like yeah your dog man like dude she's awesome Adopt, don't shop. That's what I could say because I got my dog from an adoption. She's awesome. By the way, Nicholas uh, Lovin, again, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, said I found that X- SXOS shirt. Is it bad that I want to buy it? And no, because like the I'm boot really, dot that shirt. Yeah, that's what you. <laughs> I know, and like I'm really. I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna uh, pick one up at some point here. I really hope it doesn't. Like I don't know. It's one of these things where like it's like twenty bucks. Yeah, I don't really want to buy it like right this moment, but I'm like afraid it's gonna. You know, they're not gonna sell it anymore. But like I don't know. I understand. I totally get it. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it's pretty good. Are you gonna pull it up? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up here. Nice, nice. Yeah, MVG. You, you know what we're talking about with that boot dot yeah, shirt I found. I, I, I want- I, I want to get one for sure. I'll probably order one because yeah, I, I buy dumb actually, shit all the time. It's it, actually it's a really cool cute shirt. shirt. I'll, I'll show it to our visual audience, but th- this is it. I end up finding this on Amazon. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> if you know, you know. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Although I did notice, if you look at this here, it, I know it's supposed to be like a sweat bead dripping down, but it kind of looks like the micro SD card is flipping you off. You see oh, that? Oh, I guess. Yeah. I didn't, I it didn't might think be flipping you off for not loading a boot.dat. I didn't. No, I think it's a sweat mark. <laughs> I, it is a sweat mark, but when you blow it up, it looks like a middle finger, like a pixelated middle finger to me. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's a good shirt, though, and like I—that's one of those where if I ever saw someone uh, like out in public, you know, in the middle of wherever, just somewhere random, and someone pointed at that shirt and was like, "I know what that is," and that's mm-hmm. awesome. I would be. That's like instant friendship. Hell yeah! All right, <laughs> let's yeah. talk. <laughs> but. I'm- I, I was going to say, get back onto the topic. The last thing I can say was this was, uh, I can bring this up here in regards to what, what someone brought up. And this is with Mariko, so we're going back to this. <laughs> but uh, Cyrus Zim actually did a live stream where he was trying to rip apart Mariko, see what was going on. And he said, for quote here, it will surprise me if we manage to hack Mariko. Our hacking Mariko is not something that I'd expect. I expect that we will glitch it. And get the keys, but I am not expecting for users to have the ability to run Atmosphere on Mariko. If we can, that'd be awesome, but I don't think we will. That's about the last thing I had on there um, for that topic, but that's straight from Cyrusim himself. He really does not sound 
he doesn't sound like he has any hope in getting atmosphere on Mariko. So if you got a Mariko board, I mean, hope for the best, I guess. Try and keep it on low firmware, but enjoy that extra battery life while you got it because that might be about the only hey, big thing you're going to be getting. It's a damn good trade-off, if you ask me, to be honest. It, it is. It is. Like, hey, if if you have a Mariko stock switch that you just do everything stock on and you have a hacked-up regular switch, that's a fantastic duo to mm-hmm. deal with. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'd like to get into. But again, it's not, it's not worth my money right now, but that's, I'd love to get one of those eventually yeah um you said you have not picked up one mvg but you did get the switch light is that right yeah yeah i was gonna get the neurovision but then i talked myself out of it because i just kind of felt like there's no really compelling reason to, to upgrade at this time i think the next switch that i do get will be the rumored switch pro which i guess is something that's still on the cards but likely will be i mean maybe next year or the year after that i mean we don't obviously know what that entails at this time but i still do think there is a upgraded switch as far as cpu ram gpu performance coming at some point in the future right and to be clear doug bowser knew is it president of nintendo yeah it's just bowser makes me right no yeah it's hilarious but (laughs) doug bowser real person um has said specifically that the switch light i think maybe even mentioned like the improved battery life on the switch kind of like those are the only hardware that's going to be coming out this year yeah that's correct so i I almost want to find the quote and send it to you real quick um sure yeah, I remember when he said that it was kind of around E3 time because people were very curious about the Wall Street Journal article that came out earlier this year about, you know, there's two revisions coming. One is the Switch Pro, one is the Switch Lite. So we, I guess we know now that the Switch Lite was real. Pro? What's that? Do you think this would be closest to the Switch Pro, this uh, this Mariko I, board? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it. it, it the thing about the the switch revision is because it runs cooler and it has more battery life there is that ability to boost it now so they could do it in software you know they may not necessarily need a switch pro from a hardware perspective because the mariko chip is so much better as far as performance and battery so in theory they could just offer some type of boost mode in the firmware that that just you know like the the PlayStation 4 boost mode that you get out of the box and call it good. So yeah, yeah I mean I think I think that the Mariko is what was meant to be the Switch Pro, but I think about the you know the the new 3DS and the 3DS type stuff and mm-hmm. I do think that there will be some hardware revision coming at some point. I agree. I I agree as well too. Nintendo Here's the thing, you know, Nintendo proved they can sell a majorly upgraded portable system without a charger. And that's yep. astounding to me. <laughs> well, it's and true. So I, I found the article here. Um, it's kind of funny because did uh, the Mariko revision come out after the Switch Lite or it was announced or before? It's both. So it was like at the same yeah. time. The, the, the Lite was announced first, but I oh, think yeah. the revision kind of the story broke a week later. But they're both using the new Mariko chip. Um, so I'm pulling up the article here, and I'll pull up on my screen just to have Google it. Docs is awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. 
I'm glad we switched over from Keep, by the way. Yeah, me too. It was Keep was good, but just a little <laughs> too limiting. Exactly. Didn't we start out on Google Docs? Maybe. And then I convinced us to go to Keep because it was like, we can add to it quickly. And then it was like, yeah. no, no, that was a mistake. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Anyways, though, so here up in the article, if you scroll down, uh, at the very bottom is the quote that I was talking about. And this is from CNET. So this appears to be the original source material because I tracked down like several links that cited, like w- Nintendo Life cited game informer which cited cnet so you gotta love like <laughs> internet blogging <laughs> ridiculous but at the at the bottom here uh the light isn't a sequel to the switch it's more of a low-cost spinoff uh it'll be the only new nintendo switch hardware this holiday as bowser uh doug bowser says the larger switch won't get an upgrade right now but made that's exactly what's needed um so that's interesting because obviously like right afterwards we found out about the Mariko boards, but again, they weren't really advertised as a new switch. It's the same switch. So kind of like, uh, you know, it makes sense, but also it's kind of weird because they were like no new switch. And then they're mm-hmm. just like, well, kind of new switch, kind of new switch. Yeah. Um, sort of new, switch. but I think it's pretty straight up, uh, that we're not going to get the switch pro. You know what I mean? I don't really hope anytime not. soon at least, but yeah, I, I mean my, I guess my belief, I'm still hopeful for a switch pro, but I guess my, my more realistic belief, I guess I can say is really like Mariko is what we would expect from a, is, is, is what Nintendo thought of the switch pro. And then the switch light is a switch. Well, the switch light is a switch mini. Yeah. Basically. And I mean, we know that with software we, we can boost performance. So I, I go back to the, the Witcher three, you know that's that's coming out right. I'm waiting how to come out. I got how the hell are they going to pull that off? And and I I can't help but wondering they're going to have some slight boost in performance just kind of out of the, out of the box with that game. They have mm-hmm. to. I, I just was, don't see uh, them being able to pull it off any other any other way. And they've officially done overclocking. I know on Zelda and Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, yep. the way for anybody that doesn't know the way that Nintendo does overclocking is if you get one of the later updates of those games, whenever there's a loading screen, it overclocks your system um, just during the loading sequences to make them load faster. Yep. Heard about this. Mortal Kombat 11 is another another one that, that has boosted performance as well. I did not know that. How did that not get in? It how does. did not these, this whole thing not get into mod chat topics? I feel like even if it's not modding related, that's like... I'm sorry. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I saw it, too. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I should have thought about it. Because that is really cool, actually. That's, like, I mean, I think it's really smart of Nintendo, to be honest. I think it's mm-hmm. a really clever thing yeah. to do, especially when, like, being... And you it, don't have to... You really don't have to worry about, like, the Switch melting down because you're overclocking it for, woo, three seconds. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> if you can save that time, that's going to make everyone happy. And, like, you might not even notice. Like, it'll heat up and cool down so quick, probably, if it even gets to a high it enough temperature. It won't even heat up at yeah, that like if point. It, yeah. If it even gets to a temperature that you can really notice with the bare hand. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's really neat. And that was all, that was in the last couple updates, right? System updates. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, yeah it, it certainly helps. I did some testing with Bloodstained, which has really bad loading performance on the Switch. And I ran just kind of stock Bloodstained, just loaded the first level took about a minute and 10 seconds to load. Then I boosted the the switch with sysclock. I think it was a fairly moderate overclock. It was like 1.4 gigahertz. And that knocked off like 45 seconds off that off that time. So wow. that ability Damn. where they can just, before, before they're about to load, they boost the performance, get the loading out of the way, then drop it back is, is pretty good. And on a uh, mobile 
uh, console, right? Like that is something that is yeah. almost more important because when you're sitting on your couch, what's a few extra seconds? Sure, it's nice, but when you're on the Yo, go, I'm sorry, I got to pee, guys. Okay, go for it. <laughs> we'll man the fort. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when you're on the go, I think it makes even more of a difference because you're not like you're waiting in line somewhere or you're like wanting to just pull out the console to get a level in while you're like sitting in your car or something like that. Saving that right. time is extremely valuable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, loading, I mean, if you think about the next gen, the PS5 and the, the Scarlet, you know, one of the big takeaways they talk about is no load times. So, right. And again, I don't know how they, they're going to pull that off without some serious server infrastructure, but that that's a different topic, I guess. But yeah, cause there's a point where like flash media has its limitations still like how are you going to read that much data uh, you know what i mean i, I guess you could have right. some clever preloading techniques taking advantage of like slightly better harder with hardware with some like standardized preloading techniques you know what i mean where even maybe at the title screen you're starting to prefetch some stuff um yep or, or, yeah i mean i it sounds like they have enough to you know to, to play through one one level and then with the power of the cloud and I hate to say that or whatever it is <laughs> get 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 the second level the next level kind of parked on the side ready to go and then they literally just you know mem copy the whole thing yeah. and and they're good to go right so I mean load times is, is important and I think even Nintendo acknowledges that and this is their way to to you know to make a better experience for people. Mm -hmm. And it's not funny that you say the whole cloud stuff because that just gets me thinking like, okay, so like how many steps are away are we from the industry going to Stadia for everything? No, I don't oh, want that. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, like, I mean, we're, we're inching <laughs> towards it and maybe I, I don't think Stadia, I think Stadia has to like, not live up to the hype. I think there's just no way there's going to be issues. There's going to be road. I don't think it's going to work as nicely as they showed it. Look, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm buttoned in here, but Google Google Stadia's live stream was fucking up. If they fuck mm -hmm. up, even just projecting a video stream onto their own service, which is YouTube, and if you but if, couldn't be able to do to, 4K to their credit, scaling with a game properly. To their credit, when a lot of people I saw, when they said like they were like their demo was bad, and then when I got a hands-on demo, it worked a lot better. Hmm. So they, I tried the Stadia at E3, and look, it, it it's fine. It's there's nothing wrong with with it as a product, but I have a question for you guys. Yes. What was sure. the lowest price that the Sony PlayStation Classic went down to? Because that's what. Bucks. No, that's no, what as of today, fifteen. Okay, that's what the stadia is going to be in about 12 months from now. Well, okay. but also, I guess, what do you mean by the stadia? Because literally, exactly. like, their promises. <laughs> well, okay. Their promises is that you could go as low as a Chromecast. It's a controller, have... right? Well, no, no it but doesn't you need even... a Chromecast can... Ultra. No, hold on. Because it's not a controller. You don't need the controller. You can use any controller. You just need a. Google Eventually, service. but at the beginning, you do need a Stadia that... controller. Are you sure? I'm pretty I... sure at the beginning. I don't think so. You need the Chromecast Ultra and you need the Stadia controller. They're not going so. to open it up until later, from what I understand. Uh, we can look it up. <laughs> but definitely. <laughs> There it is. It's getting what loose now. Slipping that? out. That was a burp. See, this is why I had beef. I feel like right? that was like reserved too. That was still like he he like he caught it at the end. 
No, um, <laughs> but I, I mean, okay, but the promise is that you're going to be able to use any controller. If you've already got a laptop, you can play, and I think that's good. I don't think it's the be-all, end-all, you know what I mean? And I think uh, we're already seeing a lot of this with even just uh, digital games in general where, you know, uh, I can't remember what it was, but there was one on the Switch or like the 3DS where it's like, this game is going away. You need to get it now because otherwise, like, piracy is the only way to, like, get this game. So that's obviously going to be just as bad, if not worse, with Stadia. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you guys remember when the PSP Go came out and no one had any idea how to play games? Dude, it was it? I heard stories a, about dude, so ahead of its time. Taking them back <laughs> to the stores. Dude. They, they were like, where does the game fit into this thing? Stadia is going to be exactly the same. Uh, and I'm not saying that people aren't ready for the cloud or, 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 or cloud-based gaming, but, man, I, there's the cloud... Ha- the, the Stadia has no soul there's no identity to this thing it's just this kind of hodgepodge of a cloud-based system and i think it's going to fail dismally dismally well uh, so google is either going to go one or two ways so i think they're making a big investment in this i mean they got youtube tie-in uh they've got a lot of uh good um reason to really hedge their bets on this one but i'm also a person that switched over to the iphone in part because i was bitter about Google's lack of dedication to software and like things, you know, they're very much a throw something at the wall, see what sticks, and they're not afraid to destroy something. And that's what I'm afraid of what's happening. No, totally. And that's what, that's what a lot of people have been saying. So I'm totally okay with admitting that that is a possibility. Well, you, you got to realize the bad thing with Stadia too, is that people are expecting it to be like a Netflix for games. And Google said, no, it's not a Netflix for games. And they're expecting people to pay for this service monthly and pay $60 for brand new games. On the other hand, which here, they don't own, by the way. No, you right. do not own now, them. On the other hand, let me l- let me be the devil's advocate, not even for the sake of it, but because of who I am. All right, I don't actually game that much anymore. Like, I understand. My, pr- my pr- primary like entertainment is YouTube and coding. Okay, mm-hmm. and when I fire up a game, and I have to wait, even with decent internet, if I have to wait like five minutes to update, that's annoying. All right. Yeah. If I'm like all I'm doing is playing like Fortnite and a couple games with my family, and if I can just like go into my Chrome browser, not have to reboot into Windows first of all, because as <laughs> a lot of you guys know, I use macOS on my PC. I'm Hackintoshed. I'm totally not playing in the normal realm. I can go into Chrome because my Hackintosh has full GPU acceleration, everything. It works great. It just doesn't. It doesn't have the game support. I don't even want to like attempt to, you know what I mean? Because I yeah. know Windows is going to be the first class citizen for that stuff. If I can launch Chrome, go into a game, not have to worry about updates, I'm right in there using Linux or Mac OS or whatever. And let's not, we, we can talk about Linux, Proton, uh, you know, yeah. gaming later because that's gotten better. But like, I, I'm not that worried about not owning some of these and, games. I will I'm, pay for like the games I want. And I'm going to tell you, people like you, and I'm not saying it like in an attack, like, oh, people like you, but like, mm-hmm. I'm saying that okay. people who are like the casuals like that, that's what that's trying to appeal to. Because one of my cousins who, he's like, he doesn't own a game system. He has a MacBook Pro. He doesn't do gaming in his free time. It's just not a hobby, but he kind of misses it. He is actually really looking forward to Stadia because he pretty much, his words, he said, Please, for my sake, hope that Stadia is going to be successful because I just want to play some cool new games on my MacBook mm-hmm. Pro. Yeah. I think it will open a yeah, lot I mean, of doors, and I hope that is a, is really good for it. I, I don't doubt that. I mean, and look, you know, honestly, I don't I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm not the target demographic here, right? I'm not the guy that they're going after. The, the guy they're going after is the one that you just mentioned, you know, the guy that used to be a gamer 
and wants some real simple way to play games without dicking around with patches and updates and all that stuff it's i totally get that there's definitely there's definitely a market for for those those types of people i just don't know if if stadia is the right thing that's all yeah i I, I, it's right for certain audiences now and i would like to see too how it plays out because the way they described it you know um the they tried to make an emphasis on the lack of dependency on other people's connection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if there are some, like, benefits uh, that come with... <laughs> there are benefits that come with this me. outside of just uh, the convenience. You know what I mean? It, I think it could be all right. But I am afraid that it's just not going to be quite good enough and Google's going to rip it out. There are things that Google has long-term plays with here. But I've literally been burned, I don't know how many times, by Google software, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's yeah. infuriating. Dude. But seriously, the, the idea of even, like, I don't know, it, it, the pricing model is going to come into play, too. But, like, the idea of going to a YouTube video and being like, wow, this is a badass game trailer, or this is a cool game that someone's live streaming, and I want to play it right now and jump in. Like, if, if, if there's some kind of refund mechanism, or if it's, like, a monthly subscription, because we still don't know the pricing... That the, sounds kind of cool. The the most annoying thing to me is like, let's say here for example, I'm I'm gonna use this. Like, let's say this this Digimon DVD is is a Digimon game, and you go out of your way to you know you're paying for your Stadia service every month, and then you buy this for six bucks, let's say, and then a year from now they say, hey, we're delisting Digimon. You you really don't own that game. That's gonna go away, and I. Mm-hmm. Even at that I mean, point, it's now getting to the point. So for years, for years, for PlayStation Network, for Xbox Live, even if you delisted a game, you could still go and redownload it. Minecraft Story Mode, just look up what happened with that. That is evidence oh yeah, that, was that they can delist that game that you own and prevent you from downloading it after a certain date. So at that point, even with Stadia, because you're not downloading it, they'll just say, hey, you know what? Even if you paid six bucks for the game, it's all good. Here, it's it's done. You can't play it anymore. They might not even refund you the six bucks because why would they at that point? Well, and I think this this also, yeah, that's a different thing. I think the Stadia thing is is pretty. It's, it's a little different because of the streaming mechanism, but I think that also comes into where I have. Uh, I think there's technical limitations. I just freaking wish that. Um, I wish that companies like Nintendo or PlayStation or whatever would allow me to have better mechanisms of backing up this digital media to my own archives mm-hmm. in an encrypted manner. And I get it. Like, I don't, even if there are like certain hoops to go through where maybe I'd have to even like re-encrypt the game or something like that. If I had like gotten new keys for my console or something like I get, there are a lot of technical hurdles and I, I like, I'm not asking to pull the game off and be able to give it to a friend. You know what I mean? Put whatever limitations that you need in there. But, um, I feel like that is a missing piece in the whole puzzle and I think we're going to learn this the hard way, and I hope we get there eventually. But I just don't think we've learned enough lessons yet because we haven't. A lot of this stuff hasn't been around long enough to really feel the pain. We see the signs. Everyone is well aware that this possible, right? Mm-hmm. But like, when Minecraft Stories is the worst thing, like no shame or no yeah. hate to Minecraft and Stories, I, but it, it's not the biggest burn that it could be. And I wanted to say, so WC anyways to say, well, in fairness, the Telltale games were due to licensing issues. I'm still going to call bullshit. I understand that there's licensing issues on that, but the fact that I'm paying, let's say, $30 for a game, and it's been delisted to the point where even though I paid $30 after, let's say, June 30th, I can't even re-download it with that account, with that license that's Mm -hmm. unbanned on there. 
That's horrible. Even like, that's the, awful. Even the App Store and the Google Play Store will let you re-download things that you've already downloaded, even when it's been pulled from the. So people can still Facebook. get Flappy Bird if they want yep. to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's serious. I think that is back on there, but yeah. Did you well, guys get Ducktales? No, I didn't. That I want, was it. I, I want to that track. The I want to track down a physical copy of it, but I know exactly what you're talking. about. That was the game I was thinking of earlier. So yeah. thank you. Capcom, man. It was only around for five years, guys, and it yep. got pulled, and it's, it's gone. It's, yeah. five Why? Years. What's the, what's the yeah. reason? <laughs> I mean, they lost. Obviously, Capcom must have lost the Disney license, or it expired. Well, and Disney has been here's gobbling up their own media. And I'm trying sorry, to I'm, like... really, I'm really not trying to one up, but even the reason why I say Minecraft Story Mode is the worst. That was less than four years. It initially launched October 13th, 2015, and it's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. F in the F. chat. F. <laughs> F. F. F in chats, everyone, please. Rest in peace. All the digital media that you can't access anymore. Sucks, uh, man. So, Scott yeah. Pilgrim. So let me be clear. Yo, Scott Pilgrim, that game is oh, still yeah. amazing, and that's... Yeah. Mm. I haven't even played it, but I, yeah. Even the even the the author of the Scott Pilgrim books, he said, "I would love for this game to be put back out, but it's kind of out of my power." Yeah. Uh, and so, to be clear, I know I don't think we're on the wrong page. I just want to make my point clear. Mm-hmm. I do not think that all that stuff is acceptable. I understand the consequences, but I think there is still value. I just hope that it doesn't take over the whole market. I think, especially if people can like play between Stadia and consoles, and it's not a big problem. It's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a market for people. That's exactly why, like, music streaming has gotten off, and that's why there will always be people, hopefully, that will buy physical media. And hopefully there's enough people that do that to keep physical media alive and profitable and, you know what I mean, um, whatever. It's just – it's a change of the times, and we might even learn our lessons and, like, kind of go through cycles of, like, reverting more to physical media in the future. Who knows? You know I really I mean? hope so. But so many – I mean, I heard a recent statistic that over, like, with, with these new consoles, it's like 50% of people are consuming their games digitally now at this point. Well, and I uh, get not going almost back, all, man. I've bought a few physical releases of Switch games, but I also uh, – like, I'll get digital first. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know that. And again, you know, I'm I'm not the target demographic. I'm like old school. I like physical. I collect games. I got a shelf with games on them. Mm-hmm. That's I'm I'm slowly becoming extinct. Right. I mean, digital is is the way forward. Unfortunately, there's people who just don't have the space for it either. Like the physical yeah. thing. Like imagine yeah, I mean, you're you're working in you just you just you're 22 just out of college and you got a really nice job in Seattle but everything there is super expensive you don't have space to barely put yourself so let yeah. alone your game collection yeah right i mean i'm not i'm not knocking digital in that sense because there's definitely good reasons and arguments for it, especially with steam right like yeah. steam always says the day that steam goes down you know we're going to give and if i mean it's never going to go down but let's say it did right they're going to give people enough time to basically get everything they can um, on their machines before they, you know, shut down for good or whatever. I mean, that they will never come. But so there's there's definitely good reasons for it. And there's no doubt about it. It's just I, I think the the biggest issues is, are the things that we've talked about as far as delisting things and companies losing licenses and, and change over time, where there's just no way you can ever get back some some games that you want to get you want to play without resorting to ROMs or emulation and stuff like that. Now, yeah. let me, I've also talked to you about this and I probably mentioned it on the podcast again. I, I, this is one of those, I feel like 
the <clears throat> what is it like Congress or whatever right now or the Senate where they're just like we need encryption with back doors and the companies are like no. <laughs> that's not really like a, we can't keep strong encryption with back doors and like figure it out you can figure it out I know you can figure it out that's kind of my attitude right now and I totally realize that so I'm being a little obnoxious so, you know don't add me over it all right I get it but I would love if they could figure out how to let me take my physical copy, rip it to my console. Only I can play this. I'm not asking to distribute the freaking game. In fact, like I could distribute distribute the the cartridge more. Like I don't care what kind of checks you put in place, internet checks to make sure we're not both playing the same game at the same time. Yep. Like I, I, there's a lot that I'd be willing to sacrifice you, if I could rip you my want, game. You want a physical copy of the game, but you also want the convenience of the digital version yeah. without paying for two copies. Is what yeah. you're saying? And I even. Even if it required my console to have to be online to play that game, I would probably deal with it. You know what I, mean? I would, I would, I would use GOG where possible because that GOG, GOG gives you everything you just said, assuming the game is available for it. So even that's like where when I would you have first. like console releases, like Switch stuff, like where they give you both the digital and the physical, or what? Well, no, I mean that this is only for PC, of okay. course. Yeah, no, it's G O G good old games. They take like old. Or, sorry, I was thinking. I was thinking no, the, humble bundle. And for, for any, bit, for anyone who doesn't know about G O G, they typically take older games, upgrade them, and such, so that it's still the same game, but it is running on like a Windows 10 environment, for example. And then you buy the game, and and you get it DRM free. Yeah, I was about to say they're That's all DRM free, from what I understand. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they are tied to your account, but they are also DRM free, so you can redistribute that EXE if you so choose to, and there's no DRM attached to it. Yeah, I'm not even asking for that much. All I want to do is just like you know, I mean, with my console, rip my game to my SD card, <clears throat> with some kind of limitations. If it was less convenient, sure, I would be willing to pay the convenience fee. I I liked what the, I know. I'm not sure if this is what exactly what you're looking for, but like on the 360, I liked where you could actually pop the disc in, rip the disc over yes. and everything to your hard drive. And every time you play that game, you do have to put the disc in yeah. as a DVD check or like a CD check back in, you know, the PC days when that was happening and such. Um, but it was nice to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if even because that disc drive was loud, man. And yeah. And it was a little bit faster, I believe, for like load times. Oh, it was that, a lot you know faster. I mean? It was a lot. I was a yeah. big proponent of installing games to the hard yeah. drive. Anyways, uh, tangent 117 over. <laughs> Should we continue? Because we do have a couple more topics here. And I'm drunk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's, what? Let's, let's move on. <laughs> okay. I'm pushing it forward. Oh, Sonny's saying I sound like Batman. Do I sound like Batman, guys? Say that again. Wait, Which Batman? There's been a lot I of I don't them in know. Like, I, don't think I, I don't think I've been talking like this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> talking like Bat Dad. Yeah. Okay, so, um, okay, I guess before we get into the next topic, we do have to address uh, donation, because obviously we went on a rant, and there's a donation. We really did. The fans are freaking awesome. Mr. Pete, 1985, $5 from Five 1985. Bucks. Anyone else leave their physical game sealed and download a copy also? That's what I'm talking about. Me. Um, me. Rarely. Me. When rarely. I, I don't really switch. do that. I like to open up my stuff. It's rarely that I'll keep them sealed. I don't, I'm not huge. Uh, the only reason why I keep them sealed is because I'm not using the cartridge. Sure. So it's not a huge thing, but like, I figure it's just a benefit. But yeah, I do down, I'll do download them and I'll get the second copy if I really, really want the game, if I really am big on it. Um, I did that I, with Pokemon I, Let's Go, for instance. I have like these limited edition box. I took out the. Uh. <laughs> I took out the Pokeball Plus. Um, Don't laugh at me, guys. <laughs> but um, everything else is. My sealed. God, my breath is bad. 
I'm glad you're facing that No, way. it it smells like when Lily licks herself for like 20 minutes and then she breathes. That is not something you should have said on air. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. But anyway. Because I keep uh, smelling. Got to get demonetized, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's real fear, right? Oh, man. By the, so, uh, Mr. Pete said, by the way, put MX4 in my brother's Switch. Uh, hope it quite... Quiets uh, the fan in three houses. MX four I mean, is that like uh, like do you like? Oh, MX four. That's the uh, that's the um, thermal paste. Thermal it's some really good stuff on yeah. this in the switch. Yeah, yeah I, dude, dude, that stuff is magic in anything. It's fantastic, and I still need to play three houses. Like I mean, he's talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I've heard is like the best Harry Potter game. That's not a Harry Potter game. Yeah, right. <laughs> it actually does sound really good. I, I'm not in the market for a game right now. I'm very busy, but I think I'd like to pick it up and not finish it because that's what I do with long games like that. Um, but yeah, thanks a lot, uh, Mr. Pete. Uh, much appreciated. Yeah. Gosh, now I got the burps. I can't even hide it anymore. <laughs> but you hit like, it though. You were like, like, and that, that's like when I'm not even trying to like hide it. That's just normal, Danny. It's like it shouldn't be. Don't shatter my reality of normalcy, okay? Um. Anyways, uh, so now that we got the donation out of the way, next topic. We're still in Nintendo land because this is Nintendo chat, and we're talking about the 3DS. Yeah. Um, Banner Bomb Three. Kind of cool to see. Another Banner Bomb. This is like yes, a nice throwback. Yes, it is. Yes, Banner Bomb 3 like, release. I, I smiled when I saw this. <laughs> um, I don't know. If, is there, has there another Banner Bomb? Did Wii U have a Banner Bomb, or was that only on the Wii? Uh, I want to say it was on the Wii, and I don't remember what else. I think it was on the Wii, and it's, no, this is 3DS now. Well, I know, but Wii. like this is Banner Bomb 3. Yes. I, I assume that means that this is like there was other Banner Bomb previous iteration and i think oh what's with the three and banner oh. bomb it's tribute to the wii scene they did one and two so there were two banner bombs on the okay, wii so it was not wii U, it was only wii but there you go did not see that q a so yeah it's kind of like a spiritual successor mm-hmm. which is really cool in my opinion yeah um has anybody here messed with this yet no i have not i i have to, not i want to get some so my little brothers are wanting to their ds's are bunk the three ds's they're starting to outgrow a little bit. So I'm trying to get them new 2DS XLs, and I do want to try this method on there. So um, I would say maybe next month I'll try it, but obviously that's not going to be happening with with this going down, you know? Well, so I, I actually have to update my 3DS. I'm okay. still on whatever was before Bootstrap 9. But on if 9 you're already modified, you can already mod- you can just upgrade through the modified I'm tempted method. to, like, literally nearly go back to stock and oh. like redo it all just for funsies one night you're you know what i mean Where it actually like, is pretty fun to do you know that. I, I, i've got lie. all my backups i think still so like i should be able to do that pretty cleanly mm-hmm. but essentially um this is like for to keep it short the tldr is that this is a way of not using steel hacks or like anything reliant on something from the e-shop right? correct yeah because this is this is all through the browser you take this i'm gonna get more alcohol yeah sure um <laughs> So, basically, this goes through, like, a process of using the seed miner stuff, which relies on, like, desktop operating system software to kind of modify a few things and whatnot. Eventually, long story short, um, you get into the system settings and open up the, uh, like, the data manager, I think, and that picks up some, the exploit. You get a magenta screen, and it dumps some of the data you need to continue the process. 
all this is actually detailed on uh, what is it 3ds.hacks.guide mm-hmm. yep so if you want to go to 3ds.hacks.guide you get the real detailed stuff um, but yeah what you really need to know is that you don't need a, a game from the eShop now um, which is really awesome that's kind of like what inspired me I was like this is really cool I want to like go through this uh, from scratch yeah so yeah and I, I'm gonna definitely try this out one of my most requested videos I get asked for like almost weekly is the 3DS video. And I've kind of been waiting for this because I had heard about this kind of in the works. And I think this is really what I'm going to focus it on. I think going forward, I think it's it's definitely a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for anyone who, you know, for any of the audio listeners, it's kind of saying here, there's a proof of concept for a new system settings user and exploit uses ROP and ARM execution to dump DS internet and possibly others from system settings using a custom crafted DSIware export. This is useful primarily as an enhancement for Fredminer, a variant of Seedminer to obtain free custom firmware on 3DS. Among other things, it brings free custom firmware to more regions and removes the possibility of Nintendo pulling certain games like Steel Diver from the eShop to thwart homebrew efforts, except China. IQ system settings cannot access DSIware, unfortunately for China. But yeah, I I do want to try this. So I think it's it's gonna be one of those things I probably won't cover on mod chat, but I do want to try it out because hopefully within the next month or two I will pick up some fresh systems that I have to hack up. Mm-hmm. Right on. So this is good for the longevity. Uh, you know, who knows if we'll get another 3DS update at this point. We but, will. We will. We uh, will get a new 3DS update. I would at this not point. be. We need. The, it's not even that stable. We need more stability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a horse that's beaten so many times. I like my memes. Okay. Um. So yeah, I don't know if anyone has has anything to say on that, but pretty cool. I'm excited. I love the throwback to Banner Bomb. Um, awesome work. Awesome work. Banner now, Bomb was no, I haven't used Banner Bomb. I used a Letter Bomb. That was it. I do specifically remember I modded a, at least one Wii with uh, Banner Bomb. Gotcha. Back in the day, because I think that was one of the later Wii exploits. That MVG, came out. have you used Banner Bomb one or two? I have not. No, I'm on the Wii. I was. I just used Letter Bomb. Okay, gotcha. I think I used Letter Bomb, and I think for the V Wii, I used uh, Smash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Now, now, on to the uh, meat and potatoes, I think. And this is the last topic that we're covering, man. The last topic on live mod chat ever. Oh, man. But I think think it'd be a good one. And I don't think either of us can really properly do this one justice. No, not at all. Especially when we have a person here. A person who actually, like, put in the work, the blood sweat, to finish something off. Yeah. To polish it and... Just, I don't know, really push it through the finish line. Yes. MVG, do you want to talk to us about uh, Free Fall 3050 AD? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to, guys. <laughs> um, I'll, let me let me give, kind of give you the backstory, and I'll, I'll try to keep sure. it short. There's a lot to cover here, so I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go through this. So this all kind of started maybe late last year or in January. I was listening to a podcast the name of the podcast is the retro hour it's over in the uk and it's just a, like a retro you know show where they kind of cover eight 16 32-bit consoles and stuff so 
and they usually have a guest on the show and one of the guests they had on the show back in like i said late last year or earlier this year was a dude named tony takushi and he was a games journalist and then later on worked at sega as kind of the product manager for, for europe so he was kind of a big deal and he was also someone that had written some games for 16-bit computers and, and consoles so he was talking about how he worked on a game for the Nuon, which was known as Project, uh, which was known as Freefall 3050 AD. And they were asking him questions about the Nuon and how it failed and everything. And for those people that don't know, the Nuon is this game technology that was baked into DVD players. And there's only a handful of, of the DVD players out there. It's kind of like the 3DO model where with the 3DO Panasonic um license their hardware or the technology players and stuff like that so it was kind of very really similar to that yeah i was gonna say very similar to that type of licensing model quick thing but, i've seen people successfully buy them at thrift stores but you gotta look in the dvd section like dvd player yeah, section and just right. find the one that has a little nuon icon yeah. on it yeah the logo there's like eight players out there and you can find find them like you can find a nuon player pretty cheap the problem is those controllers uh super rare mm -hmm. to find and the ones on ebay are like 200 bucks or something wow. so I so anyway it. this he was talking about his game came coming out on the new one and then he was on the show and he was giving away steam keys for you know his his new port of the game to the pc which was kind of cool and then he kind of let let it slip that oh by the way you know, uh, we have an original Xbox version that was never released. It was 95% completed. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, sh shit. I got I to gotta somehow get a hold of this dude and see if I can get it's this game. Duty. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, preservation and, you know, the homebrew community. I mean, there's so many different reasons to do this, right? So I, I tracked down his email address through people that I knew. And I got his email and I sent him an email. And I basically said, hey, man, you don't know who I am, but... This is, this is who I am, and I linked him to my channel and, and what I do and everything, and said, you know what, it would be really cool if I could get my hands on that source code. I'd love to finish the game off for the Xbox. It would be awesome. And, of course, you know, two months goes past, and I've heard absolutely zero, so I just thought, well, it's a dead end, whatever. And then out of the blue, he responds and says, hey, yeah, man, I, I, I think I'd like to do that. So ultimately what we did was we exchanged me getting a hold of this source code to finish the game off for me making a video and just kind of promoting the steam version so it was it was a good little you know exchange right there was nothing else there was no like contract in place or anything like that so mm -hmm. i was helping him out he was helping me out but there was a lot of back and forth um and this went on for a couple of months you know before i actually got my hands on the source code and then ultimately i I got a hold of it maybe about six weeks ago and I started working on it. And, you know, when, when someone tells you something's 95% complete and, and, you know, Devin, you, you know this better than anyone. When, when, when someone tells a developer, you know, <laughs> I did crack oh, this up when I heard this 95% complete, right? Um, usually it's not, you know, usually it's like 50% complete, but well, and that's uh, like, sometimes fair, it's not even the fault of the developer, right? Like right. I feel like as developers, you often like, um, Underassume how much work it takes something you know what i mean yeah. gung-ho you want to jump in you want to do something and then you know 
it's right. 20 weeks later and you're <laughs> yeah so anyway i um I, I got started working on the source code and look it it, it it compiled up pretty quickly there was some some errors that i fixed up and the biggest issue i had was the game was clearly not targeted for the xbox there was the textures we were all kind of bitmap files and very very easily exceeding the amount of system memory of the console so i did some some tricks and and things to get the game up and running on the og xbox and and i released it out um on on monday with the video which was awesome because so he's got a a nice little boost in sales on the steam version which Mm -hmm. by the way is almost identical to the og xbox versions it's like one-to-one almost except the in fact i think it is because the, the the steam version doesn't even run in like widescreen mode there's nothing different about the steam version at all interesting so, i was i was yeah. doing some uh some pre-show research and i, I finally i finally played this at like i don't know like three hours ago and it is mm-hmm. it is certainly rough i can say but i mean that's also what's expected of a game that hasn't been you know completely finished it was like 90 95 percent right. done as you say um yeah it's an interesting concept though yeah, the, the, the game is really. It's definitely yeah, the not game like definitely game. take. It takes some getting used to as far as it can control. I, I've beaten Certainly. the first like three levels of the game, like you can get the hang of it. It, it just it takes some time. It, it the controls, it, the thing about the game is people either really like it, they they kind of get it, or people just say this is garbage. Like the controls suck. Um, so <laughs> like Jack Ryan, I, like I was kind of going, I was going back and reading the reviews of the game when it came out on the new one, and and a lot of people really liked the game. It was getting good reviews in the magazines, but a lot of a lot of other magazines and a lot of people were saying this game is unplayable, and I think that's that's part of the game that that you know is either a good thing or a bad thing. But look, in the end, I, I was happy to release the game. I wanted to get it out there, uh, and yeah, man, I, I loved it. You know, I loved the fact that he was so forthcoming with with this and. Now he's like thinking about like making a VR version, which is would be would be wow. awesome on VR. Quite yeah, honestly, that'd be like really cool. you know, free falling from from the sky. I mean, that would be a great VR experience. So yeah, no, um, it, it was awesome. It was awesome to work with him. He he was very very nice, very helpful, um, and yeah, it was it was a good time for sure. So now MVG, I gotta ask, did you know that you now have entries for this game in the Wikipedia page? Oh, no, I did not. That's, that's <laughs> hilarious. I'm gonna read these to you. All right, breaking I'm, news. I'm even gonna show it on here. All right, so it has you know the nice little synopsis, and here it says the game was later ported to Microsoft Windows in January 2019, and an originally canceled port for the Xbox was unofficially released as open source in August 2019. That's awesome. Right on. Yeah. Nice. And then not only that, but even in the development of that, it says here, let me see. Uh, Tax announced that the canceled port would be completed and released in April 2017 for direct purchases through Tax exclusively. However, Tax ended up handing over the game's source code to Demetrius of YouTube channel Modern Vintage Gamer, who finished programming <laughs> a working Xbox version and released the code as open source on archive.org in August 2019. Playing the right Xbox on. port requires a modded Xbox to run because the game is considered unofficial homebrew software. I wish you had a soundboard so we could give like a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> golf clap, golf clap. <laughs> right. Now that's awesome. One other piece of info was... The reason why this game was cancelled was because 
it was developed in 2000, late 2004. Yeah. And yeah. when they approached the publisher to get the game published, the publisher turned around and said, hey, guys, uh, by the way, the 360 is just around the corner. So what would be really cool is if you just kind of, you know, park that OG Xbox version and ported it to the 360. And they basically didn't have the funds and the resources to to do that. So right. they said, well, we're, we're kind of we're screwed here. So they, they just, the game kind of stayed in limbo. So I've got a few questions for you, unless you want to say something else or like uh, go for it man go for it so uh one i haven't looked at it but like as someone jumping into like a project like that and you said it was only like six weeks ago and you're finishing off 95 percent, and i get that there was you know 95 uh, percent. put it in quotes oh, right. again 95 yeah, <laughs> um but you, you know there were some like obvious things where you had to like convert the video or the bitmaps and whatnot and i think maybe even the mm. video files right you had mentioned something yeah. about that yes. yeah i had to convert um, yes. to xmvs right yes. Yeah. so yes. um other than that, though, like, how was the code base? Did you have to do a lot to the code base? Um, how organized was it coming into it? Because this is a really quick turnaround, if you ask me. Um, just um, kind of jumping in. You know, it takes a certain amount of time to, like, learn what you're dealing with and then to make sure. improvements and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, all dude, all the assets were, were there, right? So the, 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 the code was in pretty good shape. I mean, it was all very well written C++ code. So the, the, whoever coded it really, you know, they knew their way around DirectX and, and the Xbox. The, the stuff that I did was just enough to get it optimized and running on 64 megabytes. Cool. Um, obviously, you know, fixing up bugs and issues. I mean, there were, there were other issues with the fonts and stuff like that, that that was going on. The game obviously was tested, but it wasn't really polished. I, let's put it that way on, right. on the OG Xbox and... Um, so yeah, I, I just kind of helped it over the line, and, and that's that that was that's what the, my goal was. You know, I felt mm -hmm. pretty confident that I could take this code and and get it knocked out. And now you had mentioned that like you'd only played like the first few levels, maybe. Um, and I think there's only four levels of the game, isn't there? Because that's no, when no, I saw the level select. No, no, there's like so there's sixteen levels. So there's four main levels, and then underneath oh. that, there's like four additional, three oh, additional levels. Oh, so, that makes sense. Okay. And and you can play any of the levels in 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 any order. So when I say I beat the first three, that was kind of like the the campaign where I was just going through mm -hmm. the game. But you can like pull up any level you want and play through it, which is which is kind of cool actually. So that's what I use for doing for the, testing and stuff. That's what I noticed when I was playing it. Yeah, I had options for training and levels one, two, three, and four. Yeah. So my question yeah. really is um, kind of around like, it's obviously this game was released on different platforms like PC, for instance. Um, was it at a state where? you didn't feel like you had to test every level then i mean like what do you, it was well enough like rounded around the uh like if you got enough far enough into the game you knew that it was going to work well because everything was loading um did you feel the need to like go any further and wish you had tested more was there any automated tests of any kind um because Again, coming into a code base like that, that, you know what I mean? It seems like one of those things where something could crop up like down the line that you don't think about. Or is that something that you're yeah. just kind of wanting, you know, if the community comes up with it, maybe you'll dive back in. Like, um, you know, how did that work? Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, to answer that, I, I tested as much as I could, right? So I, I tested every single level and the tutorial. And I mean, I, I, I didn't beat the game from a... I beat every single level, 
but I have read some reports about people playing the game and I heard um, some people were having issues on a 1.6 Xbox, for example, like the movies were freezing up. I don't oh. get that behavior. I was, um, was going to say, like, yeah, Mr. Pete 1985 even asked, does 480p work on 1.6 motherboard? So it's it's funny that you brought that up. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm probably going to bring out a patch for it, like a, just a, a minor one, just to clear up some stuff that I've been reading online. Mm, um, sure. But I think for the most part, the game runs pretty well. I even tested it with CXBX Reloaded, and it loads in an emulator as well. So that That's was kind nice. of a nice little, nice little surprise awesome. as well. So yeah, man, I I I kind of did the best I could. Like I, I, the way that I, I test things is I'll, I'll do as much as I can but I'm not going to sit there and like agonize over everything. I mean, this is, even though this game was unfinished, unreleased, and I helped finish the game, I wanted to make sure I didn't like move away from the original vision or, you know, the original kind of code sure, base of absolutely. the game. Yeah. Like adding 480p, I mean, that's, that's no, that's easy, right? But like I was thinking maybe I should add in 720p widescreen and, and, and start, messing around with with other features but then i thought you know what i that's not what i'm here for i'm here to get this game you know working and, and released to everyone so that's that's what i ultimately ended up doing well i can say i certainly played it it's not like i for me it, it took me a couple tries to really get into it the training absolutely helped on there um i mm -hmm. could see <laughs> i guess respectfully I could see why this game didn't do super well. Aside from being on the new one, I'm sitting there playing. I'm like, I don't know if this would be super successful if it like ever got a wide retail release. But I love the success story behind this. I, I guess one thing I wanted to ask you too is like, did you ever expect like with all your years of you know coming up on the Xbox? I know you followed it since the very beginning. Um, did mm. you ever expect you'd be some involved in something as big as this as grabbing a unreleased Xbox port and releasing it to the masses? Um, not really, actually. I mean, that, that's a good, that's a good question. I, I, I did feel confident that, you know, based on my background and have this dude basically just check out who I was first, that I could enter into conversations and negotiations with him about it. I felt pretty good about that. You know, I felt like if, if he, if he wasn't going to hand it over to me, then he wouldn't hand it over to anyone, which is fine. I mean, I respect that. I mean, it's his code. He can do whatever he wants with it. And a lot of people have asked, why haven't you released the source code with the game? And and it's because it's his source code. You know, I have I have no dog in the fight. You know, like I I I'm respecting his wishes. So I, that's that's what I got to do. But yeah, I mean, I I felt quietly confident that we we would be able to work together. And and honestly, man, I've also got potential other work coming up similarly similarly to this as well awesome. so man i'm happy to help anyone out if there's any lost or anyone's got any source code for a game out there that's running on the og xbox um just hit me up you know I, i'd be i'd love to take a look at stuff because i want to get this stuff out you know it, it the, the game itself is interesting i i like the game i think it's it's cool is it is it like a great game no it's not i mean i definitely think it needs more polish i think the controls need to be tightened up but i i don't think and, that matters you know, though you know what i mean the, the, it's yeah, right. the yeah that's the important thing the difficulty is is kind of kind of ridiculous it's one of those games where you gotta die like 30 times yeah to figure out how to beat the level <laughs> um and he, he mentioned it's like a cross between pilot wings and quake i 
I I see the pilot wings, you know, influence, but I don't know if you guys remember the game MDK. I do. Out. Do you remember the? Remember yeah, the I played. I played it about I a month ago. <laughs> I, I get a. I get an MDK free falling sequence vibe from this game more than anything. You know, I think that's that's what I'm getting from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This just just this whole story kind of reminds me of. Do, do you know the story of uh, Geist Force? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Right, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and for anybody who so Devin, do you know about this? I do not actually. So this was a game that was supposed to be, and and mind you, it wasn't like anything that it was a port that was unfinished or anything. But this was a game that was actually supposed to launch with the launch of the Dreamcast, and even throughout the Dreamcast lifecycle, it had a lot of effects and just a lot of other tweaks and such, which were never seen in any other Dreamcast game. And I'm really summing it up and bastardizing it here, but through a series of events. Um, a beta of it ended up getting to assembler games who then recruited the right people to get it properly working and converted to retail systems and this game that was supposed to be released alongside the dreamcast but got lost time ended up coming out to the masses like i want to say it was like 15 years later Hmm. so even with this even if it's not the best game or anything i absolutely just love the story behind it and how it came to fruition and everything so yep. MVG, seriously, thank you for, for your service yeah, and that's doing awesome. that. Yeah. I, I, I did yeah. get I did get a good one. Even though as I said, I knocked a little bit and I said, I don't see this doing very well with a retail release if it ever did come out like on the Xbox. I did have a decent amount of enjoyment when I did play it. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's it's an interesting game and um he, he's got some steam he, he told me that yesterday that he's made a couple of hundred on steam sales so i mean i nice. you know i he helped me out i helped him out and that's really all there is to say you know well and as like someone coming from a heavy open source background that makes me smile man it really does you know what i mean this isn't even i guess was the code released to be available or is the code still private the code's still private right it, the code is still, still private, private. right because like i said the I, build he's, is he's, released yeah so like right. even still like that that still makes me happy like I'm all for these things being out there being available on the platforms the preservation you know what I mean if someone's willing to um, allow you access to the code to do this I think I th- there's you know even if it's not necessarily like direct open source um, contributions you know what I mean yeah it's like. Yeah. You're still just getting get the this. Out. I that. didn't even know about this game until yeah. until that's the thing no one knew about, and and that's the cool part about it. I, mm-hmm. But yeah, to your point, Devin. I mean, it's still closed source right now because, like I said, he's he's considering like a VR version and 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 stuff like that. I mean, sure. I think eventually it will become open source, but right now, I mean, I still feel like he, with additional polish and and, and whatnot, that this game could potentially have a you know, a rebirth from a VR perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's looking at doing, which would be, be really kind of cool, cool actually. I could really play that cool on PSVR. Yeah. Although yeah, I feel like I would also kind of get a little sick playing it, but I would still try it. Yeah. And I, I do think it's even, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm no uh, Richard Stallman here. So like, I'm not like live and breathe and die open source software. Don't use anything <laughs> proprietary. Is that but, the guy who ended up reflashing his laptop with open source BIOS? Room, I yeah and, and okay he okay. uses exclusively like a laptop everything like open source 2002 okay yeah all right it i just had to a cell phone. Get, i just had to get my bearings but he also that. like pioneered like uh linux um basically 
Linux came to be because Richard Stallman works with Linus Torvalds. Richard Stallman had like an operating system called GNU, GNU, um, which stood for it was a recursive acronym. GNU is not Linux, <laughs> or not sorry, not Linux. GNU is not Unix, and he didn't have a, a kernel. And uh, Linus Torvalds had a really good kernel, and he convinced him to open source it because, of course, he's very open source friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where it's like you should, you know, everything is open source. You should be able to distribute open source code. You must like, if you, if you modify open source code and release it to the public, you must distribute that open source code. So like, there's all 100% transparency everywhere. You know, obviously it's very hard to like live in that life. Yeah, uh, so I'm no Richard Stallman. I get it. People want to make money. People want to, you know, keep their ideas and code and whatnot proprietary. But it's nice to see that people are willing to part with their code enough to benefit the community as a whole, right? Because people can become very uh, protective of their code, even to a point that it's, like, damaging to them. Well, I was going to say as well, too, what this really reminds me of is, like, whenever, like, about once a year, you see news of, oh, this game that's available on Xbox One and PS4 has a Dreamcast port? What? And a lot of these companies are, like, a lot of these indie devs are porting their games to Dreamcast and releasing them. Um, really just, as Adam Korlick said, really just for the notoriety for the press. Because it gets that name up there. And, of course, a lot of these people aren't going to have Dreamcasts kicking around. So even if they release the ISO for free, people get interested. They'll buy the game on Xbox One, Steam, PS4. Mm-hmm. But For the convenience factor. And yeah, and it's really admirable to me that even with this, they're not. this dude's not making any money off the Xbox port. He no. can't press any copies of this Xbox port. But, you know, it makes me happy that he is still going to benefit off of this but he was also looking for it with the community so in that aspect i think it's even better than getting a dreamcast port yep agree absolutely agree and i think (laughs) you know the other thing about dreamcast obviously is you can pretty much burn any iso Mm -hmm. and and boot off of it exactly assuming you have a modded system which most people do so it makes it really easy to make dreamcast games i i've actually been well you mentioned the dreamcast so two things i someone emailed me if to see if i'd be interested in porting freefall to the dreamcast which which i wouldn't be because that would be an undertaking but the the other thing is <laughs> going back to diablo on the switch i've been approached about porting diablo to the dreamcast which i'm not saying i'm going to do it i i may take a look at it because that would be really cool to have that game running on the dreamcast diablo on the dreamcast you're saying uh, yeah that would be really interesting to see yeah I mean, I'm I all for Dreamcast ports just because they're so odd, and you know, just just to keep that, just to give that system some more life, I'm all for it. For sure. Yeah. Either way, again, just absolutely fantastic work, MVG. It's been it's yeah. been really cool seeing this. I I got a kick out of playing. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it. It was fun, man. Like when I first saw it coming up on on the Xbox, I was was pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really enjoyed, you know, getting that game up and running again, and you know, one for the community. It was, it was, and potentially more to come. So stick around. I love this stuff, as you yeah, know. Yeah, so, I was, was going to um, say. I guess depending on what you can talk about, can you think of like any? I'm just saying, like you personally, can you think of like any other canceled Xbox games you could think of that you would love the opportunity to port over or bring out? I guess one that's coming to mind as I'm saying that is like StarCraft Ghost, but I don't think that's going to happen just because Blizzard Activision. 
there's one that I um there's one that I, I'm currently working on right now, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where th- this isn't a source code release, by the way. This is a hey something was found on a on a debug Xbox, but this is one of those things where I, I got to be respectful of of the person who has the the system. So I'm I'm kind of working with them to see if, if this is something we can do. It's not it's nothing big, so I, I don't want to get people too excited. Like it's not like you know starcraft uh, starcraft ghost whatever you just said like it's mm-hmm. it's something less than that but it is one of those you know unreleased games that that never came out type thing awesome uh i i know one thing i was thinking of not with i keep going back to starcraft ghost but i know recently on obscure gamers it was found that uh like a microsoft flight simulator was found on a dreamcast debug kit. yeah that that that's pretty awesome man like that would be fantastic if that come out and i think there was even a it, it got canceled on dreamcast because they were porting it over to xbox and then it got canceled on xbox yeah that, that's that's outstanding like i, I think there's a, a lot of stuff on old katana dev kits that we don't even know about yet like the stuff they're doing in japan we zero idea about what was going on there so as more of these dev kits crop up i think we'll start to find more more cool stuff mm-hmm. which should be well, outstanding well like geist force for example that i talked about where geist force that was a game that was supposed to come out with the launch of the dreamcast even years after yeah. it died when it came out uh, it had effects and such and just other crazy things that were never seen in any other dreamcast uh, official release or even unofficial release yeah i mean it, there's there's more dreamcast unreleased stuff definitely that's that, that will be found for sure there's just there's quite a bit of it out there that we don't even know about yet mm-hmm. i know that yeah well good on you man thank you for your service <laughs> thanks man yeah it was it was it was a good video <laughs> i i really enjoyed putting it together and uh, it, it was a good story, you know, and I, I knew it would really resonate with people and everything. And mm-hmm. look, man, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, it it's it's just another game that 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 was kind of lost in the eye. Did what I could to, to to bring it back, so it was it was a lot of fun. Sure. And yeah. for the record, if you couldn't tell, I watched the video as well. Awesome video, extremely entertaining as always so good job on it if you haven't seen it definitely check it out and i will link it down below in the description if you're checking this out on youtube and if you're listening to this in the audio form it'll be available on the youtube notes now i am going to give a quick heads up just as a a, a pre-warning here so like i'm not on like a crazy time schedule other than my laptop is 15 (laughs) percent. i did not bring my charger with me no so i know i I didn't think i was gonna blow through this much but um yeah so like we might need to make like an emergency transition to like my phone that's fine that's fine i got my problem that's why i'm happy i'm using my desktop now so it's great um yeah so yeah right um, One of my 87 desktops. I, I, guess I brought I a wireless set of headphones so we could split the headphones. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, Which, I, on that note, did you know that the iOS 13 supports like uh, Bluetooth headphone splitting? I did not. That's impressive, though. That's really cool. That is. So, with any... so wait, are you listening to MVG at all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, totally. Like, <laughs> it, it's, I, like I, it, you can't see this even if you're watching the video, but I have like my monitor is blacked out. I'm using Discord on my it desktop. Is, yeah. I don't need to look at the topics anymore, and I'm keeping an eye on the chat through uh, the, the desktop monitor yes. here. So it's fine. Everything is good. 
Everything is okay. This is fine. This I have is fine. it. I usually have the chat up on my phone, so if I need to like reply real quick, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, just just letting you know if like there's like a little bit of a scramble because this thing freaking dies. But yeah, I'm but yeah. I've got um uh, just FYI, guys. I've got like a th- hard thirty minute stop. So um, oh okay, yeah, that is also fine. Well, yeah. you know what? Let's go ahead and let's gracefully transition into that uh, into the Q and A. How about that? Does that work for everyone? And I'm and I'm not trying to like push this thing along. I mean, if you guys want to um hang on after that that's cool but yeah i gotta i gotta jet off totally understand it's a weeknight dude it's a work day it is and i was gonna say because of some changes that happened at work um about two months ago wednesday is the day that i wake up earliest in the week so it's kind of murderous for me when i have to wake up super early and then do this podcast i have the next two days i'm drunk as i've said i have the next two (laughs) days off and i am stoked yeah so I just I just want to dish some things out. Let, let, that was thank you for your service, Emergy. Much appreciated. That was awesome, <laughs> Port. But getting into the Q and A here, this is the last live episode, so I can't really say join in if you're listening to this in video or audio form afterwards. But yeah. whenever Mod Chat does come back in its rebooted form, I would encourage you all to please come to the comment section on my YouTube channel when that's released, Mr. Mario 2011. That's find me this is gonna be the last episode do you want to hashtag it for the future you know what i mean like i don't know i don't know i can't think you, you, you might got time to figure it out Thankfully, you're in you're a better right. space for than me okay you're you've got time to figure it out i will be here to support you and bounce ideas off of you i really appreciate it man. and obviously uh i will be on some mod chat you will be on like, but there's... you're not going to be on as permanent because this is right. again i'm reiterating this this is devin's last episode yeah as sadly. a permanent co-host sadly but yeah um, and I don't know, like, I, I guess if we want to wait for some of the Q and A, should I go over, I guess, part of the, you know, just the reasoning behind that and everything? You absolutely can. Yeah. I was, I, I just wanted to knock some stuff off real quick. You know, we're, we're going to be doing this Q and A here. We're going to be getting into that. So if you have any questions, please drop them down in the comment section. If you are part of the live, uh, people here who are checking this out, if you are, thank you so much for that. The audience. The audience. That's yes. Call hey, it. look, I'm in front. Okay. <laughs> No. All right. Okay. So I'm I, gonna. I, I, and speaking of audience, I did. I did note this down. I want to bring this up here. The last audience on Modchat 54. Like this. This is why I love doing this show, and I still want to continue it on because it was insane to me. In the last episode, we talked about the Super Mario 64 decomp. We had the entire team sitting there talking to us, yeah. listening to us. That was, that was awesome. awesome. As soon as the episode was done, we were, we were like... talking about no, <laughs> not just that. We were talking about J, um, Jess at Radio Future multiplayer, and one of the main developers, if not the main developer, came out and said, "Thank you so much for your recommendations, guys. We'll take this into account. Thank you for uh, for." Um, really? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know about that? No, I did not. No. One That's of the awesome, main, dude. if not the main, Jetset Radio Future multiplayer developer came out and thanked us for promoting his game, <laughs> dude. talking highly about it, and giving some recommendations. Thank you for making the game, bro. And because of <laughs> shit like that, that's what makes me so happy yeah. still doing this show. All right? Yeah. That's what makes that's me awesome. happy to do this. So, like, you all have been absolutely fantastic, whether you're yeah. a listener, a watcher, or a live stream audience member. And I know this I is sad, but this, this, so this, like, this is truly not the end. It's just the end of an era. It is. You know what I mean? It's this the is... end of season three, as many people have said. Season one was when Daniel and I did it offline. Season two is when we brought it online. Season three was the Devin, and it's been a long season. It's been a long season. But I'm, I'm hoping Mach at season four. And I, I mean, I, I feel good. And, it, like, okay, so. <laughs> I feel I'm, drunk. Good, but okay. I feel 
<laughs> I mean, uh, sure. If, if that's what you mean, yeah. I feel I feel pretty good as well. But uh, I, I want to let the I'll let the uh, the questions the Q and A like build up just a little bit, and I'll I'll try and keep it brief. But I'll go over again, like kind of like what the the reasoning behind all this is. And um, sure. So I'm, I'm gonna let you say that. I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick again right. because I have to go. Feel free. I want to say, you know, when we talked about Jets at Radio Future and everything. Yeah. I got you a copy of Sega GT 2002 for the Xbox. Is this the dual disc? It is. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that Dude, has I'd Jetson Radio on. Future Dude. in it. I, I wanted to get you that because I didn't think you had it. But Okay, why are you giving me stuff because for leaving? You're, because you're leaving, <laughs> man. I got these presents for you. I spent a good I amount know. of money. I, I, dude, no. Like, I started from side Digi- hug. Oh, side hug. Side hug. All right. Dude, that's, 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 this was your birthday uh, present. This is for leaving the podcast, which is not like to reward you, but no. it's just I'm going to miss you this, on here, all right? And I know. This is, this is for this. All right, I will give the history. You can go pee now. Okay. That coffee looks pretty minty too. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's really it, was, it was great. There's a little. There, there's even like a little sticker, little sticker grime that he left for me to goog on. <laughs> but um, uh, be safe, Danny. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I was a Jet uh, Grind Radio fan on the Dreamcast, also known as Jet Set Radio, and they transitioned to Jet Set Radio Future. Um, yep. on the Xbox. So they kind of like went with the original Japanese name, which was awesome. And this is the copy of the Xbox version that I had. Again, I started on the Dreamcast. That is my favorite. That will be like forever and always. I have it on Steam and everything like that. And I go back and love playing that. But this copy is what I had on the Xbox, and this is awesome. I don't know if my family still owns this copy, but um, I'm going to have to send this uh, to my dad, like a picture of it, because that is sick. Um I know Danny will uh, understand my appreciation, so I'm just gonna say it on. Yeah, it, it it's one of my favorite favorite games on the OG Xbox. Mm-hmm. I I remember uh, and when the uh, when the Xbox came out in Australia, it was already I think four months after the US version, so there was already about you know twenty five launch titles. Let's call it let's call it that. So I picked up Halo, of course, and I picked up Jet Set Radio Future. And let me tell you, man, I it was like the best best time of my life, honestly, with those two games. It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really good game. It's a really good. Um, it's like especially uh, both games. The first game is a little bit more arcade style. The levels are a little bit more um, contained. Um, yeah, a, a, they simplified the second version a little because you know the, the the tagging. You just hold down the, the right trigger, right, right. right. Well, and, and that's one reason know. why I actually like the original because the original does like you move the analog sticks in yeah. various different manners to accomplish the, and you can envision it. And this is me at like an eight year old kid, seven year old kid, because yeah, this is before my. I, got, I don't know. This is, I mean, it's the last month. I, Go ahead. <laughs> well, one thing that I, <laughs> one thing that I, uh, it, that I suggest you, you try out someday is try running the game on CXBX Reloaded, which, by the way, it emulates it very, very well. And now it's got the high res mode, so you can play this thing at 4K. It looks. It looks oh, amazing. Really? It just what? it just you makes me it just makes me want a a new jet set radio game even more oh i love it it looks so good i would love it dude and even i follow one the uh the music producer oh yeah behind yeah. uh jet set radio and all, the main one like who who did a lot of the yeah. music they did sample or get some music from some other artists we were even 
uh, geeking out on that. Isle 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good song by Scapegoat. Yeah. Um, I- Isle 10, is that it? Yeah, Isle 10. Isle 10, that was a like, fantastic song. Like in a song. supermarket, Isle 10. It's a good song. Yeah. So they did yes. like have some outside music, um, especially in the second one. But the producer that did most of the music, um, I forget his name. Um, I can actually put pull it up on Twitter here, but, um, you know, he's stressed so many times on Twitter. He's like, I'm not the creator of jet grind radio. Like despite what everyone on Twitter (laughs) thinks, I do love the game and I would love to see it happen. Sadly, I don't think that's in the cards, but I would like put money down to do it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, gosh, what is his name? It's a very Japanese name. I can't even remember. Um, the Japanese. Yeah. But he's a yeah he he's pretty good follow on Twitter you know what I mean um, he put even posts some music that is like he's released some music actually not that long ago mm-hmm. um, that funky beat I think it is I can find that on Spotify actually that'll be a way I can actually get to him because I put him in my I have a, a specific playlist for Jet Grind Radio <laughs> soundtrack music that's a good playlist to have yeah um, yeah it's a good time. Ain't For nothing sure. like a funky beat by Hideki Naga Numa. Huh. Hideki Naga Numa. If you want to follow him on Twitter, he's a good follower. Uh, um, but yeah, he, he put out actually a new song me. that is like really, really good. That sounds very like Jet Grind Radio recently. Um, so yes, thank you, Danny. This is awesome. No this problem. Is like a- there's and there's I was telling Skeletor about this. There's nothing else like the Jet Grind Radio or Jet Set Radio Future games. No, like it's just they a were specific, never copied. They were never copied. There's there's nothing even close that I can get to them aside from Jet Set Radio Future multiplayer. Uh, what was it? Uh, my girlfriend was watching Alita Battle Angel. Okay. Movie. Okay. They had rocket powered roller skates with like us, like a ball, like game like a like a sports ball game uh-huh. but they had rocket powered roller skates and wow. i was just like whoa shot set right that's like 2019 2018 like whenever that came out it was, it was in the last year for sure um it, it, yeah i was like you don't even know <laughs> yeah, like this is so cool but it, it's an awesome game cool um real quick i will try and speed this up because we did get distracted with this with and you. i was peeing thank you thank you I am. Uh, this is my last episode on Mod Chat um, permanently. I will be totally well available. as a permanent co-host. Yes. As a yeah. permanent co- co-host, I do want to bring you back on at one point. Absolutely, your shirt is so nice, by the way. The I got HD the, touch. The HD touch. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be on like other things. Like if it's relevant to me, um, you know, it's great. Like uh, you know, uh, in the recent year, uh, you know, I think a lot of things that you really, really thought I would do strongly on are some of the more development-oriented tasks, and like, I would love to come on for various different things. Like, if you want my input, or if it's something I really care about, um, I'm totally happy to be on a mod chat, whether it's a segment or the whole thing. Mm-hmm. However that, like, pans out in the future, I'm totally available. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just... The month, first of all, the months go by really quick. Yeah, they do. Like, and it's... Here's the thing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, think, you wouldn't think that... A live stream, just like a shitty live stream setup where we talk about some modding stuff, doesn't take that much effort. And in reality, it doesn't. But to us, like when we're when when we've got you know lives outside of this, I'm doing the YouTube stuff. We both got full time jobs. We're doing all this stuff. And then even with this, with doing some of the research, it it can be an additional stressor at times too. Plus, I'm gonna say for me, I'm. I'm going to admit this. I'm not a crazy fan of live streaming. Yeah. I don't you, really watch live streams. I 
not, you get way more anxiety. Than I that get too. intense anxiety with live streams, which isn't showing right now because I've been drinking yeah, so much. I but I either way, I'm super chill on the live stream. But it's, it's exhausting. It's still. funny because I talked with someone about this, and they were saying, "Well, maybe you know the alcohol." Because I was talking about the December episode, and they said, "Well, maybe the alcohol, you know, helped out and such with not caring as much on live streams, and maybe that's why you enjoyed it so much." And I said, "Yeah, that's true." But then if I'm going to be the person who has to get drunk before a live stream to do it, that's, that's called alcoholism. And not even, I wouldn't even, I mean, depending, but like, that's not a healthy habit. Regardless. It's not, no, no. Whatever no. you want to call it. It's not and it's expensive, habit. mind you. Uh, well, for your alcohol budget, which is like. Yes, my alcohol budget is like 10 bucks a month, it, okay? It averages out to probably <laughs> less than that because he goes like multiple months. Well, I guess you drank a couple times this week. That's an oddity. Like, Don't I've call me an alcoholic. I've what seen are you, you go doing? Like multiple months without having a drop of alcohol. That is true. So, that's true because I'm designed Arab, all right? That's how I came out. Hey, luckier than some of us. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah. No, but um, Let's but drink yeah. to that. Cheers. Drink the kombucha. MBG. Drink the kombucha. MBG. Oh Wait. yeah, uh, I love the kombucha, guys. Wait, no, did you finish? On the it? side note, oh. I had to put down the kombucha because honestly, like good kombucha is expensive. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah, and like I was is. drinking like a kombucha a day, and that's like five bucks a day almost. Yeah. 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 So. Like love kombucha, but like had to put the kombucha down. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you you can sometimes find the you know two for five deals, but you gotta even you then, gotta, dude. That's gotta, like a, that's like the cost of a monster almost. Wait, the the two for, yeah because a monster is like two fifty something like that. Yeah, yeah, and they they literally go like for like. Three fifty to four fifty to like five dollars. Yeah, like which by like by the drink. way, side tangent, I can't really drink energy drinks anymore. I've banned myself off them because I think it's just with me getting a little bit older or something. I'm not sure, yeah. but when I drink energy drinks now, I generally get anxious, and I get so anxious that it exhausts me. So I'm so actually more tired. You say that. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not one. quite. I'm not a full coffee connoisseur, but I take coffee very serious coffee's amazing i do not I, I i do pour overs french press and aero press exclusively i have not had a well okay i take it back actually there are very convenient times where like i'm at my mother's house and i'm tired in the evening maybe i'll use her keurig thing real quick but like for myself if i have the choice i will like hand brew all my coffee um and i've noticed that as time has gone on in the last like i'd say like two to three years since i've been working at the current job i'm at right now um, I can get like to a point where like if I'm midday and I'm slamming coffee or whatever for whatever reason I'm tired I got a lot going on I'll get to a point where I have like really rough anxiety mm-hmm. like it, it's deep it's like I can't focus I've, I've got the shakes I've got the cold sweats almost like it literally turns into like full blown anxiety. In all honesty, CBD oil has actually helped for me with that. Uh, dude, CBD is a, a really good. Did that help for, for you the last time we yes. we talked? Okay, yeah. It well, did. so it wasn't a big oh. thing for me, but since we've talked, like I have, like I've got um, a CBD tincture, um, uh, and like seriously, like in anxiety. Because I, I I definitely like suffer from anxiety to some level, okay. but I refuse to like I'm, I'm nowhere near. I totally am okay with like people taking medication for it. I know I'm not there. I know I have the ability to like get that under grips, um, but I can get to the point where I have like really really rough anxiety that it's like debilitating to an extent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's so infrequent. I would never take daily medication for it, and the CBD oil has been like a really good uh, balance for that. That's nice. Yeah, totally. MVG, have you noticed any of that with like getting older and taking in a bunch oh. of caffeine and such? 
Oh fuck yeah, man! Like I, I <laughs> he says fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't drink energy drinks anymore. I I stopped like maybe a couple of years ago. Oh, I haven't they, had energy the thing is, it's torturous. Time, is they taste so nice. I'm not a huge but, fan. Yeah, like but the, the the difference with me is I I I was a big Red Bull vodka guy, um, mm. and I had a couple of just moments where you know I'd black out and stuff like that. So I oh, I, just, yeah. I just I just stopped. And yeah, I haven't yeah. touched a Red Bull. I drink vodka occasionally. I'm not going to lie, but I haven't had a Red Bull in like two and a half years. It's good. In fact, that, I think that it's, is I think good. It's been more than that, actually. Well, you know, like especially um, energy drinks and alcohol are a really rough combination because <laughs> do you know what taurine does to your liver? It's a bull semen. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> well, it's it, it, taurine there's, there's like nothing. Taurine like basically opens up your liver and like absorbs alcohol faster. And taurine is basically in every energy drink, oh, so it actually yeah. like it, it like your body renders alcohol at a more. So that's why rate. vodka red bulls are such a thing. When you're also getting the energy to keep going, so you don't yeah. get that sleepiness. Like there's a point that's where, why like, Four local was initially ban hammered when it like first came out, and they had to issue the other version of I've it. Heard, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. a Four Loko connoisseur, but I've heard about this. I've never tried it, but I know about it. I had it one time, but it was it was not a good experience, and it was with some other alcohol. That's what I've been it told. It wasn't good. It was not worth repeating. I think that was actually after the revision, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, energy drinks and alcohol are like um, kind of a dangerous combination because it's easy to get alcohol poisoning, too. Yeah. Because of the way that it, you process it so quickly, and you can get the energy to keep going. Well, you know what I mean? You blacking out, passing out, is your body saying stop. But right. then when you take that energy drink in or the faux loco, like with all the caffeine, you you're preventing that from happening. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. not even preventing the blackout. You're preventing you from like getting to the point where you're like blacked out and like, I'm going to go to sleep now. Like you're just like, I've got energy, but I can't like do anything logical with this energy. Cause We're talking about people drinking safely here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Real quick though, because we keep getting on side tangents, me leaving. <laughs> This is. I'm gonna miss you, man. Yeah, I'm but your miss, shirt feels so nice. I'm gonna miss you too, and I like your shirt. <laughs> Thank uh, you so much. It's, yeah, this is this is scarf falling out. Yeah, I about to say for those who aren't on the video, like Danny literally has a uh, <laughs> shirt with a fake like printed pocket, and Scar is holding Mufasa from the pocket. Yeah, like you know when he like releases and Mufasa is about him. to fall down and die. Yeah, and but anyways, die. <laughs> but anyways, so me me, me leaving Machat. Um, it is a taxing process. That's where we left off. It's a taxing process at times. You know what I mean? The months come really quickly. Um, they really I think, do. Um, you know, where, where I'm at my uh, my personal life and my career, I'm not modding as much. You know, when we when we started this whole thing, I was really into the 3DS stuff, and I was in full swing. It was a natural progression, I think, to bring me on. Um, Daniel was a bit burned out on modding. Daniel mod, you know, uh, like modbot, yeah. Yeah, so like uh, th- uh, previous co-host, and, and this wasn't a bad thing. Like it wasn't, you know what I mean? It just is what it is. He was he was moving on to other interests, uh, and I was a natural progression. I was heavily into the 3DS scene. I was keeping up with it like nobody's business. It was great. And as time has gone on, I've gotten less and less. Well, I've also found the uh, the uh, like reinvigorated passion for programming um yeah. all the time because there was a time where like uh it wasn't like i was I, I was tired of programming but when you transition from it being a hobby to a day job and you're doing it all day and work stressful you, you like i was programming at home a lot less and i think that was what a lot of the time was filled with uh for the modding stuff was the time that i used to spend developing and now i've just it's it, it's been well first of all it's been an awesome like eight months um i've been really really into 
I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot of front end stuff. I'm learning, you know, I've, I've, I'm a back end person primarily. So I have like a very good, like full stack experience. Like I'm on my way to deploying some, I, I really want to get like probably like about two apps deployed, uh, that are like real full stack, full fledged user login database, everything, you know, like the whole nine yards. And I'm going to probably be spending some money to like maintain this, mm -hmm. but I want to get those out and released. Um, part of it is personal use. I want to use these apps and I find like myself developing software to fill my own needs. You know what I mean? That's a big thing for me. Um, right now I'm working on like a debt management app for friends and family, just the little stuff for like, Oh, you gave me money for like uh, uh, food, or you owe me money, or whatever. Or like, like I owe Danny. Like you paid for food like three times, and I owe you money. And there's like a total debt transaction. I can mark all as cleared and say what I sent you at dawn. So when you go back and look and be like, hey, you owe me money. I'm like, no, dude, I told you I paid it off on here. And we have a shared like debt list. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. little things because I find this need with my own life, and I want to solve these problems. And I'm spending all this time on that and not on modding right now and what i told devin I, I said this like two months ago i said you need to do what's best for you whether that be continue on mod chat or do or come away and do what you want to but i said you know whatever decision you choose i'm gonna support you on yeah. it and we talked about this in december or january or something like that oh we talked about it i i want to say in like february or so it was february and january, so february we talked about it, earlier this year it was a rough like it, it, it was a rough time period, not like really dramatically, but you know, work was heavy, life was heavy. There was a lot going on, and I, yeah. and, and I took a few months, a, a good number of months, to like really mm -hmm. reevaluate. Like, and obviously, I hope that like people don't. I hope that like I performed well for this time because it you wasn't did. faked. Like, it wasn't like like I had a great time, but I reevaluated still every month, and it's like yes, like I still feel the same way. I gave it my all. We hit two years, which I'm very happy about. And I'm I'm totally I, I'm all for that, man. So like you you've been a really fucking awesome co host and I really appreciate it, but I understand like people are gonna move on and shit. Like even I myself, I don't do as much modding as I used to. I might take some breaks from it. I still get into it because even another thing is we've talked about this. YouTube is my like one of my passions and one of my hobbies. It's not for you. No, and I tried and it for I know I, how I it literally, is to do that. I literally did it for a a whole year, yes. One whole year, <laughs> one whole yeah, yeah. I, I dabbled you in YouTube shit. videos, and yeah. I like the idea, but like it's most overall, it's not for me. Now, trajectory for me, for anyone who's who's interested, I'm gonna be doing a lot more development. I like open source stuff. A lot of my projects are pretty much gonna be open source. I've contributed to several open source projects and like frameworks. Um, if anyone's familiar with Ionic, um, I've contributed mm -hmm. a couple things to Ionic and Capacitor, which is like a cross-platform development runtime. Um, I've got a little bit of code in there, and I want to keep doing more. I want to write some blog posts on some development stuff. These are things that are going to recursively uh, help my career. Um, it's going to be a good look for me, for my portfolio, and it's stuff that I love, and it's stuff that I want to share because all too often you get into Stack Overflow black holes and I just want to write a blog post so I can solve someone's you know several hour adventure into finding the same bits and pieces that I did into a complete picture you know these are things that I want to do for myself and for the community and this is where I find my passion now I was born in my programming career out of uh, modding mm -hmm. it was all started from the PSP and wanting to develop homebrew for the PSP but, you know, now I'm in a different place and, I, you know, some people go down the hacker path. Some people go down the low-level path. I'm down the 
enterprise application development path. Sure. And, you know, that is what it is. It's fine. But um, I think it's going to be good for everyone. And if I can come in and help out on ModChat, that's all the better. I think I would like to recruit your help in some modding, like in some, in some like And we're going to talk. We like, are, the yes. The reason why like, I got exactly. on this podcast is because we talk. Like, exactly. It was like basically like every time we hung out, it was almost worth the podcast in his own. Hell and yeah. that's going to happen. So. Hell yeah. I, I respect it, man. Like I, I, I think you're doing the right thing for yourself. I, I have similar struggles sometimes. You know, I, I go through different phases with with YouTube and coding. Sometimes I want to do more coding, but I also feel obligated to to keep releasing videos, mm-hmm. and kind of vice versa as well. So is there's always a balance there with me, and I, uh, you know, I've kind of turned away offers and stuff to do other things because between those two things i don't really have much time left you know outside my family other than that so i mean i I definitely respect the decision and and as you know you know coding is not something that you can i mean sure maybe you can do it like an hour or two a night but i mean sometimes you got to go deep you know and you got to go deep in, in terms of you know six seven hours um and really just kind of keep grinding away at that so yeah man i i think it's 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 awesome that you're, you're doing that and and hopefully you'll do some cool shit and i'm sure you will yeah and, I, and i'm very happy with where i'm at i've been in a really good grind because i find that sometimes coding is like reading a really good book that you know you want to read but it's hard to like pick up and like get in the flow and keep going and i've been in a flow for like eight months and i've been really grinding away and i've been doing I'm very happy with where I'm at. And it's the first time in a while, like where I'm very happy with my progress and what I've been doing. And uh, yeah, it, it, it takes a lot of time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. I'm the drunk one here, man. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I, there's just so many like thoughts and like, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, I'm happy with where I'm at in the decision. I think that's probably like, I think that's what also helps with the transition is that like I, I really know this is like for for the better overall. It like, is. This yeah. isn't coming out of disgruntlement. This isn't like a, no. a problem with me and you. This it is. Isn't, it, is mean, like, it has all been love between us. Yeah, and it's been extremely. And and I will say like when you first initially sprung the idea of hey I don't want to be a a pot like a co-host anymore I wasn't prepared. But when we talked about it again, you said hey I'm still not feeling this. I don't really want to be a co-host. I said you know what. I'm prepared at this point. Yeah. If you want to stay on, I'm good. If you I did hit leave, you with the panic I at first. Like, you did. You really <laughs> I was, did. Like, I was like you, having a breakdown. Oh my God, there. I can move this whole table. <laughs> yeah, you did hit me with the panic at first. But then when we you know, revisited it, I said, the only thing I said, and that was kind of for the audience as well too, I said, I want a buffer episode. And I wasn't even opposed to that. That was like yes. part of my plan. Like yeah, I did so, not want to like ghost the audience. I remember we were talking over delicious barbecue and we said, all right, cool. Devin's last episode. Like you're wanting to transition off. It's definitely a thing. All right. We're going to do July as normal, announce it. And then in August, this will be the last episode. And mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. And like, you know, like don't like rip the bandaid right off, but also don't like peel it for you know, another six months or however no. long, you know, no, I mean? we already did that. So, yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. To the, I really feel for it because like, I, I, you know, I'm not a person that seeks fame or has had any amount of fame or whatever, but like, I've got people like literally that have like, I don't know how many people have expressed their, um, disappointment and like 
general like you know kind of sadness for me leaving wow. it it's, it's weird man it, that's it's cool and that's it's weird and cool because i've yeah. never like experienced that myself and that was part of like the uh the experience of being on here and like not having exposure to like a podcast or a youtube channel or anything like that it was uh that's something i wanted to do for a long time so i literally have gotten something like well off my bucket list mm-hmm. right so. and and here's the thing i even told Devin, i said you know what you've tried to do the podcast thing you've tried to do the youtube thing you got the podcast thing out of your system. You saw the YouTube thing isn't for you. Guess what? You you chased those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, guess and you what? have end games for them. And guess what? This is portfolio work. It is. Because yes, I, it is. I, I, not just for like a development job or whatever, but seriously, I would like to be on development-oriented podcasts. I would like to be... You know, if my, if another job I had required me to have media exposure of any kind, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I, this is not a problem for me. I'm well experienced. I have like a literal portfolio in that realm. You've had to this... deal with a drunk ass co-host. Or... <laughs> it's been amazing. <laughs> it's been fantastic. So I'm I, I've got the experience. I have the resilience to deal with drunk bastards on stream. Hey, I'm not a bastard. Wait a minute. You're not a pastor. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> not that either. But still. <laughs> but yeah, and I mean MVG. Like I'd I'd love to hear your opinion on this, uh, especially with you know you're a little bit more senior. You're you're in the development industry, and you're a little bit more senior. So like, how does this? You know what I mean? I, I feel like... If this comes across your resume, yeah, does, like, uh, does this, this comes across some dude's resume, for example? I mean, I, dude, I'm I'm always about chasing your dreams and your goals, man. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, if... And I, I think there's definitely a market out there for, like, a development-specific podcast or live stream or, or whatever it is that, that you want to do. I mean there's there's a couple of youtubers that do stuff like that um uh, i don't think any of them are particularly great at what they do i mean i i i, I mean honestly man like i i i see some 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 people that that do this kind of stuff and yeah i mean i definitely think man you should go for it for sure yeah. i i'm i'm all about it so and, and i will shout out a few uh podcasts slash podcast networks um all right jupiter broadcasting coder radio is a really good really really broad generic development podcast this is not a framework language anything uh specific this is very agnostic towards that uh, it, it's a really good thing if you want to get some very high level uh development uh, like bullshitting, talking from some fr- people that you would consider your friends after a while. Um, DevChat.tv has a lot of podcasts on Angular, JavaScript, React, um, Ruby on Rails. Um, we, we've got a lot of podcasts that you can subscribe to in this network that are really, really good. Um, we've also got uh, This Dot Media with like modern web podcasts and stuff like that. They do really great stuff, keeping up on really modern trends, interviewing people that are in the scene that are really keeping up with this stuff. And this is stuff that it, this is what excites me the most. At this point, I want to keep up with bleeding edge uh, technology and stuff like that. I found like I used to be a back end person. I found this new love for like uh, front end web technology that it's gone so, so, so good, especially as some people will really hate on like Electron and stuff like that. The cross platform capabilities of stuff like that is phenomenal um, and has enabled a lot of things, including a lot of software on Linux. I mean, Skype on Linux, uh, Slack. I think even Discord. A lot of these things are built on web technologies using Electron. It's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So for sure, 
I, I'm a huge fan of it, and um, those podcasts are some of my top ones. If you guys want to follow some of those like development specific things, those are some of my suggestions. Um, so there is media out there, but I'd love to be a part of it. And it's not so saturated that there is room for improvement. I may not be the one to create a brand new podcast and start like the Paranoid Coder, which also someone in the chat totally like hyphenated that to PC, and I didn't even notice. <laughs> I've been using this moniker yeah. for a long time. And I it's saw that too. And I was like, wait a minute, that's. That's Paranoid Coda. Dude, that is amazing, bro. Like, I'm even happier with my fucking (laughs) handle because I've never been good at, like, handles. I've never been good at usernames or anything like that. So, plus one. I can't remember who put that on there, but, like, that plus one to you because that is freaking... I'm thrilled. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to write blog posts. I want to be a part of the community. I want to start going to local, more local meetups. I want to, like, really invest a lot of my time into this because it's it's what I love. It's what I've loved forever. It's I'm finding reinvigorated passion um, in in ways that I'm super thrilled about that want me to push to work and through work and everything else. And, um, you know, it's recursive, like, benefits, right? Like, I'd love to write some of these blog posts. These blog posts are going to help my career um it's it's it compounds right yep so for sure awesome yeah all right should we get to q a yes we do need to and i know unfortunately mvg you're not going to be with us because i do know no, you need, you to, need get off, to get off right? here we want to be respectful of your time i yeah I did... I... Go, go ahead man uh-huh. so i was gonna say i i um i, I do i gotta jump off here guys but um before i go i i wanted to say Again, thanks, thanks for having me on the last last episode. For now, you know, end of the season. For now, <laughs> uh, which, which is awesome. And Devin, uh, man, you, you've been you've been fantastic on the show, and it's one of the reasons why you know I, I always say yes when when you guys ask me to come back on. So you know, you'll definitely you've be missed. You've been very um, open dude. about that, by the way. You've just been like, "Yo, I will come on anytime you want." Tell to. you what, <laughs> seriously, thank you so much for being on this last episode because. Mr. Mario is my witness. That was like my first request. It was. Like when, when it was your only this, request. It was like, dude, I want to try. Are you cool with getting MVG on the last one? And like, I think you kind of even said like, are you sure? Like it's our last one. You know what I mean? Like, is this what you like? I think you more pitched it like positioned it like, is this what you want? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, dude. MVG, these episodes were the I best. I did. And I think everything fell perfectly into place. So even the discord. Sure. like. I think this live stream has been good. No one's. It complained. has been. It has been. <laughs> so, yeah. One one thing before I got off, I just I, I had a note. I wanted to bring this up to you, MVG. But I know in your lo- most recent podcast episode of like the real mm. MVP, where you're talking about you know COVID protection, all that. I had to ask this. I, I wanted to get all your reactions to this. But did you you you're familiar with Wisdom Tree, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. For are you no so for anybody who isn't familiar and and devin as well to wisdom tree is a uh, they were a unofficial nintendo game publisher and they did christian games and such and really their games were a lot of like imagine legend of zelda but a christian version of it i want to know mvg if you've ever heard of this one of my friends he had a nintendo entertainment system back in the day and he said, this just, I love the, the duality of this because it just sounds like the most unchristian thing. Because when we come down to it, these Wisdom Tree games, they were unofficial releases. They were bypassing, you know, the, the 10 NES chip and such. And they were essentially bootlegs, is what we can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But one of my friends, he said that he got, he came from a very Christian household. He got a Nintendo for Christmas and immediately his parents, after he unboxed it, he said, okay, we need to send this off to Wisdom Tree because they need to do this thing. And Wisdom Tree had a service, which I didn't even know until he brought it up. But if you sent your Nintendo to them, they would modify it by bypassing or disabling the 10 NES chip so all the Wisdom Tree games would work on it. Right. Yeah, I mean, essentially, you cut, I think it's pin four, um, yeah. and that just disables the, the mod. But it just blew my mind that they <laughs> did, like, they had a service okay. for that. Did you know about that? Hold on a second. Let's rack up just real quick. MVG, you, you have a podcast? I didn't even know about this. Oh, yeah, The Real MVP. Yeah, it's a fantastic yeah, uh, podcast. Dang I'll, it, dude. I'll send you the link uh, <laughs> after the show. Please? Yeah, sure, man. I mean, you can send for it to sure. me tomorrow. If you need to get to bed, do not <laughs> stay up late for me. But, but that yeah, would be I, awesome. I, I really got to jump off, guys. But but again, um, good luck, man. And uh, yeah, I, I know you'll be in touch. And oh and, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, we'll be. Uh, around. We'll, I'll, I'll be around. We'll You'll see me. Yeah. And uh, and Mr. Mario, congrats on the on the mixer um, contract. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate <laughs> yes. that mixer contract. I'm about to dye my hair blue. You already know. Watch that. <laughs> All right, guys. I gotta stop dicking around. Thank you so much again. I'll catch you guys later. And uh, enjoy the rest of the show. I'll, I'll watch the rest of the show tomorrow, I'm sure. Have all a good right. one, man. You have a great They're night, man. Take care, gents. Thanks Later. so much. See ya. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's 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 gone. So, it's just it's just us, man. It's just us. At this he point. gone, man. He gone. He gone. He gone. Oh, man. Shouts out to Hodge Twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh, okay. I guess I don't need my headphone anymore, huh? I guess not. Yeah, let, me, right. let me take this out. All right. So, all right, cool. um, so... I don't know your time schedule exactly. Uh, I have the next two days Do this off. Q&A, man. Come Let's on. Let's do some I'm Q&A. Yeah. All right. um, I can barely feel my hands. I actually, yeah, I literally don't even need my computer anymore. Thing. I'm on 3%. All right. Cool. Uh, let's round this off. So, so, so everyone, if you have any questions, please drop them below. I'm gonna bring this out to you. So, Devin, you know we talked about games and stuff, right? Like last episode and everything. We always talk about games. Yeah, but I decided, here you go, man. This is, this is a final parting gift. Danny. What? <laughs> I didn't know how else to wrap it, but there you go, man. <laughs> no, there's no wrapping. There's no wrapping. Dude, this, this literally, first of all, this. It's Jet Grind Radio this on Dreamcast. On Dreamcast. And I think that I didn't even take the sticker off. I'm pretty sure that sticker is from an EB Games or oh, Software, etc. way yeah. back in the day. I didn't want to no, take no, that no, off. That's fine. <laughs> this, this label is a nostalgia trip. This back is a nostalgia trick. I don't, I, I, dude, I, the, 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 uh, the, the book the, the <laughs> disc the disc looks if you have never that's looked at yours Grind, man if you have never looked at a jack ryan radio original dreamcast the disc which the <laughs> japanese version which i had the japanese version at one point shouts out to father you re, your dad imported the japanese my version? dad had several japanese imports wow and actually had like import or bought a bunch of burnt discs like way back in the day so we had like i didn't even know like we were like i was just like i i, I was very confused honestly and actually, I have a story uh, real quick. But uh, all right, for all right, the Jack Ryan right, Radio right. thing, all right. the disc itself, for the, the people listening and not watching, the disc itself looks like a record. Yes, with it does. With the symbols of yeah, all like, of the Like rival a vinyl games, record, you're saying, yeah. With the symbol of the rival games <laughs> and more. 
and uh, it, it's it's fantastic. It, it is a it, it's this is beautiful, and this is like this is a this it's a work of art. That's the one I gotta tell you. I, that's the one I had to pay a little bit for. The Dude, other ones, all good, but full yeah. hug. We don't even full need hug. Hug. Oh man, yeah. Now, oh man, not even Lily likes the full hug when we're no, sitting. My dog doesn't like you, hugs. You slap on your hugs, but I do too. So I guess, like, yeah. But it, it's either way. That, that, wait, wait, okay, so hold that, on a second. In the chat, that's Let's, can you pull the chat? Oh, it's right. Yeah, I got it here. Nicholas Lovin said, "Jet Set Radio," which is one hundred percent true. Yeah, that is that is uh, DJ what DJ Master K or something. I don't. Like I think that sounds about right. DJ yeah. Master K. By the something? way, that's all. I don't have anything else, man. That's that's all the presents. Dude, I, have I don't do. You're done. Thank you. Because, like, it's too many presents, dude. I really... Well, this is your birthday, and then these two are for... You know, I got you the complete Jet Set Radio collection yeah. for your... For, for, for and to Stimp, me, yes, the, the Mixer you know? comment was a joke. It, it, MVG was trolling, and I appreciate him for everything. I need to get that set up at one point, but either way. Yeah. yeah. But overall, yes, it's, it, it's a joke. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that, is, that is fantastic, dude. Um, I I don't know what to say. I I really like I can even tell you I can go this home has and play to be this right EB now game. because I literally have this thing on Steam and I've played it. I played it recently. Yeah, you got the PC version. I yeah. know. Yeah. So like, and honestly, I'm really bitter because like the iOS and the Android version got deprecated and they never updated it. And like Sega was like, we'll update it eventually, and they never did. And they just like <laughs> silently were just like. But Sega's doing some good stuff now yeah, in yeah. regards to you I, know the yes. dream, the, not the Dreamcast, the Sega Genesis Minis. So. Yeah, it's no, it, it, it's it's good. I did watch like half of MDV, uh, MDG's <coughs> video on that. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, what was what was what was I gonna say? Like when I was talking about that, I said something about the Dreamcast. Dude, I don't know. I'm drunk. Ah oh, man, I can't remember. <laughs> you can't rely. If someone on in the me. chat. If someone in the chat like has a remembers what I said about the Dreamcast that I wanted to bring up in a couple minutes, please let me know because I totally forgot. Anyways, get into the Q and A oh. here. This oh, no, I do oh. remember. I do okay, remember. Real remember, quick, real All quick. Right. It's very short. My dad bought some VMUs, which oh, were the Dreamcast okay. memory cards, right? I remember those, the virtual memory units. Yeah, the VMU. So we we also had like Game Sharks and all that. So of course, like that. of course. So we had course. cheat codes. I could not find a cheat code that matched up this, but we had some VMUs that literally we got in a, like a batch, and these VMUs had every character. So do you know how Sonic Adventure One worked? Yeah. Where you unlocked yeah. multiple characters yes. that like also had like mesh, like their their timelines all intertwined, but you would like unlocked all the different characters as you uh, approached them in the timelines, and you played their timelines. It had every single Sonic character, including Super Sonic, unlocked from the get go, and I could never find a cheat code to like equate this sure and so like i was able to like when i first got sonic adventure i was able to play with every character out of the gate and it took me a little bit to figure out that mm -hmm. like yeah this was like not normal mm -hmm. <laughs> but it was awesome so yeah my dad like i don't know where he got his bootleg stuff but <laughs> he got some like cool shit um all right i have one percent on this laptop okay so we're gonna need to use your computer no dude it's all good we rely on this it's fine all right we're just gonna shut the lid yeah, let's it's go. Time. Let's. It's time. So All let's right. Scroll back. We gotta have at least. A no, but questions. there's only been like one question for what I've seen here, and that one All martini. Right. He's asking us, right? All right? Do you know? I don't know if you know about this. Thoughts on the ESA data breach? What's ESA? All right, the Electronic Software Agency. I believe that's no, what it is. No, I don't know. They. All right. So this is some fuck shit. Okay. Really? They host E3, for example, and. E3. Okay, so high, fairly high profile. 
fairly high profile. E3 2019, about 2,000 attendees got doxxed because there was a non-encrypted, not even password protected, non-encrypted Excel file, which had many attendees' businesses, first names, last names, phone numbers, addresses, email addresses, and maybe even some more information sitting on their website that you could just access if you had the right link or if yeah. you you know were able to crawl through the website and such and get it. So they essentially doxed about 2,000 uh, YouTubers, influencers, journalists that were coming in. Wow. Horrible. Yeah. My thoughts were, I'll let you sink that in a little bit, but my thoughts real quick are absolutely awful, and I know that many of these people who were affected were are setting up a lawsuit against ESA, and I fully support that. Because the thing is, Devin, this Excel document, again, it wasn't even protected by any means, not even a basic password protection. But the worst part about it is, is that apparently this document was, so E3 happened in, let's say, like June. This document was accessible since, I think, one I want to say March. Hmm. And it was discovered. It was like put all over the place. Like it was already publicly accessible if you had the proper link, but it was accessible all over the place by everyone. It was publicized right. this month. I have some thoughts. Okay, go ahead. What are your thoughts? I think it's so, horrible. Again, no, by no, the way. Overall, yes, it, it is horrible. I don't really have much like direct thoughts other than, yeah, that's horrible, dude. Like, I don't know. They can't really beat around that bush. That sucks. No, that's bad. But like what, what frustrates me is... First of all, this like shows the need for whether you hire a more system administrator to handle some of this stuff or a software developer or whatever. You know what I mean? Like having easy access to generate a website and like be able to just pump out this crap and do whatever you wanted to it and put like an un unprotected Excel on your website server. Or Not whatever. even the basic password protection right. of so, the Excel file. Again, I'm just, I'm really stressing. Yeah. So like these people obviously don't know they're not specialties, but then what also frustrates me is that, you know what I mean? Some companies like, it's like they want to hire software developers for dirt cheap. And it's like, there, there's a real problem with like the reality of like security and software and data management and all kinds of things because people don't want to pay the money for this stuff like that, no. but they want to have the website, but they want to like be super risky with what they do. And you, the problem is also, I guess you don't realize how bad it is until you get hacked until the exploit comes out. And then it's like irreversible damage. And so it's a, it's more of like a cultural thing than anything, right? Like to be able to convince these, like the, the general public that like software security and like software development is a very serious thing. It's not something that you can just the, get for free or for dirty. The cheap. thing is though, even if their website was really well encrypted and really well set up and everything, you had one, what it was one dumbass. It had to be one yeah. dumbass who was putting everything in a unencrypted, unpassword protected Excel file. All of this, 2,000 attendees, putting them in there, and they just upload it to a link that is readily accessible from ClearNet. Danny, I know we don't have a third person, but I have to pee. So okay. Gonna, uh, can you rant for like a minute and a half? No, I, I can't. Well, okay, circle through like questions. I don't know. There's only like one other question. You go pee, okay? Um, I know Tristan, he's asking, people, please bring in your questions, all right, as this is going in. But... Tristan is asking here, unrelated, but do any of you guys use FIDO2 keys? If so, how well do they work? I'm getting one tomorrow. 
since Google had theirs half off. I know, Tristan, you brought this up on the Discord. Um, I don't use a FIDO2 key. I use a YubiKey, and for me, it works extremely well. And I can recommend these as well, too. So for anybody who's wanting to do like two-factor authentication or something, essentially what it is, it's a, it's a flash drive-looking joint, right? Where you go to, let's say, Facebook, and when you set up your two-factor authentication, you say, hey, I want to use a physical security key of some kind. And really, many security researchers have said that if you have that physical security key, the probability of you really getting bypassed on that two-factor authentication, unless you have something that was like a cell phone number or something on there, is quite low. So it's really recommended to use a physical security key, and it works super easy. You sync it up to, let's say, your Facebook profile. We're talking about that. And then when you sign into Facebook from, like, let's say, like, your Switch set up here, uh, if you have, uh, well, you can't even use USB OTG on there unless you have uh, have it docked. But let's say this is a phone, all right? Let's say Devin switches a phone. God, he just slammed the seat down. He just slammed the, the toilet seat down. Either way, uh, you, you take the USB drive, you have to hook it up somehow, and then it will start lighting up, and you press the button on there, and then it authenticates with the challenges that are needed. So you got your two-factor two authentication going strong and all that stuff. Um, for that, the YubiKey has worked extremely well for me. I know almost oh, nothing. Do you have a YubiKey? I do have a YubiKey, yeah. That's cool, it's, it's fantastic. I don't know that much about the FIDO2, but I was just explaining how YubiKey works to the masses. So YubiKey is cool. I do not have one, but I would... It's really good. Would like to get one. It's really. I would highly recommend it. Just cool. from the way I described it and everything, you asked for some more questions. Uh, also, the other. I guess you could talk about your your things with the Fido two keys. Um, the other thing I want to ask real quick is uh, Stimp thirty four thirteen was asking what alcohol I was drinking. Even though it's been answered in chat, I'm just doing this for video people and audio people. This White Claw hard seltzer. I had like, I had six of these. So if we pull right. up, if we pull up, yeah. So uh, actually, to be clear, you're off, you're much more of a lightweight than me. I so am. I oh, I am, I like, am a lightweight. I get drunk on a budget. I think this is visibly and audibly clear. It is. <laughs> but yeah, because yeah, you're like acting like nothing has happened in the world while it's, I'm... Well, no, yeah, and to be clear, like, so I don't know what the alcohol proof is. I'm like... Five, oh... Five percent alcohol. I'm at four point nine. So like we're actually literally the same. Yeah, but you have a much you have a much higher tolerance. Yeah. So I'm I'm working on my sixth. You haven't cracked open your sixth. No, I had six already. This is my seventh, and I really don't want to open it up because I'm afraid of what will happen. Yeah, don't do that. No. All right. Um, actually, I need to probably text my girlfriend and be like, maybe you should like think about like heading over. I think she's like thirty minutes away. Okay, I'm gonna use the bathroom real quick because I need to pee. I'm sure you can hear him in the background. This is going to be an amazing uh, final episode for now. But yeah, uh, like I've had uh, about the same as Mr. Mario, but yeah, ever since I've known him. I'm by no means like a heavy drinker, but more frequent. Danny gets weird with his HD touch. Um, so let's see. I'm going to actually move the mic a little bit more here so I can like get a good view of the uh, the chat. Uh, so Tristan, you're asking about the FIDO2. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I haven't messed with any of these like hardware keys. I think they're really awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't dove into it. I noticed that like Google released like I think it was the Titan or something like that. That was really interesting. It's something I'm worth looking into. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm a little, I guess a little old school in that sense right now. I think they're awesome, and I haven't invested in them, but I think they're worth it. I you know use a password manager, generate good passwords, and use two factor when I can. You know. Um, let's see. Uh, Nicholas Levin mentioned something about the USB security chips in like 2004 from Microsoft, which are basically the YubiKey. Microsoft was, Microsoft was way ahead of the game and a lot of stuff, but you know, they, uh, I don't think they had the implementation of the perfection details. Um, and, I, and I hate to throw this like out there, but like it, it is companies like Apple, not always Apple, yeah. but like Apple to like really make something appealing to the masses. So he also says, dude, we're going to miss you, Dev. Uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. The love that I've got. I'm going to miss Devin on here too, man. Dude, you know, but I mean, what's really nice is that like, thankfully, I wonder about streamers who like do this kind of thing who are not. Uh, in like the locale that we are like we don't that may like if we didn't share a locale I feel like we would be a lot easier to fall out of a friendship at, in totality yeah but like we're we live next not next to each other we actually <laughs> we used to <laughs> we used to we're weird. gonna tell that story at one point I want to I want to tell it right now real quick I mean we can okay it's yeah not, it's not that long Okay, it's so not. I follow. <laughs> you're dropping the mic. Yeah. Okay. I follow. I follow all right, Mod Chat 55 exclusive until right. we make a video about this. Yeah. All right. All right. So, and the video will be more dramatic, so it'll be worth watching. I'm hoping so. So short. The the TLDR is that I followed Danny for about a year, and he posted yeah. a video about. Um, basically, he kind of like talked about a locale that was about an hour and a half away from me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's worth driving. Yeah, if I had to go an hour and a half to like hang out with you because I I've never I've met maybe one or two people in my entire life that have ever been known about PSP modding and you were like you were doing the gateway stuff at the time on the 3ds and you and oh that's your phone you and hit mine. me up I remember on and YouTube. you seemed real cool and we were talking back and when forth. I was very straightforward I was like I don't normally do this but like you're into modding I'm into modding like I would love to chat yeah I mean, anyway I think I, I, that was probably not the exact wording it was very along those lines though. Yeah, and it was, and I remember we talked back and forth quite a bit in regards to like on, on the YouTube messages when when YouTube inbox was a thing, and then we followed each Is other on Twitter, thing? and we were. T- it's not a thing anymore. No, it's dead. What? It's so, like, dead. Like this re- interaction would have not. This been- interaction. Oh is my god. god. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was no. Then we started DMing on Twitter, and then we met, and the, the video is still online where it's called like meeting my first fan. It's on this channel. It's still up today. Yeah. And then we met, and we were hanging out. We were having a good time, and then you you go ahead and continue. What was well, the irony is that we hung oh, out, yeah. and then we like parted ways. Right? We had a good we time. We parted ways. Yeah. Except we exchanged we part- phone numbers. You gave yeah. me a ride to my car. Yeah. yeah. But we, when we parted ways and drove home, we literally drove to the same exact apartment complex. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. <laughs> like, literally, for the longest time. Not, not now. You've moved since then. I've and moved since. Moved yeah, since it's true. Then. But, like, at a time period, like, literally, I could have walked. I, I, I honestly wish we would have done this and got it on video. Because I literally could have walked out my front door. You could have walked out your front door. And I could have went... Hey, Danny. 
You could have heard me very easily. I could have, yeah. No, and what happened was I remember I posted up a picture on Instagram of, like, me in front of my door. And, and Devin... Oh my god. Devin took a very similar photo and he's like So first of all, to back up, <laughs> I was looking at his Instagram cuz he was going to a show that I wanted to go to that yeah. I I had been to a sh- the, it, the was show. Yeah. it was Excision. It was Excision. I I was at Excision the year before and Excision came again and I was like, "Wow, Excision was a really good live show." So you told me that you were going to it. So I was like, "Let me look up his Twitter to see if he posted any photos." And like you were saying, he had posted a picture of his front door. Yeah. Should I go into like the details? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, as long as you don't like put like the sensitive details. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look and I freaked out. So I'm scrolling through his Instagram, like the, the <laughs> thumbnail view, right? The, 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 the three by whatever grid. And I see what looks like. I, I, I freak out because I'm like, holy shit. This looks like someone who is at my front door. The same door trim, the same door. We had the same door mat, right? We had the same door mat, yeah. We, we also had the same like bed sheet covers and the same headphones and like various other things. It got weirder. But I'm looking through Yo. this initially and like I see – it looks like someone's standing at my front door with different shoes. And I freaked out. So I click on the picture and I look at it for a minute. And I'm with my mom. I'm actually with my mom at this time. And you never I'm like, told me about the mom detail. Yeah. So we're, we're shopping with my little brother and sister for shoes. And I'm with my mom. And I'm sitting here like we parked at the shoe, the shoe store. And I was like, holy crap. I might live next to someone <laughs> that I know. And it, 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 yeah, it, it was weird, dude. It, it was really weird. Um... So I don't know. It, it, it just it was the, the synchronicity there was uncanny. Yeah, but I remember you texted me with a very similar photo, and you're like, "Dude, this is oh, this I is think g- I like duplicated the photo." You were like, "This is gonna be a weird question, but do we live in the same complex?" And I was like, "Nah, the building, like the the door is different, but we do have the same doormat, though." Where do you live at, though? Because I didn't want to give my details, and you told me the complex name, and I'm like, "And you like sent me a dot dot dot." I was like, no, you don't live no, there because no, no. that's where I live. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild, dude. Yeah. No, that that was cr- – but you lived there before me, I remember. I did, you moved yeah. there about a year before I yep. did. So even you had said – you're just like, dude, you realize even if I never reach out to you, there is a very real possibility at one point – I would have been like outside checking the mail or something and I would have seen you and I could have shouted you out or been like, Hey, cool t-shirt. Cause you always have the nerdy t-shirts. Oh, well, thank you. Right. I'm the fucking noob that like, well, I guess right now I'm rocking a Pokemon Pikachu. You are, you are. Yeah. You were in the Pikachu. But you know, I, like, I don't, I, I feel like you, fl- I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I feel like you I, flaunt your nerdiness a little I do. bit more than I do. I and do. I, and it's not, not because like, I have a shameful thing. But like it's just like you know I don't have that I don't have as many graphic tees now I don't you know what I mean like mm-hmm. actually I'm at a point now where in my life where I think I went through a phase where like I like regressed a little and wanted to be not like I was like oh, I need to throw that stuff away but you know what I mean it's like I had more of appeal for like certain kind of things now I'm like at a point where like man I could use some more graphic tees I should I, I need to flaunt that yeah see it makes me happy because I've I've always I've always kind of dressed like this like I will wear what I like and then my girlfriend who I absolutely love like. She like the first few dates we were on. She always wanted to see what type of shirt I was wearing, That's even if she didn't really That's recognize cool. the reference. Like my my the first the shirt that I wore on our very first date it was a Kingdom Hearts shirt, and she was like, "That's a really cool shirt." Never played the game, didn't know that much about it, but she thought it was really cool. But either way, we found out that we lived in the same apartment complex because of that, and that was just absolutely insane to me. 
And then for much of the podcast, oh. I would skateboard over. Literally, I'd bring – you got me the Yeti mic that I used I did. forever, which I was did. awesome. I did. Which is much appreciated. I still have that. It's still, like, kept in very good care. Yeah. And if I ever need to use it for anything, it that, that, that is going to be the mic I use. So – Still appreciated, but I would literally skateboard over to your place with a yeah. mic, like the mic in the backpack and yep. like and, and like you know what I mean. It was it was awesome. We haven't revealed this until now, but yeah. And, and then I remember the um, oh, what was going on with the other thing that was going on with this. Um, it's it's just, no. I remember the first time you came over to my apartment. The first time you came over, like. We found out we were in the same complex, and mm-hmm. then you saw like we already confirmed we had the same uh, we had the same doormat. Yep. And then I'm show I'm giving you a little tour of my apartment how how you'd go with someone, and then I think I already spoiled this, but you're giving the full details. Yes, and then you saw my um, Audio Technica M50s just like sitting yep. like in my bedroom. Amazing headphones. They are, yeah. yeah they're but, a good studio monitor. But you had said something like, "Oh, wow, do we have the same headphones?" And I was like. All right, yeah. The well, eight- yeah, they're, they're M50s. Like, they're freaking yeah. awesome but I, fo- but I had said, I was like, all right, all right, cool. Um, everyone. Uh, I was Every like, tech person that was, knows was, anything I was about I was like, headphones. everyone on Reddit has the M50s. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, somehow I was talking about my bedspread. And you were just like, wait. Wait. You got we the li- spread spread, and you got it as a gift? You got it as a gift. And I was like, yeah, you... And Devin, you... you. I'm going to use, like, Jess at Radio as a few... Uh, yeah, okay, example. go ahead. You, you went over to my bed, you touched the bed spread, and then you looked at me, and I'm just like, no. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> yes, dude, yes. And then you just kind of nodded. I'm like, no, yes. you do not have the same fucking bed spread as we me. We have the same so damn bed spread. This, I meet this dude who has the same... <laughs> Who has the same interests? I'm not. We're not making this up. He has the same interests as me. You live in the same complex as me. We have the same um, doormat, the same headphones, the same bedspread. Now keep in mind that, like, growing up in college and where we live, like, very different things. But we all collided, like, after all that. You know what I mean? We collided like a crazy train wreck. It was amazing. So this was meant to be. Yeah. So like. this could have, yeah, this could have been a million different ways, it, it, but it was incredible. So, it, it, it yeah, I, I, will, I will never forget it. I still tell the story to this day, you know what I mean? Like, How have people reacted when you told them the story? Well, it, because nobody, everybody knows YouTube. Nobody has, like, a YouTube celebrity that they've ever met. And I will say that, like... I'm to, not a celebrity, no, but I literally, really appreciate Okay, it, uh, no, I, I get it. But, like, to <laughs> me, you were, like, an, a, a YouTube celebrity. Like, sure, Because, sure. Of, like... It, you, it doesn't matter the amount of. I think I had like around like thirty thousand. I, I was I was literally gonna say it doesn't matter the amount of subscribers. You were someone like I don't follow the front page of YouTube. I miss out on people who are the most popular people. I didn't know who Casey Neistat was for the longest time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like I don't follow these people. I follow the people I care about. Sure. And it, it, you know what I mean? Like, if an MVG type person like I run into in the real world, it's like. You are my celebrity. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I get that. These front-end developers that are, like, really smart, freaking probably introverted, nerdy people, like, you are the people that are my celebrities, mm-hmm. right? And so it, it, it was a it was a, a wild, just the, 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 the synchronicity in so many levels was... It was insane. That's yeah. that's still... And, and one, one of the funny things, so the second time you came to my apartment, I just want to shout this out, the second time you came to my apartment... I remember because uh, that was when I introduced you to some of my friends, and I had yep. like Sean and yes. a few other people the, over. The Sean story. And I remember like you came over, Devin, and you you opened I the, opened the door, you opened the door, <laughs> and you're just like, whoa, whoa. 
I've seen you in videos. And Sean, you, if you've all seen Sean in a video, you've seen tune, Sean. tune in this Saturday. He's coming back. But he's just like, Sup. Sup. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, it. And that was it. And he treated you like a normal yeah. person. You treated him like a normal person. Was, yeah, that was it. That was There was no glorification. It was like, whoa. Yeah. And, and then we had a good time. Yes. But a few weeks later, he, he hits me up. He's like, yo, you remember that, that guy we met, um, Devin? I said, yeah. He's like, you know when he said that he recognized me from one of your videos? I said, yeah. And Sean just said, he's like, that's like the coolest thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> and to be honest, that is one of the coolest things that's happened to me. To like be able to like make someone feel like that is, is, a, is a good feeling in my own right. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, it's a weird, like, circular thing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You so, feel good making people feel good. If, so. Hell yeah. As any good person should. Yes. All right. Is there any more questions? Well, people oh. are saying there's tons of nostalgia going on right now. Absolutely there it's, is. Yeah, of course it's going to be. The man. same goddamn bedspread. Toxin one shout out to you. He said he's going to love rewatching this in the morning. You know, here's the thing. I got to say, um, I have a really bad drunk detector. And by that, I mean it's like it's hard for me to see when someone is drunk unless it's super, super obvious. Because the last time I was drunk in this, which was December 2018, I'm still like I will go back and rewatch that. And I'm like, I can't tell that I'm drunk. Like, I know I was drunk there, but I can't really tell that I'm drunk. Well, let's talk about the first drunk chat real quick. Okay. Because that was accidental. Oh, yeah. That was December 2017. So that where was the- I was sober and you were very so, drunk. And, and, and Devin and what- was like, he was in this mode. I just got to say this because you, if you watch it back, you can tell <laughs> where you're just like, man, I could do this for like another no. like two hours. And that I'm was like, at Devin, the, that was at the end. Stop. So let's, let's, get, let's retract on that just a little bit. Okay. So okay. It was, okay. It was a, I had a coworker who was a decent friend of mine. You know what I mean? Like, I had been out and, and like, where I work in a downtown area and so like there is bars and stuff like that and there was a time period there's where, a whole like, lot of alcohol available well, is what yeah. you're saying and like right now like just with the coworkers available to work i guess not even the work environment just like uh, i don't do that anymore but there was a time period where there was like a bunch of us you know what i mean who would go out and drink after work sometimes and it wasn't all the time but we you know what i mean like it was a good time and it was his uh it, it was one of these guys last days at work and it was their happy hour. We had a bunch of coworkers going to meet up at the spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it was actually the spot we met for the first time. Yeah. So it's yeah, a barcade. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a freaking amazing time. All it's around. really awesome. Yeah. Video games, hanging out, having some beers. But I knew I had to go to Mod Chat, right? And uh, at the very <laughs> beginning of this whole entire thing, I said, I said, I said, Hey Nick, if you want a shot, we got to do it now. You know what I mean? I'll buy you a shot. We got to do it now. And he was like, it's too early, basically. And I was like, okay, whatever. And so I had like three, maybe four drinks, probably just like one too many. And then I'm like, hey, I got to go. And I'm like saying goodbye to Nick. I'm like, Nick, I got to get out of here. I got a podcast. And he was like, what about that shot, though? And I'm like, okay, you're really pulling my leg. Because how can I say no here when this is your last day? Of course. You know what I mean? And so, like, I ended up taking the shot with him, and I drove home, like, immediately after. And it wasn't that far of a drive. It was probably, like, a 15-minute drive. Right? Something like that, yeah. And, yeah. and, and uh, on average, shots process at, like, a 20, 30-minute rate through your body. Well, unless you're me and you, I take okay. 10 shots of vodka and it processes in, like, 20 minutes. But. Well, 
you're gonna be you're gonna be feeling that continuously worse probably for hours. On yeah, it. you probably, yeah, you, no, you I probably know, fell which, asleep which before is, like. Which is why I haven't drank it. This is sealed. I haven't drank in this seventh <laughs> one. Okay, congrats, thank you. But because I know so, I'm still smart about it. So I, I rush. I literally rush to Danny's place. Yeah, like it was literally from there to Danny's place. 15 minutes, we start the podcast. Within like 20 minutes of the podcast, the shot's hitting me, and I'm getting heavier, and I'm having trouble focusing. And I went on a couple rambles where I like I, I like lost track of what I was talking about and, really and, hard. And with me, I was completely sober, and I was like, and you knew Devin, that, but I mean, we need you, to finish. Well, you didn't know that I was going to be like, I think, where I was at, but you no, knew, I didn't. You, you knew I, what I didn't. was happening ahead of time. I was like going yes. to a happy hour. But I didn't know the drunk would start to kick in. I didn't know about that. It, it was a slow filter. And seriously, but you're right. By the end, by like two-thirds of the way through, I was so relaxed and so like, and, like alcohol that I had. And the funny thing is, the December 2018 episode, we flipped that where I was like, right now, I'm in a fee- like right now, we've been streaming for almost three and a half hours. <laughs> and I feel like I can keep going. Yeah. I feel like I can keep going. And Devin, like I was in the same moment. And in the December 2018 episode, you were just like, no, please, stop. Yeah. We, got, we got to we gotta cycle get... down. Please, stop talking. Well, and then also, that one also, so I, I reserved myself a little more where I, uh, I had a couple, um, it was spiced uh, eggnog. Yeah, I so, remember so, that because so it was spiced, Christmas, yeah. So spiced rum with eggnog, it was good. But I was driving home, and so I didn't actually, like, I think I had, like, two, like, really moderate drinks. Like, it wasn't that much at all. You know, I had, you know, I felt all right, but it wasn't, I, I've drank much more than I did then. Uh, but I was driving home, so I didn't want to, like, push my limit in any well, shape of, or form. Of course, yeah. And you're here at home, and you're a lightweight, so, like, I... Oh, like, yeah, I'm a very lightweight. So, I'm not, it's not, it's not it's even, It's called like, drinking on a budget, okay? Right. So it's not even like I like uh, had any kind of uh, negativity towards you for it, right? You're 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 at home, like go, good for you. But yeah, this time it was very ex- explicitly like. Um, I mean, I I asked. I didn't demand. I was very like I will accept like whatever. But like uh, it was even like you know however many like two hours before the podcast, I was like, babe, do you mind? driving me and picking me up. <laughs> like, so. And, and my girlfriend is awesome and she agreed and she's even been keeping tabs in me like, how's things going? Like, when do I need to head your way? Like, so she she is... That's good. Dude, she is... My girlfriend's chilling right now and Lily's keeping... No, Lily's not even keeping track of me. She's just like chilling and yeah. sleeping right now. Yeah. Man. Props to like good girlfriends, dude. Yes, props to good girlfriends. Let me see if I can like, let me see if I can bring Lily on for the, for the last thing. We got, we, we do got a question. Though. All right, Lily, come here. Let me pick you up. Oh, DS God, widescreen. Have you messed with what? What's this DS widescreen for 3DS? I don't even know about this. That one martini. Do you mind? Uh, do, do you know about this DS widescreen? Uh, the last thing I saw about the DS widescreen, everything's spinning. The last thing I saw about Kenny. the DS, what? <laughs> the last thing I saw, third time I'm saying it now, about the DS light, white screen. The DS white light screen. Dude, Lily smells so bad. Just smell my hands. <sighs> yeah, she smells like that after a week. It, she smells like wet dog while she's dry. I know, it's crazy. So the only thing I know about it is the upscaler um, was improved and kind of unlocked and such on the 3DS. I don't know too much else from it. Um, so, oh, 
That's about all I have. What? What's up? I don't know much about that. I could be interested because I'm not a person that like really sticks to aspect ratios. In fact, I play sure. I'll play widescreen Pokemon okay. a lot of the time. And so you can that. use all the screen they have available. Yeah, even 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 if the dude looks like really wide and chunky, you know what I mean? Like the, the <laughs> like I'm 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 cool with that. All right. But one thing I wanted to like interject real quick because I I I was gonna talk about it and I stopped. Oh, dude, my hands smell like Lily. It's so, so bad. <laughs> this is almost the switch factor that I'm afraid of. So I waited for the AirPods 2 to come out. Okay. Because they were like, it was like two, it was between two and three years before they like made a a second revision. Okay. And I was like, they're going to, obviously. So immediately they came out, two weeks later they announced the the, uh, Beats, Power Beats Pro. So you got Beats right there. These are Beats. Could I could I see that? Like, yes. All right. These are independent wireless. They work. They have all the same features as Siri uh, or the AirPods. They have the like wireless like hot word like. Oh you can, God. You can say you can say Hey Siri or whatever, and they'll activate like in your ears. Okay. And you can do the voice commands. They've got buttons on them, so the AirPods have like a capacitive side. Is it was, is it the B here that's the button? So yeah, you can. You burped. Sorry. It's <sighs> no, you burped again. <laughs> so it's it's play, pause, forward, backwards, and press and hold for Siri. Okay. Um, you take it out of your ear and it automatically pauses. That's cool. That's how much were these, by the way? Two fifty. Okay. They're they would charge that because my girlfriend got them for me. But the reality is that like for the quality of these, for the battery life, for the audio quality, for the feature set, there's nothing that actually compares in the price range. Okay. Okay. Even that's like fair. Sennheiser has some that are like okay. But not these good. These are like the top dogs. So I had the AirPods. So I bought the AirPods because like I wanted. I have had Bluetooth headphones for ten years. I'm well invested in Bluetooth. When Apple removed the headphone jack, it wasn't that big of a deal for me, honestly. Um, and with uh, the AirPods were coming out, I was like, let me. Eh, I don't know. The AirPods two came out. I was like, all right, I'm gonna like try these out. I tried them out. Two weeks later, they come out with these, and so yeah, I ended up selling my AirPods uh, to my uh, the director of IT at my company. Actually, nice. So nice. like, he, he I gave them to him for a decent price. He gave me money, and uh, my girlfriend bought the, me these for my birthday. Nice. And they're awesome. Now the AirPods. Whoops. You're oh, the no. drunk one now. It slipped. Um, no, I saw that man. The AirPods um, would fit in my change pocket. These. Do not fit in a change pocket. Okay. These do not fit in a back pocket. All right. They they thick. Well, they th- so they fit in my like my the, the, the AirPods. Well, the AirPods were like a uh, 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 like they're a, small. A floss case. Yeah, yeah, I know. They literally talking. fit in my change pocket. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These like when I like let's say I, like I take uh, my girlfriend's dog on a walk, right, and I use these. Okay. I don't Moon's a good dog, by the he way. He is. He's a really good dog. He's an awesome dog. Yeah. Shouts out to Moon. Yeah. Um, I can't take this with me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think about, so for me, I've got my phone in one pocket. My phone, I have a dedicated phone pocket. And I've got keys, chapstick, like a couple of small things. And, you know, that walk, I don't want to scratch up crap no i understand i I know i threw this on the ground but i don't want to scratch up crap like with keys because the keys are like brutal yeah no you don't you don't put your keys with the valuable stuff no i understand so this is in the back pocket and then it's like whatever oh also you want to check this out sure my girlfriend got me this wallet this is like a minimalist trifold wallet 
that like you put your cards in one thing. Oh, hold oh. on. Don't show it all, but like. Well, I yeah. get it. I get it. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You, you can see the fact that I have like an Uber credit card at least, mm-hmm. which has been awesome. Okay, yeah. I, Devin applied for this as we were so this eating is like a tri-fold wallet. So there's like a third fold right here, and it's got an elastic band, and then you just like fold it, fold it over, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, yeah, whatever. It's, but it's like half the size of a normal wallet. It's like really slim. Hmm. All uh, like real leather. Singular. That's what the brand is. It's not that that rich wallet type thing that every YouTuber is promoting. I don't know. Oh, okay. It actually looks pretty cool. It's like kind of a just like a solid wallet type piece. Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking again. Oh, one. like one that like it, it literally has like sleeves for cards. And I guess so. Yeah. 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 I think I know what you mean. No, I don't. I don't keep up. I don't know, like a wallet concert, but like this is really awesome. I really enjoyed it, and it's like solved a couple problems for me. So like it's good. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, do we have really any more cool. like questions? By the way. Dude, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything in here. I know. I feel like the chat's just like having a good old time. And yeah, honestly, they're just enjoying me seeing me drunk at this <laughs> point. Which, like, one person's asking, will it be possible to Dex and PS3 hen HFW? No, from what I understand, it's not going to be possible. Uh, someone's recommending that you might get a man purse for your for your problem. You thought of it, dude? I mean, I carry my backpack like. Too many places, dude. I never got rid of a backpack. I still wear a backpack at this point. But like, yeah, like I thought. I literally told my girlfriend this. I'm like, I might have a satchel one day. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I need more space. No, seriously. Like, I, I satchel's a thing that kind of like chills right here. Yeah, right? it's like okay. the, the over the shoulder. Yo, kinda. when I was uh when I was in Seattle, I was using uh the PlayStation style satchel that my girlfriend got me. Nice. It was really cool. Except um the one of the clips was getting. It was just like wearing down quite a bit, even when we bought it brand new. So after like two days of walking around with it in Seattle, it ended up breaking. <laughs> yeah. And then shout out to the people at Pink Gorilla. They ended up fixing it up for me. In Seattle, Pink Gorilla? You're talking about I Metal went Jesus? To, uh, I, went, I went to both Pink Gorilla locations, Dude. man. I did not meet Kelsey, unfortunately. Oh. I didn't meet um, the other owner, DS Koopa. I didn't meet either of them. But it was really cool being able to go to both locations. And I will say, though... Yeah. Um, when you see them in videos in Metal Jesus Rocks, he makes the store look a lot bigger than it is. It's actually, both locations are quite small. I, I got but I did impression. get to see that really cool Star Fox. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I got the impression for sure mm-hmm. that it was a pretty tight tight spot. But that's really cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer that you couldn't meet uh, the, the people from the show, though. So. I was kind of hoping. I was like half hoping where I even told my girlfriend, I was like, hey, if I see Kelsey might freak out a little bit like i definitely do want to meet don't, her don't be alarmed yeah i did i i did not see her though and i was like okay you know what yeah, this yeah. is fine she's probably not working today it's all good but we went to the international district and the downtown district ones the downtown one is better for anybody who's wanting to go but yeah no it's real cool awesome dude yeah pink gorilla is real real awesome yeah shout out to metal jesus rocks too. oh yeah <laughs> oh man anything else Oh, you think the PS5 or Scarlet will be hacked? I think so. Surely. I mean, the PS5, yeah. I think there's even... Like, I feel like there's even some stuff that's being held off from the PS4, which would hopefully be used on the PS5. That is an interesting thing that, like, 
depending on like what, whether it's because PS4 even like from what I know latest firmware is exploited in private, but it's just private. That's and, it. And like I don't know if this is it, so don't hold my word to it or anything like that. But especially like WebKit stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, they like hold off on like upgrading WebKit for whatever reason, like on all these consoles. And so I don't like, get it. I think it's, it's just an afterthought, which it really shouldn't be if no, they care really about obvious. their systems it's because the stuff is so open source, so public, so 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 belchy. Uh, you know, what I mean? don't make fun of my burps, man. <laughs> but like, God, that I mean, one tastes like pizza, though. I didn't even have pizza today. Man, that's a, that's I'm, I'm, I might be jealous. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, what were we talking? About? Uh, we're talking about if the PS5 and Scarlet will be hacked. It probably will eventually. You know I don't I mean? even know what's going on with the Xbox One at this point, man. We have, uh, you know, we have homebrew that you can sideload through dev mode, but I don't know of anything that's, you know, on the retail side of things. Microsoft locked that fucker down, but on top of that, people are also just not as interested in it. So, yep, Xbox One exploit when? Xbox One exploit when? Yeah, it's funny because like that's the one thing. Like you know, I called the the Switch. I think I said within six months, and it happened like very close to that it was on the one year anniversary essentially where we got the fucking boot rom exploit of all yeah. things yeah, and so we could just we got like, so we could just get you know dvd logo running on there i think within six months though because i remember like on the podcast i was like i said six months and it was like basically almost to the date where it was like we got some video footage. yeah i remember that that so was like, where uh that that was when uh executor released their yeah. video where they and, showed the executor yeah. logo instead and of that the was Nintendo lucky logo and i and that was that was a like a literal lucky guess because of like the state of the 3s scene and whatnot and, yeah. and honestly the state of the 3s scene did not was not a precursor to the switch because the switch like the, said it, it's very secure OS. The, the, the os is extremely secure but nvidia is the one that really fucked up on yeah. that yeah so like it, it, my guess was actually like slightly unfounded, but I got lucky. But PS Five, it's like when you know it's hard to say. Yeah. But you know, eventually, sure. Like, yeah. all, all these things are eventually. Everything's hackable. Everything yes. runs code. Which everything runs code. It's hackable. Yeah, exactly. These amiibos run code. These DVDs run code. The C, the GDROM runs code. The Switch runs code. I'm just I'm just pointing out things on my table. Everything. The can doesn't run code though. If it had a QR code, it could, though. It could. Do these have a QR code? No, I don't think so. I mean, they have a UPC code on them, but it's they also don't when have you a know QR that, code. Like, mod chat's over because the six-pack's gone. Oh, man, you demolished it? Yeah, I know. I told nice. You, I, I told you I was. Uh, I drank uh, six cans with you. So, like, I'm on the same uh, okay. substance level. And at cool. 4.9% with you at being at 5%, we're virtually at the same. We really are at the same, yeah. Except you're handling yours much better. I'm I'm sitting here drunk and yeah. talking into the microphone. So. That's, that's a, so a few times I, like, rubbed my face on the mic a little bit. And it's it's actually pretty comfortable because I put the, the I'd love cushion. to hear that on the... Uh... <laughs> I put the cushion on this. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, if you're... Anything? Questions Man, of any no, kind? I think everyone's just so entertained with seeing us just ramble and be a little bit under the influence of alcohol and such sure that I, I know that one martini, he's been like the only one who's been asking the questions and such on here. So this is going to be the last call again for the, the final, the final live Q&A of Mod Chat, at least for the foreseeable future. I don't know if I'll ever do another one yeah, or not. I mean, for- 
for this iteration. Yeah. Like, no, I will be, I will be honest though. I've actually been, I've been looking forward to this episode. This episode has gone very well. I've been happy with it. I have actually been, been looking forward to, you know, moving on to moving on to the next thing. I recycle by the way. So you can just leave those there. But do you care if I put them in there? No, that's fine. Yeah. I recycle, man. But yeah, just go ahead. Organize them however you want to either way. Devin, it's been awesome having you as a co-host. Danny. What's up? You helped me fulfill multiple uh, dreams, essentially. Oh, thank you. you know what I mean, man. like, I literally, I've... I, it's I, just I, been hanging out with my homie. That's what it's well, been. That's, that's what it's been. That's what's been so good. That's what's also been so bittersweet about the end, right? Like, right. It, we're like, still going to hang out. Oh, yeah. But well, we're not going to have this podcast hanging over us. Well, and <laughs> for the people at home... Danny and I have never. I, I don't think our friendship has ever waned. No, but it also has been like there. Has Maybe been the times... only time, the only time I could think of it's ever waned was before we even met, where we didn't talk for a few weeks, and you're just like, "Hey, dude, I'm gonna get a little bit busy here soon. Do you want to meet up soon or uh, not?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, let's meet up like tomorrow." So, but aside from that, like, um, you know, like seriously, the, I think the lack of me being on the podcast. Is actually a very good opportunity for us to be like closer in friendship again. It is, it is, because it's going to be like less like business, less podcast, less. Well, we have to get this done, and we would we would hang. It was a good excuse to hang out because it would be like, oh, I want to see Danny because I'm gonna and I'm gonna have the podcast with him, so I will I will see him in two weeks. But then when all you do is the podcast, and we it's not all we would ever do. Correct, but yeah. it, it was a lot of what we. Yeah, sometimes we'd go a few months when we would only see each other during the podcast. Right. And know? I'm not the type of person to constantly hang out with people anyway. Same kind of, here. Yeah, same here. We're both introverts. Yeah, so like, I'm an introvert. Oh, you want to hang out once a month and at least once a month we're going to have a podcast? Well, like, it's hard to fit in multiple times a month to just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm looking forward to listening to Mod Chat as an observer. I'm looking well, forward you. to hanging out with you as a... As a friend without a co-host, yeah, because it, it's even like harsh to say just like as a friend because literally like we have a great time. We do every, every time is a good time, even when it's stressful, even when it's like we have a lot going on, and you know it's it's a good time every time. Yeah, stuff these. There we go. Okay. Cool. You can't. Uh, it's been stuffed. You can't right. see if you're listening it's, on the podcast. You only see about a third of it. I uh, I packed the uh, the original. It's six a dogfish pack. head. Yeah. yeah, I still have number seven that is still unopened. I'm not. I wouldn't drink- do it. I'm no. I'm not drinking it tonight. I'm gonna be dr- smart with my drunk. You're gonna be drunk with your smart, dude. I think one thing I've really noticed. By the way, you're you're the homie. All right, I didn't want to like just put that off to the side, but uh, no, I I wanted to say like one thing I've noticed because I I said I've already gotten drunk a couple times this week, but it honestly makes me tired. Oh yeah. Yesterday and today, I've been more tired than normal, and I'm just like the only thing that's really changed because I've been sleeping well enough. But the only thing that's changed is I've gotten drunk a few times. Yep, it's exhausting. Yeah, and I'm I'm the same way. So like uh. I've had several things come up this week, like not all requiring alcohol necessarily, but like, <laughs> well, Monday I like exhaust myself. I was at a theme park for nine hours. Yeah. You told me about that. Kids. That sounds horrible. That was exhausting. The next day, sounds Tuesday, awful. yesterday, I guess was uh, a coworker of mine who, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I was fond of, right. 
and it was her last day and she had a happy hour. So I went and I had a few drinks and then I hung out with my girlfriend's siblings and their significant others. We had that also I, sounds I exhausting. Drink. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was great, but I had another drink and then we just were out later than my bedtime, which and, is and like nine, right? Basically, if I want eight hours of sleep, yeah, I gotta go to bed at nine. Yeah. And I'm a big sleep guy. I don't do the. I've got a, my my boss is like, oh, if I got four hours of sleep, I'm good. I'm like, no, no I need I need like seven, eight. If I, like if I get under seven, I start getting cranky really quick. And so yeah, mm. like, and and today has been like, dude, today was like a day of like prod issues and chasing fires and all dude, stuff and at then, work. And, and like, then for me, as I said, thanks to like what I've taken on at work the past like two months. I do these podcasts on Wednesdays live and Wednesday is the earliest day I wake up all the week. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully tomorrow and the next day I have off. So nice. I, I feel for you because you're going to work, right? Yes, I am. So like also, also, um, I'm in your, your house. You are without a car. Yeah. So, Whatever you need to do, <laughs> it's like I don't want to keep you awake. But yeah, my girlfriend... I'm, I'm gonna be awake for the next like hour and a half, something, getting this all thrown up and everything. So okay. you know what it, you know what to do. But yeah, yeah this can um, be like one of the longest episodes of Mod Chat. Good God, almost four hours. I think it's deserving, man. It is. Right. It is. It's the it's the final live episode, guys. If anyone's complaining about the length, look, you're you're hearing the Segaholic. Oh my God, he shows up near the end. He's saying someone's tired, dude. Segaholic. It is. It is almost 11 p.m. right now. I'm very drunk. I woke up at 6 a.m. All right. And he I, has, love you. I love you, dude. No, he's, he's tempted by an unopened can right here. No, I'm not drinking this. I'm not drinking it. But it, yeah, it, it, it's this was the one to to be drawn out. It was. I'm so glad I actually don't have work tomorrow, so we didn't have to rush this. Hell yeah! Because I think I have an earlier bedtime than you. You do a lot earlier. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's 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 been a it's been an experience, been a time. Thank you, seriously, to everyone in the chat. They're the highlight of uh. Every month when we do this. Man, the chat has kept this thing going. Yeah. Like, when the chat is bad, no. When the chat is good, it is fantastic. And, like, sometimes we'll have shitheads in chat, but, like, so far there's been fantastic people in Dude, chat. This but, I haven't even issued one ban no, yeah. this episode. It's been I think great. it's actually, like, a rarity. Not to it, like, it is. Not, not that we have, like, a lot of shitheads that come here, but, like, usually there's at least one well, dickhead. Well, here's the thing. Even with that as well, too, I know, like, because... Um, you know, even though I have a lot of subscribers on the channel, there might not be as many views on there. And when we only have like 50, 60 people rolling in for these live podcasts, I really like that because it's it's a lot more tight-knit. And even this time, it was like 50, 60 people, but I felt like the chat was more active. It was. It was. So the, it was the chat has always has always made this. Yeah. It, it was. This was like an incredible time. It was like the homies coming in, but also like representing more than usual yeah you keep talking i'm gonna grab lily real quick if i can't for the last moments yeah all right do it don't don't make her poop everywhere no i'm not gonna make her poop everywhere oh no lily lily come here lily come here come on lily hello lily oh lily She's like, you're drunk. <laughs> Dude, she's a master running away, plus I'm a little bit slower than normal, but um 
she's a good dog. Do you know how she likes being picked up? She doesn't like being picked up. Period. Oh, are you gonna try? Oh. Okay. Yeah, she she wants her belly rubbed. Hold on, or Devin's trying. Hold on, I wanna. <laughs> okay. Right, is he gonna? No, no, no. Oh God, she's she wants to play though. She wants to play. Yo, at this point, like almost four hours in the podcast, we're just like playing with the dog now. <laughs> oh, she's gone. I wonder if you all can hear that. I hope. Lily, dude, chill. I think I think the other thing is too, Devin. She's now like on guard about mm-hmm. it. Like she knows what the hell well, we're trying. That, that, that's why I'm also trying to be like calm. No, she, oh, dude, dude no, no, like, she she knows we're trying to pick her up. She right. knows, yeah. She's bracing for impact. So, but, sorry, I won't be able to bring Lily on the last moments of the live thing here, but it's good. She probably poop everywhere anyway. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, there was one episode where it was Tom. I think it was Kilgore. That's his name, his username. He wanted to see Lily, so I picked up Lily. And I remember when we picked her up, like I, I specifically remember this. When when I picked her up, she made this noise like, <laughs> and you even says, I'm like, that's a weird, weird noise. noise. <laughs> and she pooped like three times well, all over the floor. You here. reposted this on Twitter recently because I remember because I was like, oh, Lily. Huh? Yeah, I said that's the worst thing that Lily's ever done on camera. And, and I didn't her, abuse her. And you, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then you put her down and it was like we both were just like, oh, poop. Yep. <laughs> yep. I said that I squeezed the shit out of Lily. And she was very ashamed. Oh, dude, she kept like looking away like this and everything. Like she just she would not look at me. Yeah. She's a good dog, though. Yeah. Cool. It's just evolving into nothingness. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. What? What's... Oh, we're on the floor laughing. Yeah. It's uh, the last drunk chat. Yeah, it's going to be the last drunk chat, I guess. I don't I, know. I mean, so, I mean, I don't want to make any promises, but, like... I'm not going to, like, record myself drunk and upload that. No, I really don't like, think that's going to happen, but... But, hey, I'm just saying... It's possible. A random December drunk chat stream. I mean, it's po- anything's possible, man. Or like, you know what I mean? Like uh, anything, dude. Live stream. I think it's I kind think- of also fucked up a little bit that I rarely get drunk, and the most of the times when I do now, it seems to be on camera. <laughs> that almost seems to be like a, like a, like a mental thing, dude. Maybe. But the thing is, too, <laughs> that the the nice thing is with it when I do get drunk on the podcast here. I enjoy myself more because I care a lot less about yeah. perfection. Yeah. So if something goes wrong on the stream, it's like, so be it, dude. And I think part of the, uh, I, I'm happy because you get on like somewhat of my level. And I think part of like me being a lot more relaxed is that I don't have the control that you do. Like, and you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a lot of it is under your control. I so have like, the stream anxiety. You don't. Yeah. And the alcohol gets rid of a lot of that. So, so. It, it makes me happy to see you relax. Well, thank you. Stream. Thank you. Even if, like, I think you pull yourself together on stream when you're, you know, even if you're, like, a little bit tight. Yeah. So, like, I don't think, you know, you perform poorly. It's like going from neutral to relaxed. Yes. It's good to see. Yeah. 
And I'm pretty confident that I can still handle myself on screen pretty well, even when drunk. People can tell I'm drunk, but I'm not saying heinous things or anything like that. So I know my filter is still pretty on point. Nicholas says that Lily with pooping was on the previous drunk chat. Was it? Was it on the December? It was. I'm pretty sure. Nicholas screenshots and remembers everything. So he would be the good historian for this. Photographic memory almost. Yeah. Except with screenshots. It's basically photographic. It pretty much, yeah. Literally photographic. Literally photographic memory. So, yeah. Anyways, I think I think we should. Is it, is it time? It's time, man. Oh, man. Dude, it's nearly 11 o'clock. We have yeah. never gone this far. No, we, we've never. It's it, it, it's usually like a 9.30. Yeah, right. Affair. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was good. This it was. Amazing. It was real cool. The whole thing. It was. Two years, dude. Dude, over two, two, two over plus. two years, over two years. Yeah. Danny. Oh my gosh. Oh, Lily doesn't like hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, this was this was amazing. This opportunity it this, was this uh, this experience was good, and um, I've learned a lot from it too. Like I, I made me upgrade my microphone, set up, upgrade the table, upgrade the lighting. You know, the table chat thing here. Yeah, it's, it's been a real thing. And, and you'll have this table to use for for future endeavors. For, for everything, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, again, like, we're homies. We'll be homies. We will. Forever. Yeah. It's, it, oh, it's yeah. so much good has come out of it. So, yeah. I will be on. This is not bye forever. It's, 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 it's bye like, for now. It, it's as MVG would say, boy for now. Bye for now. Boy, boy for now. <laughs> I wish I had a better Australian accent. Me too. I don't have an Australian accent, but yeah. Boy for now. Yeah. But yeah, either way, e- even the people who are in chat, who have joined chat before, thank you for being a part of this experience. Yeah, I mean. Absolutely. Dude, Mod Chat, this has been going for like four and a half years at this point. Even wow. independent of years. Just, I'm looking forward to having a little bit of a break, in all honesty. but And this is not the end. It's no, it's certainly not, but it's the end of the live iteration. It was an offline podcast, came to be online, kind of a new show. We're going to be doing something different. We've had different co hosts, you know, it's, it's been a really good time. So, everyone, thank you so much for it. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like the people who are really joining at the end here, you're, you're the true homies. In this. Especially like the one Martini, Nicholas, you guys have been around for literally four hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've been dealing, they've had to deal with me for the past four hours. Yeah. So. But there are so many people, like, <laughs> we, we, we can't even shout them all out. There have been so many people that have been classic mod chat people. What about the, the dude in the December episode who pretty much paid for this fucking table? How he just oh, yeah, donated like, so much like money what, that $200, $300. It was almost. something like that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I was just, at and that we point, were, I remember I was like, I was done, and was I was like, like, Is this your mom's credit card? Because, like, I'm very concerned. And then he donated like 50 bucks and was like, and No, was it's like, not no, my it's mom's not credit my card, <laughs> literally not. <laughs> yep, so yeah, no, it, it's the, 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 the chat. Like, seriously, when I talk to people in person, it, it, it's the chat that is so much of a valuable piece to this whole thing. It's, it is, it really is. Um, I get it, you know what I mean? Thank you for the experience. Thank everyone in the the okay. audience listening and watching live and being in the chat for the experience. This is something that I would have dreamed of that I would have never ever thought I'd be a part of. But it's cool. You got you got to knock it out and all that. You got oh, to yeah. try it out. It's you got it, to experience it. It's something I can be proud of in terms of diligence, work ethic, and this is literally resume material. You it know is. what I mean? Like th- this is. It's you, not this episode. I'm. I hate. 
It is. It's 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 about as real as it gets, dude. Do you want do 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 you want to know the real Devin? Do you want to hire the real Devin? Because I don't want you to hire the fake Devin. I understand. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I got. I got like, you. Like I'm not gonna be getting wasted on the job by any stretch of the imagination. So <laughs> obviously not. But guess what? Throughout this whole thing, I think you've seen how passionate I am about what I give a crap about. Yeah. And I have no problem. <laughs> Telling that to an employer, and I want to say some of the some of the coolest things have been not only I mentioned it with the last episode, you know, with the the decomp team, the uh, JSRF MP main developer. I think that's been one of the biggest things for me. Not just the chat, but it's really a really nice reassurance when there's topics that I cover, and the people who are directly involved with those topics kind of give a pat on the back and say, "Hey, nice job on that." What, I think one of my favorite things was, were you around for the, uh, I'm pretty sure you were on the episode where we talked about the Xbox Live open source project? Yes. I remember, like, I Absolutely. I personally talked with that dude. But if you go back, even, like, the dude was in chat, and he came out, and he was pretty much like, hey, that's my project. That's my project. Hey, what's up? If you have any questions, ask me. And he was just... I, I guess I'm always afraid of these people being way too critical and thinking we might misrepresent right. it or something. But then they come out, and I feel like we represent these fairly, and we try and be as factual as possible. We're not really trying to lean towards one side no. or whatever. It's pretty but objective. They'll come out, and they're just like, "Hey, you did a good job covering that. Thanks for that." And that just that means so much when the people who are involved with the projects that we are covering on the show like the coverage that we're pulling. I agree, and that that has seriously been an amazing thing. Some of the the most memorable times have been with MBG on camera and some of those teams coming in and or de- single developers representing themselves in the chat and and being like holy crap like just like it's not even a it's not about the fame it's not about the no, it's not no. about the notoriety it's about the fact that these people are happy to hear us talk about their stuff you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, 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 if they were God, very that. if they were like offended or disappointed i would be disappointed and i've never had that and we've never had and that. i'm so happy i've never had with a small handful of developers who've reached out with projects that we've talked about none of them have ever said you handle this improperly you handle this poorly you got this wrong yeah yeah no. and even even okay stretching it, even the people who like even when we've gotten things wrong they've corrected us they said actually it's this that and they've clarified things with en- they've never shamed us like with oh you shouldn't cover this with encouragement and excitement yeah. rather than yeah like discouragement and like trying to make us i guess feel bad or yeah. you know what i mean there's no negativity towards it it's like because we're not Thank really newsbreakers. We're just talking no. heads at the end of the day. No. And, and again, like a lot of this started from like us just bullshitting by ourselves. And it's like, this yeah. might as well be a podcast. Exactly. And hey, we did it. We fucking did it, man. Devin, it's been awesome <sighs> working with you on this, man. Can't wait to work with you more. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I wish you the absolute best with the time that you replace with this here. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be valuable. Then yes. I can't wait, you know. And, and I I honestly can't wait to take a bit of a break. Yeah, and then reboot this. And I want to come back rejuvenated. So, dude, big things, big things, big things are coming. Big, I things. promise you that. Oh yeah. Well, this is gonna be the last episode of Mod Chat for now. For now, yeah, the last live episode we should say. We will return 
or I will return, I guess, in in some kind of form. I don't want to give too many details yet, but give me some time. Ma Chat will be back. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you, Mr. People Mario? Can, oh, man, people can find me. I am Mr. Mario 2011 on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. If you want to check out the podcast and audio form, it is Mod Chat on most major podcasting platforms. I also have another solo or guest-oriented pod chat, uh, podcast, depending on uh, the month that you tune in. Miss, uh, It's uh, Mario's Minute. recommend checking that out as well, too. Now, Devin, where can people find you online if they want to follow you after this big podcast venture? Well, my main squeeze right now is Twitter. Paranoid Coder. Uh, if you want to look at some of my old videos, Paranoid Coder on YouTube, you'll find me. You'll you'll also find the horse lover that has the like YouTube slash Paranoid Coder or whatever it is, channel slash Paranoid Coder. Someone else has like the main. The horse lover has Paranoid yeah, Coder? It's, it's weird. They don't have any videos. Okay. But okay. it's obvious that's that not important, man. Just they, get paranoid decoder. They obviously love the horses based on their avatar. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, the Tina Belcher. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, so, like, you'll find me on YouTube, and I may like re- come out with some videos in the future. But there, there'll be very different videos. You haven't done case. a video this year, though, no. man. It's been it's been eight months. And I haven't done a video, and like in the future, like seriously, like I mean, like I I got what I wanted out of the videos, and now it's it's going to be more. Uh, blog focused first with like video counterparts secondary, right? Yeah. And if, and if those can accelerate kind of what I'm trying to accomplish otherwise, then so be it. Um, so feel free to like tag on there, but know that like if any content comes out, it's probably going to be very different. Yeah. But all links are going to be down below in the description if you're checking this out on YouTube. And if you're listening to the audio version of it, check me out on YouTube, Mr. Mario 2011. It'll be ModChat55. And you can see the links down below in the description. This has been a four-hour mod chat. It has been a four-hour mod chat. And it's been wonderful. It has been great. Thank you all for watching. And uh, have yourself a damn good one. I was, man, I was thinking of that same thing because uh, Nicholas mentioned Etika here saying, imagine live modding. I know Etika wanted to say that, well, wanted to do that, but I think that's a good way to jet out of here. F's all the way, man. F's all the way. Anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for watching and listening, everyone. Until next time, we have a mod chat. We'll be in a different rebooted state, but have yourselves a damn good one. See you next time.